you must blink. Do it now. Pay careful attention to everything you see. No matter how unusual it may seem. If you look away, even for an instant, then our hero will surely perish. Time to follow my own path. My name is Kubo. This is my story. Episode 152. There's already like seven million podcasts talking about pop culture and all that. Makes us happy like shooting at a womp rat. But it's all been done before. And we don't want to be a copycat. We're the leftovers picking up the scraps. Dropped by the cool kids. It's a trap. Good it, toss it, good it, taste it. Do we love it? Hey, let's face it, can't erase it. Let's embrace it. Tupperware party. Subculture spill over like a vulture. Carry over counterculture. Pushovers. Pop culture. Leftovers. And with the uncool kids. What's to say has already been said. Leftovers. sure that the only talent is the band that's singing this. Pop culture leftovers. You're listening to the only podcast with the balls to bite a radioactive spider. It's Pop Culture Leftovers. Five, four, three, two, one. Hey, welcome to Pop Culture Leftovers, the only podcast that sounds even better the second day after it's been uploaded. I'm Brian. I'm Jason. I'm Jake. And, and we're, we're the leftovers. leftovers. All right. Hey, welcome back, guys. Got huge news. <laughs> huge news this week. Yeah. <laughs> Our show is now, uh, it's gluten free. <laughs> nice. Yay. Gluten free, grain free. Oh. It's also 100% organic, guys. Nice. Nice. And it's artisan crafted. <laughs> Yes. Fantastic yeah. guys, news. Guys, do you like free-range podcasts? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, well, we are also free-range podcasts. Nice. No hormones No either. hormones. <laughs> lactose-free. Yeah, lactose-free. Beautiful. Zero preservatives. All natural ingredients in this podcast <laughs> this week, guys. I'm really excited. I feel good about this. I mean, all of our other episodes have just been chock-full of bullshit. <laughs> Artificial of flavors. Yeah, and glutes. <laughs> glutes. <laughs> oh, right. What's the prot value, do you think? Oh, very hype. Very, <laughs> very hype. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and you know what? We I, we might sneak some amino acids in oh, there, Oh, those too. are good for you. Yeah. <laughs> some omega-3s. Some omega-3s. How healthy living. I said fuck it. I, I, I threw in some omega-4s. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> those, yeah, yeah, I don't even know if those are real, but that they, sounds They good. aren't. No, I took an omega-1 uh-huh. and an omega-3, and I kind of uh-huh. combined them. Yeah. I fucking did not know the grass over time. Work that way. Science! Yeah. <laughs> Science experts. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, man. I was mostly, I, I don't know what you guys are most excited about, but I was I was excited that we were artisan crafted. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know what that means, but I'm assuming it's good for it you. It means made by hand. Oh, nice. <laughs> Why can't they just say that? They, like, yeah, it's like everything is artisan crafted then. Yeah. I mean, it's like you go to Subway and they slap that shit together. Artisans. Artisans. Thank you, artisan. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, is your mic up? I, I don't know. Do I sound funny? You, you always sound funny. <laughs> but... Do I sound more funny than normal? <laughs> I don't know. You're fine. <laughs> Sounds good. I 
don't know. Does it? I can't hear. I him. can't hear Jake at all. All right. <laughs> I'm going to take a quick. <laughs> so much for being our design. <laughs> Be right back. Time out. Time in. All right. Hey, we're back. Yeah. Uh, no, you're not. You're out again. God damn it. <laughs> I didn't touch anything. Now it's I'm back, back now. Should we switch chords? You're going to go in and out. Yeah. In and out. All right. Keep going, Jake. Hey, how's it going? Oh. How's it going, everybody? No, I'm, I'm trying to be sexual. Oh. <laughs> All right. We're going to take a break, and Jake's going to go in and out of me. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, let's see how long we can go. Okay. All right, okay. <laughs> how long can we go in and out? Oh, there oh, we go. Oh, fuck it. New, <laughs> new chord. Time out. Time in. All right. Hey, hey. finally. I think we've worked, worked out the problems there. I'm back for a little bit. Yeah, yeah you'll be out again. Can we just throw that cable away? Yeah, Maybe. we yeah. probably. Why do we keep it? Yes, <laughs> we use it every time. It's I like, could probably choke myself with it while I'm masturbating. Yeah, true. True. You're into that. I'm gonna keep it. <laughs> I can keep this, right, Jay? Yeah, that's not mine. Right. I think that's Brian's. Cool. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the only one that buys equipment. Yeah, true. You don't shit. need this anymore, do you? No, All just right. throw it away. Good deal. Oh. Yeah, he can <laughs> auto erotic asphyxiation tonight in the old, <laughs> in the old uh, closet. So um, <laughs> let's see here. Where are we? Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, artisan, 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 gluten free, grain free, all the good stuff. Yeah. All right, guys, let's move on uh, to uh, somebody. Somebody, how was your weeks? <laughs> oh, fantastic! Had a great week. Oh, it was the best. I don't ask you guys this anymore. Yeah, yeah. smart move. There's a reason. <laughs> smart well, move. Well, Jay, Jay, you're like the every other week guy now. Yeah, true, true. I know what it's what it's all about. Yeah. Getting, getting caught up on Voltron. Yeah. <laughs> I can't be on the episode. Yeah. Busted. <laughs> I just don't want to put up with this shit again, so I have to quit the episode. Yeah. <laughs> all right, you guys... Uh, Let's see, you ready for iTunes reviews? Yeah, always. All right. Three iTunes reviews this week, gentlemen. All right. Good ones? None of them are the same. Ah. This is like a, a cornucopia <laughs> will. of podcast iTunes reviews. <laughs> None of them are the same rating. Okay. Quite the blend. Huh. Nice. Hopefully it's almost one. As, it's almost as if it's been artisan craft. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Each hand makes it differently. Jake's like, finally, a good artisan joke. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's taken all this time. <laughs> I've been waiting. <laughs> Brian, you delivered. Satisfied. So I'm done with this podcast now. <laughs> I'm out of Just here. been hanging around these 150 so episodes for that. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> Dream accomplished. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> Jake, Jake just throws down the headphones walks out. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, should we start from best to worst? Start with, start with the best. Yeah. Best is going to be from uh, num, 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 num. And it's titled Awesome Podcast. Uh, going to keep this review short. It's a five star. Okay. All right. Going to keep this review short. If you like stinky, milky eye Star Wars talk, this is the show for you. <laughs> 
Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Does Jay know about us making the guy cry? Oh, oh no. you, don't, you don't even know about that, do you? <laughs> no. Yeah, we got an iTunes review where somebody had to turn off the podcast when we were talking about Donnie oh, Yen's sticky really? milky eye. He works at a, in a school for the blind. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> and when we started talking about it, he went to his knees and started crying. <laughs> no, he didn't. I, yeah. I'm not making this up. Yeah, he, he had to stop and cry. <laughs> Jay, you shouldn't laugh. He went to his knees. He went to his knees oh, and cried. Yeah. If we knew like what he knew, we wouldn't be making jokes like that. Right. Yeah. So I'd say the same for like every joke that I've ever told. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Brian have done nothing but repented ever since. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> I feel awful. <laughs> I really do. That's why we went gluten free, guys. Right. <laughs> that milky eye, oh, lactose free. Yeah. That's why it stinks so bad. <laughs> Next iTunes review comes from Shield Kova. I think we know who this is. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Uh, this happens to be uh, Kova from Scenic Cast. Mm. Uh, I was actually on uh, last episode of Scenic Cast, uh, their superhero talk, so check that out. I am on that episode. Give it a download, give it a listen. Uh, let's see here. It's titled Great Podcast. It's a four star. Mm. Kova. A four star. I know. Who does that? Well, here's... No. <laughs> and, Revenge. And we, and we know this guy. Uh-huh. Yeah. Love the podcast and everything you guys do. Well, well-informed and always bringing something for all of us to check out. I would give it five stars, but I don't like the hate towards Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Wow. Wow. Damn. He actually likes the show, huh? Yeah, yeah, him and Steve, both have seen it cast, enjoy that show. Wow, the only two Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. fans do a podcast together? (laughs) (laughs) What are the odds? What are the odds? They found each other. (laughs) Meant to be. It's awesome. Uh, I think uh, I, I think Joss Whedon and Jed Whedon follow two people, and it's these guys. (laughs) I love them. Here we go. Uh, this, uh, this iTunes review, it's a two star. Okay. We got ourselves a two star. And, uh, it's tied, it's from, uh, Jask. So it's J, four A's, an S and a K, Jask. Okay. Hmm. And it's titled, meh. (laughs) (laughs) I think we've had that before. (laughs) All right. New listener. Been listening to the podcast since Civil War episode. Don't understand why one of the members has to laugh after everything being said. (laughs) Who's he talking about? (laughs) No. Not everything is funny, and it gets annoying having to listen to his laugh every after every sentence. Showrunner is annoying at times, going off on people and rants. (laughs) Nonetheless, I listen. I don't know why. Huh. You know what? Hold on. Let's try to... Can we figure this guy out? Yeah. Let's try to figure this guy out. Yeah, what is... Let's do it. Glenn for punishment or what? What? This guy? Yeah. What are you talking about? Well, if he doesn't like it, then why is he still listening? No, he likes it. He just doesn't like... No, he doesn't like... Rants and laughs. Oh, I see. Yeah. He doesn't like anybody being passionate about anything Um. or having a good time and laughing. That's the thing. It's like, you know, I don't think this guy's really passionate about anything. I think he's like a podcast hipster. I think secretly, (laughs) deep down, maybe you like it a little bit more than you admit because you're still listening. Mm -hmm. You're a podcast hipster. Is that... Yeah, there's so many podcasts out there. Why are you listening to a two-star podcast? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Move along. Yeah. <laughs> for for four to six hours. Oh, God. Can you imagine talking to this monotone fuck? <laughs> Can you imagine how boring this motherfucker is in real life? <laughs> My I, God. And he might have a Twitter handle of the same name. True. He uh, might. Does, does he? I don't know. I might have looked. <laughs> I might have looked. 
just throwing it out there. There might be a Twitter handle, Twitter handle of J A A A, no J four A's S K. There oh. might be somebody out there with that Twitter. It might be this guy. Oh, I'm looking right now. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Jake, you don't need to look. Uh-huh. I know. Okay, <laughs> I've already looked. Is what I'm trying to say. Oh, gotcha. Jask. You can look later. It's distracting. <laughs> we take breaks. Jesus, we take like five of them. <laughs> Yeah, at minimum. <laughs> what do you th- What are you thinking about this guy, Jake? You must like me, okay? <laughs> <laughs> so you're a fan. Doesn't seem to have a problem with me. <laughs> okay, so basically, the first star is because you got to give us at least one. Yeah, the second star is for you. <laughs> yeah, I, it must be. <laughs> one out of three. I'm bet. fine with this guy. I don't. I don't plan on. <laughs> I don't plan on giving him any shit. I say, fuck this miserable <laughs> asshole. Hey! He's <laughs> a good guy. Fuck him. <laughs> I, still, I listen. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why I'm still listening. <laughs> when I'm not listening to instrumental post-rock, I like to check out the pop culture leftovers. <laughs> <laughs> what what's instrumental post rock? Oh god, yeah. Fucking look it up. Ugh. Yeah, you'll kill yourself. <laughs> yeah, use that chord later. Yeah. I don't yeah, I just I wish he would just commit to like a, a one star at least. Yeah. yeah no you know, it's like two. It's like I'm giving him two. <laughs> two. Just to justify that he still listens. <laughs> yeah. But- <laughs> <laughs> What a fucking asshole. I'm glad you're listening to me. I'm glad you're listening to a guy right now that can't stand you. <laughs> you should go on a rant about him while Jay laughs. Yeah. <laughs> That's easy. His two favorite things. <laughs> Give him the one-two punch. Fuck you, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Come on, there you go, Jay. What are you laughing about? It's not funny. Oh, God, fuck off. <laughs> All right, well, those are the iTunes reviews this week. But you know what? We've got a listener who can't give us an iTunes review because apparently he doesn't know how to do that. Here we go. Hold on. It's it's, it's an email. Is got... he blind? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> it's an email from old Milky Eye. No, it's a... <clears throat> Man, I, my, my, my throat this week is yeah, killing me. a little bit clamped. A little bit. <laughs> uh, it's from Jake Merrill. Uh, salutations, leftovers. I'm 19, so this whole email business is foreign waters to me. Foreign waters would be a good name for, like, a town or something. And so this guy just... He gets a little distracted. He's yeah. like that dogging up or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> Starts talking about... <laughs> foreign waters. <laughs> he does say emails are new to him, though, so I guess... It sounds he... like an industrial... Uh, what would you call that band? Post-rock. <laughs> yeah. Instrumental post-rock. Instrumental post-rock. Yeah, it sounds yeah. like the title of an instrumental post-rock band. Foreign waters. Uh, <laughs> anyway, sending this email because, like most sane people, see uh, poor, I don't have an iPhone or pad or what have you, so I can't leave a review. But I've decided to write one in this nifty email... It goes like this. Let me, like, before I read it, let me throw this out to this guy. You can download iTunes on your PC. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can do it that way. But you know what? You're 19. You're a lazy fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and to be fair, I see homeless people with iPhones these days. Oh, yeah. yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you can get an iPhone. No problem. Uh, let's see. What's he say about us? He says five stars. He can't even, he can't, he's got to write out five stars. Because <laughs> <laughs> he can't put five stars the actual symbol in the email. Pop Culture Leftovers is without a doubt my favorite podcast out of the other 7 million. 
The host, Darth Bryan, is hilarious and has some sort of a New Jersey accent. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you guys. (laughs) Followed by Bryan are his two loyal co-hosts, Jake, who sounds like a sexy lumberjack, (laughs) and Jason, whose laugh can cure and or cause cancer. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. Occasionally, Frank pops up as well. PCL touts itself to be the... <laughs> no, no comment at all on Frank? Nothing. And then Frank shows up every uh, now and again. Yeah. PCL touts itself to be the people's podcast, and rightly so. People who email frequently seem to be a part of the show, and inside jokes form naturally with and about people who aren't even on the podcast. <laughs> Pop Culture Leftovers delivers gut-busting laughter to me every day at work, so I say download immediately. All right, that's my review. I think I've sucked y'all's dicks enough. Catch you on the flip. With love, Jake Merrill. So, mm. Thank you, Jake, yeah. for your, I don't know, your email about a review that you didn't even leave us. <laughs> how's, he, how's he listening at work? Like, I imagine this guy having a flip phone the way he's talking. Yeah. Yeah, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Is he working at the paper mill? What are you playing doing? it on the fucking speaker system? <laughs> Maybe he's got a computer at work. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I yeah, didn't think of that, did you? I didn't. I didn't. Smart guy. Nancy Drew over there. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> I could at least be the Hardy Boys, right? That's our first, <laughs> that's our first Nancy Drew drop. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that was number two on Jake's, Jake's joke bucket list. <laughs> wow. Hitting them all this week. Brian, there's only one left. You, you artisan, Nancy Drew. You go, are you going to go for the trifecta? You gonna, you're going to give me that joke turkey? Come on. <laughs> Joke turkey. Bowling reference. That was it. We're done. <laughs> We're done. I'm out. <laughs> it was a perfect day. Oh, All right, you guys ready to move on to uh, Good Pop, Bad Pop this week? Yes. Yeah. It's time for more leftover reviews with Good Pop, Bad Pop. Good Pop, Bad Pop is where we talk about the things in the previous week and or weeks that we either watched or read. Sometimes we rate these things that we watch or read, and we want you to be familiar with our rating system. The rating system is simple. If the leftovers don't like something, they toss it. If they do like something, they suggest you taste it. And if it's brilliant, it gets a Tupperware rating. If all the leftovers love it, then it gets the pinnacle of success, a Tupperware party. I guess what? What? Jask is still listening. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know why. Don't know why. Um, why am I still listening? It's because of me. It's like, <laughs> this guy, like, he's like, uh, he, like, he likes pain. Is he, like, cutting himself right now? <laughs> I just want to feel something. I hate this so much. <laughs> piece of shit. Go fuck yourself. Jask. Jask. Ah, jeez. Very clever name. Yeah, what's the story behind that, you fucktard? (laughs) (laughs) Give me the origin story on that. Give me the Genesis story on that, you son of a bitch. Jask with one, two, and three A's was already taken. Oh, yeah, I gotta get that fourth one in there. (laughs) He didn't want to add a number, so he just kept adding A's until it worked. No, this, this is... He's got, he's got like Parkinson's. <laughs> Just held, <laughs> held, held down the A too long. Went to an epileptic shock or some shit. Oh, <laughs> Whoa! It was just supposed to be Jask. Damn it. Ah, fuck it. I'm going to roll with it. I already hit enter. 
Fuck it. <laughs> oh, I could smell the new iTunes reviews already. <laughs> oh, I know. I work at a school for epileptic kids or something. <laughs> Shit. I knelt down on my knees and cried. <laughs> and then shook a bunch. <laughs> 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 oh man you should have a little thicker skin i would think you know <laughs> doing something like that you should yeah. all right guys uh jay you don't got anything this week nothing no no that's fine i got a ton that's cool yeah sorry about that just i've been busy jake will have his uh one or two yes <laughs> <laughs> and you can always count on that <laughs> <laughs> Let me, you know what, before we're going to jump in, we're going to talk about Kubo and the two strings. Oh, yeah, let's before do we, that. Before we do that, I, I just want to knock out a few. I've been watching, been catching up on some, like, older movies and stuff. And, uh, hold on, what did I, what did I watch? Like rewatches or stuff that you've never seen? Okay, that's a good question. I'm glad you jazzed me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh! Damn, you're on fire. This Clever, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Clever girl. Clever <laughs> girl. Uh, two movies that I had already seen, and then one that's an old movie that I had never seen. Mm. Okay, so here we go. I'm gonna start off, uh, watched, rewatched again Ex Machina. Oh yeah. Nice. Uh, still a Tupperware. I, I, I still love this movie. Yeah. I think it's fantastic. Oscar Isaac is just so good in that movie. Mm-hmm. Domino Gleason's great. Alicia Vikander, I love it, man. It's so good. Ex Machina, if you've never seen mm. it, uh, directed by Alex Garland. Uh, who I found out his next movie is going to be called Annihilation, and he's bringing back Oscar Isaac for that movie. Sweet. It's got Natalie Portman and Jennifer Jason Leigh, who is in uh, The Hateful Eight. Cool. Wow, good casting. Fantastic casting. Cannot wait to see that movie. So Ex Machina, if you haven't seen that, it's about uh, artificial intelligence uh, coming to life for the first time and and, uh, interacting with it. It's pretty amazing. It's fantastic. Next movie that I watched... um, I watched it actually this morning. I've been wanting to watch it for quite some time. Um, I, of course, I've seen it before, but I just wanted to revisit it. Drive. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, baby. Drive. Uh, have you all seen it? I have yeah. not. Do yourself a favor. Oh, wow. Nice. You own it. That's why I bought it. Yeah. Sweet. Do yourself a favor and watch that. I remember you guys talking about it. You guys, this was the reason you were pimping Ryan Gosling for Batman yeah. for a moment. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. <clears throat> watch that. It's fantastic. Uh, great cast. I mean, it's got, uh, Brian Cranston. Uh, it's got, uh, Albert Brooks. Um, you got Ron Perlman in there. Uh, this, this, this movie is just amazing. Oscar Isaac. Oscar Isaac's in it. <laughs> yeah. I was yeah. just going to say that. Wow. It's, uh, one of the first things I, I, I didn't, when I first watched this, when it came out in 2011, I didn't even know who he was. Yeah. So when I rewatched it today, I was like, oh my God, that's Oscar Isaac. Um, it, it, it's so good. Uh, the beginning scene of him driving mm-hmm. and it, it, the, uh, what I love is they don't do that the entire movie. Right. There's only really two, like two race scenes. Mm-hmm. They don't overuse it. This is not fast and furious. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. And you got to understand his character, Ryan Gosling's character is used very limited. He's not <clears throat> a very um and that's just his character. He's kind of an introvert. Yeah. Uh and and they use him that way. It, it reminds me uh, a lot of like Rocky. Um how, you know what I mean? And also what was that that Tom Hardy movie that came out or the gangster movie that came out a few years ago. Can't remember. I actually watched it. I can't remember the name of it. The one where he's identical twins? No. Oh, okay. No. 
it's a good movie. This that not that that was pretty bad. <laughs> this is actually a, a pretty good movie that he did. Um, also, the score in this, the, the the soundtrack in this is amazing. It's all Cliff Martinez. Okay, um, I love it, man. Uh, Drive, fantastic. If you've never seen it, I don't think it's available on streaming. I looked. You might be able to like get it off Amazon Prime, but you have to rent it or purchase it. Mm, Same thing iTunes, with iTunes. Yeah. So yeah, uh, Drive is fantastic. The final movie that I wanted to talk about here, real quick, is a movie that I had never seen. And let me explain why I've never seen it. Galaxy Quest. Oh, wow. Okay. I have never seen Galaxy Quest. It came out in 1999. Mm-hmm. I was doing a lot of partying and drinking and fucking in 1999. <laughs> a lot. 1999 for me was not like a year of entertainment. Like, right. I didn't even have cable. Okay? I had nothing. It was like I had like the three channels, the four channels, and that was it. So mm-hmm. it's like I was watching like King of the Hill and like – Fucking, that's it. Yeah. I wasn't watching shit. I was watching Seinfeld, mm-hmm. well, the year before. But, like, that's all I was watching. I was I was doing a lot of drinking and fucking. Yeah. And partying. <laughs> no time for TV. I had no time for TV. Yeah. So Galaxy Quest comes out, and it's just like, I didn't watch it. Yeah. And it's just like one of those things where I just never got back to watching it. Okay? I may have stopped, like, drinking and fucking. Yeah. And partying. <laughs> yeah. You know. But the time had passed. The time had passed. I never saw Galaxy Quest. So it's like one of those things where it's like I don't like Tim Allen. I'm not a Tim Allen fan. I'm with you. Mm-hmm. And so it's like I'm not jumping on. Ooh, can't wait to watch Galaxy Quest with that guy that I can't stand. <laughs> so because I fucking hated a Home Improvement. Yeah. Oh yeah. So uh, Santa Claus. Yeah. Santa Claus and all that crap. I'm not a big fan. I didn't like his stand up. Nothing. Yeah. I watched Galaxy Quest. Let me just I'll throw a Tupperware. I love yeah. this movie. Love all three of these movies that I've mentioned are Tupperwares. Mm-hmm. Galaxy Quest is a Tupperware. I-, I loved it. Alan Rickman's great. Sigourney Weaver's great. She looks great. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Tim Allen, I even liked him. I-, I thought every character, I thought the stories had payoffs. Felt like every character had like their own arc. Mm-hmm. Sam Rockwell had his own arc. He was fantastic in this. I mean, Justin Long's in this, and I even like him in this. Um, I noticed Bill Hader was one of the aliens. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. I- I- there's a lot of things that I noticed about this movie. Even the rock monster got his own part. Like, like I thought they just kind of threw him in there, and I thought like even the effects for him at that time looked pretty good. And then they use him later, and and I thought the villain was great. I thought the villain was great. The way he was interacting with the crew, I felt like the villain had a great arc too. They pulled off the, the villain in this is better than most of the villains in the Marvel films. It, it, yeah. it's unreal. Yeah, how good this movie is, and how it harkens to. Star Trek and, you know, Trekkies or Trekkers or whatever the fuck you want to call yourselves. <laughs> and how it's like kind of like that thing. Right. Yeah, it's real meta because it's like they're like washed up mm-hmm. and and whatnot. Yeah. So it's really cool. Where, how'd you watch this? Is it Netflix right now? Netflix. Oh. I so need I watched, to watch that again. Yeah, yeah and it, it, like it really it, – like it, it made me want to get back into like the Star Trek universe too. So I've started rewatching the Star Trek films. Awesome. Um, I've even started watching uh, Star Trek, the, the original Gene Roddenberry series. So I'm going to start watching those because uh, honestly I don't think I've seen every one of them. Right. I've seen most of them, yeah. but I've not seen all of them. You'll get through those quick. How are you watching those? Are those on Amazon? They're all on Netflix. Oh, Star, oh, Star Trek is. Wow. Yeah. The, the the Okay, the movies are on Hulu except yeah. for four. Yeah. Ah. Uh, <laughs> I love four. All the movies are on Netflix except – all the movies are on Hulu except for four, and then the all the series are on Netflix. That's awesome. That's cool. Shit. So, yeah. Um I've really been enjoying just like Galaxy Quest like sparked a lot for me. It, it made me want to go back and like watch all these old Star Trek episodes too. Mm-hmm. And so like I, I've been tearing through those and been having a lot of fun with them. And 
And so, I don't know. It's just, it worked better than Star Trek Beyond. I needed it. I needed it. Yeah. Yeah. I needed it. I really did after Star Trek Beyond, which, like, I look at, I look at, I compare that, you know, to, like, the older series and to, like, the, the older movies and how how much more this is action-oriented than those are. Yeah. You know? So I, I'm, I'm having a great time so far, and I owe it to Galaxy Quest. So, wow. Yeah, it's a great movie. That's awesome. So you watched Star Trek 1 this week? No, motion picture? Yeah. No, I did not. <laughs> I, I, I did not. I, I've seen that one enough. Yes. Okay? I, I've seen that one maybe three or four times in my lifetime. That's good. And I've seen it enough. And so I started with Wrath of Khan. And then I went to three and then four. So okay, yeah, search for Spock, and then uh, I'm going to do five and six. So, but I, I think six is really good. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of love for six. Oh, I, I like six. Yeah, I like six. Wrath of Khan is still my favorite, though. Absolutely, mm-hmm. it is, and as it is most people's, but it's still my favorite. Yeah. So, uh, Jake, what do you have? Um, I quickly I watched the uh, Triumph Summer Election Special on Hulu. I did too. I know you did too. Um, just decided to watch it. I didn't even know it had come out. I'd watched the previous special, was just kind of looking on Hulu for something to watch, and there it was. And so, like, oh, I'm gonna watch this. Um, for those that don't know, it's uh Robert Smeagol. He's a comedian that worked on the Conan show for a long time. Created this puppet dog that's basically like an old time insult comic, and he goes around and kind of gets in people's faces and cracks jokes. Well, in this special. We're bringing him to the uh, Republican National Convention and the uh, Democratic National Convention. And, wow, this was a Tupperware for me. This was fantastic. They do uh, a bunch of different skits. They have, like, a panel that he talks to in between the skits. Uh, granted, some moments were way funnier than others, but the ones that were the best really made this a Tupperware for me. So what would you think about this? It's a Tupperware. I absolutely loved it. Uh the only part that I didn't like, yeah, it, that could have been great, was uh, when they dressed Belding up as Ben Ben Franklin. Yes, I agree. That was one of the slower parts. The reason it was bad was because they the camera that they had to use was so far away that when he was saying these outrageous things, you couldn't get the people on the tour's reaction. Yeah, they're just it, you, you just see their heads basically. That's yeah. a, that's a great point. Yeah, um, I thought one of the best parts was when they did the uh, fake focus group. And they were showing people. Oh my god! They were showing people fake Donald Trump campaign ads with like fake campaign promises, and these people were just eating this shit up on a spoon, like yeah, they thought yes. it was fucking real. And they were saying the most ridiculous. They got a they shit. got a Donald Trump like impersonator uh-huh. to do the voice for the commercials, and he's he does this one where he's like, "I'm gonna put." I'm gonna put porta potties in front of like places where uh, illegals. Would like frequent, like <laughs> yeah, like Home Depots and and all these places. And as soon as they get the porta potty, it's gonna lock them in. <laughs> and as soon as they get locked in, I'm gonna put them all in a flatbed truck, and we're going to then drive them back to Mexico. Oh my god! And some these people were just like most of them, like the looks on their face were kind of like they laugh a little bit, and then they're like, yeah, okay, fine, I'm down, for, I'm down for it. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, a great idea. That's a great idea. That's a great idea. Oh, that's terrible. So they were- <laughs> They were talking about, like, putting stuff in the water to, like, knock them out and everything. Yeah. And people were suggesting that they... they collars. Collars. Electric collars. Yeah. yeah. Once we get them back into Mexico, we'll put electric collars on every person in Mexico. Every every Mexican, we're going to put collars, electric collars around their necks. And people are cool with that. Until, well, until, we could get the, until we could get the wall built. One lady suggested that rather than collars, they disguise it with, like, a shot. 
to like prevent diseases. What the fuck? And that they yes. put the, the thing in your body when they give you the shot. Oh, and they oh said they, they said something like, "We're gonna cover it in bling because they we think." That oh we'll, no! Yeah. No. It was fucked up, dude. It was fucked up. I was honestly surprised that none of these people had blurry faces. That all these people signed the waiver yeah. that allowed this to be shown. But oh. I mean, they must be that hardcore into the Kool Aid that they they didn't give a fuck. I think they signed something, but I don't think these people read any of it. Yeah, I agree. So that was crazy. Um, Terrifying. Visiting the Republican National Convention was hilarious. Mm. I mean, Wolf Blitzer was there, Anderson Cooper, and just this fucking triumph, you know, pu- cheap puppet is just going around just ripping everybody. <laughs> nice. It's, it's, it was fucking hilarious. The dunking tanks? The dunking tanks was hilarious. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> What's just, the dunking tanks? They were just you putting, can, like, different minorities in a can, dunk tank. <laughs> Dunk, dunk a gay couple. You could dunk a. Oh, God. Yeah, you're at the Republican National Convention, and you can dunk oh. a gay couple, and they taunt you. Oh my! And God. then like, what are they? Uh, dunk a Muslim or something? Yeah, yeah, that was one of them. Oh my gosh! And he, oh, I gotta watch this. Fuck! And the, the Muslims taunting him. He's like, oil. I got all the oil. <laughs> I was like, oh my God! I cannot believe they're doing this. This is the second one they've done this year, Jay. They, there's actually two specials, okay. and they're both just hysterical. Fuck. Yeah, I'm watching this. It just shit. shows you like how ignorant some people are. Yeah, and they vote. Yeah. Holy shit. Oh. <laughs> oh my god. So yeah, that was a Tupperware. If you have Hulu, I, I can't recommend this enough. Awesome. Yeah, I'm gonna watch that for sure. And to be fair, it picks at both parties too. Like yeah. there he goes to the Democratic National Convention and there's just as much slamming on Hillary yeah. as there is Trump. So okay. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Bill walks by him and they shove him out of the way and he's like I wasn't going to give him, like, a, a cigar joke. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty funny. God. It was pretty funny. Awesome. Uh, let's see here. I uh, I watched uh, an animated show, uh, an animated movie, excuse me, on Netflix, um, The Little Prince. Hmm. <clears throat> and uh, have you guys heard of this? No. No. It's called The Little Prince. It's on um, Netflix. And uh, it's said to be a Netflix original. It's just because they picked it up. Actually, uh, Paramount dropped this movie from being released in U.S. theaters one week okay. before it was supposed to be released. Wow. Uh, it stars Jeff Bridges, uh, Rachel McAdams, and uh, Paul Rudd. Uh, it's about a little girl lives in a very grown-up world with her mother who tries to prepare her for it. Her neighbor, the aviator, introduces the girl to an extraordinary world where anything is possible the world of the little prince. Um, it's the uh, first ever animated feature film based upon uh, uh, Antoine de Saint Exupery's books. Uh, Whoever the fuck that is. Yeah. Uh, so he's got. I guess he's got a set of books out, and uh, one of them's called The Little Prince. Um, it, it, let me rate this. I'm going to give it a high taste. It. Mm. Uh, a lot of people will give this a Tupperware when they watch it. I'm going to give it a high taste. It. There, there was parts of it that I was just. I don't know. Just. That I, I wasn't really in. I was really into the story of the Little Prince because like it mo- this movie jumps in and out of animation styles. Mm-hmm. You'll get CG when you're, you're with a little girl, but then when she goes into um, the uh, story of the Little Prince, it's actually stop motion animation. Oh, cool! Uh, that's using paper and then a mixture of paper and clay for the characters. So it's it's really cool. Awesome. I, I love that style where they jump in and out of the animation to tell the story. Um, it's a fun story. 
I would definitely check it out. You know, if you got Netflix, watch it. It's called The Little Prince. I had a lot of fun with it. Um, even though it didn't get released uh, theatrically in the U.S., I did find out that it did make money worldwide. It was the uh, it made film history in Brazil by becoming the first non-American animation to top the box office in the country, and it topped it for three weeks straight. Holy shit! Wow. Um, they loved it in Brazil, so it did make its money. I think this movie cost maybe eighty-eight million dollars to make. They did make some money. I don't know exactly what it made total worldwide, but it did make some money. Uh, but what, what genre would you say it was? Was it a comedy? Was it more of like a drama? Uh, no, it's just like a fantasy. Okay, interesting. Yeah, yeah it's like a it's just like a animated child fantasy thing. So, not the kind that Frank has. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Controversial. <laughs> it didn't have destiny in it. Jask is just saying, "Why am I still listening?" <laughs> You're a fucking idiot. That's why you're still listening, you piece of shit. I'm going to call you a fucking piece of shit throughout this entire episode, you fuck. Yes. And Jay's, Jay's going to laugh every time. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> why am I still listening? I just want to get my thoughts out there for everybody because I'm a fucking jack wagon. Stupid fucktard. <laughs> a jack wagon. Just. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see here. I, I've also got another movie. We're going to talk about Kubo in a second. I got one more movie I want to talk about. Is Kubo the advertised content? Is it's that what we're Totally doing the advertised content. <laughs> I watched Ip Man 3. Oh, oh, wow. Yeah, how was it? Big fan of Ip Man 1. Big fan of Ip Man 2. Yeah. Loved them. Uh, let me start off by saying uh, this movie gets a taste it for me. Ooh. My mm. least favorite Ip Man movie. Damn. Uh, it's about when a band of brutal gangsters led by a crooked property developer make a play to take over a local school. Master Ip is forced to take a stand. Stars Donnie Yen, Jin Zhang, and Mike Tyson. Um, wow. Is he in all three? No. <laughs> Mike Tyson? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, face tattoo Mike Tyson. What the fuck? Uh, these are basically loose, loosely... <laughs> These are loosely based on a true story about Ip Man, uh, who later went on to train Bruce Lee in the arts of Wing Chun. At the end of Ip Man 2, they show him in getting, uh, meeting a young Bruce Lee. Mm -hmm. At the beginning of this movie, they show an older Bruce Lee wanting to train with Ip Man. Uh, that relationship is not really delved into that much, except for maybe at the end of the movie. Uh, not so. Don't go in expecting to see him training Bruce Lee. Oh, that is not what this movie is about. Okay, uh, this is not the best uh, action that I've seen from Donnie Yen. Uh, I feel like the first two were more brutal. Weren't there a lot of broken bones? Absolutely. Like, like the first one, I know wasn't he cracking bones? And there was real strikes. Yeah. This was not any of that. that this was. Sucks. It's not like breaking bones and stuff like that. This was. The action was a little bit lackluster in this one. Uh, I like the martial artist that they got, Jin Zhang. I thought he was really good. Mm -hmm. Mike Tyson's part in this movie was just kind of thrown in as a gimmick. Um, there's really, he's just there for maybe three scenes. Um, there's really no payoff with his character. Um, he fights, he fights somebody at the end of the movie and that fight ended poorly. Really? Um, in my opinion, it just wasn't that great. I don't know. This Damn. was just a taste it for me. The the best stuff in this, in my opinion, other than there was some cool fighting, I guess, but not. I mean, I've seen better in the first two. Yeah, yeah. So I can't. I'm not blown away by like this lackluster choreography. The best part of this was like the relationship between him and his wife. Uh -huh. um, I'm gonna tell you, rewatch these movies. He's a horrible husband. 
Yeah. He's a horrible husband. Yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah. And I, I don't know what that is all about. I mean, I don't know if it has to do with, like, the culture back then. That's in, what I in, in the country. Yeah. But this, this poor fucking woman, she is always at home. She's always doing things for him. And, like, he goes out. He's always doing, like, some, you know, taking on the world. Mm-hmm. And then she's the one who's not getting a deep dick in from Donnie Yen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, true. Yeah, you you know you, you throw your fucking uh, feet around and your arms around and your fucking windmill crane kicking motherfuckers all the time. Yeah. When you come home, I don't think you got enough left in you to fuck. <laughs> yeah, it seems that way. It seems that way. And this poor woman, this poor woman, she's put up with this guy mm-hmm. for all these years. I mean, they were rich. Yeah, it's probably why she loved them in the first place. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. I don't know. Maybe, it happens. Maybe not. Maybe she's a gold digger. But you know what? They were rich. But she stuck with them. Mm-hmm. She was like Adrian. You know what I mean? Right. There's a lot of comparisons between the Rocky films and this. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, man, she stuck with them. And in this one, she gets cancer. Oh, shit. And man. so it's like, it's like, uh, now finally he starts giving this woman some attention. And it, it just falls flat, huh? Man. After man. this no, point. I, what do you, what do you mean? The, the, I, I don't want to spoil anything. I'm just. Well, I mean, I'm saying, does that relationship, does him caring all of a sudden fall flat because of how he's treated her in the past two movies? You know, you say you said it's yeah, a good okay. relationship, but yeah. I'm saying does that does that like fall? Does she even care anymore at that? I'm point? glad. I, I, honestly, I'm just I'm happy that they addressed it. Yeah, I've noticed it in the first two other movies. Uh-huh. Like, wow, this guy, for as awesome as he is, kicking ass and you know taking names and all this shit, he's got a horrible marriage. Yeah, his he, wife is not happy. He's neglecting something important. And it, I'm glad this movie finally addressed that. And that's like the only good thing I can really say about this movie. And then they throw in Mike Tyson. Yeah, which is a waste. They put in the cancer story and they throw in Mike Tyson. It's a waste. <laughs> Sounds like they're just capitalizing off the popularity of the first two one more time. So I, yeah, uh, if they do Ip Man 4, that's fine, I guess. I don't know where you're going to go. Give it, I guess, go to the Bruce Lee training stuff, I yeah. guess, I suppose. But like, you, the, the, right there, you're, you're not going to get anybody that's going to blow us away unless you, you know what I mean? Yeah. As, who are you going to cast as Bruce Lee? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I would never want to fill those shoes. I, I think know. they should end it here. I think they should end it here. And I think, I, you know what? Let's just look forward to the next raid movie. Yeah, it's unfortunate though that this poop is on one and two because one and two are some of the best, like some of my favorite modern martial arts movies. Yeah, and the action is like legit. Yeah, it's legit martial arts. I love two, and yeah. two is a one hundred percent ripoff of Rocky Four. Yeah, one hundred percent ripoff down to the speech at the end of the movie. Absolutely. But you know what? I loved Rocky Four, and I loved that movie. Yeah. So fuck it. Yeah. Fuck it. It's I been long enough. Rip off Rocky IV. It's a, <laughs> it's a great story. Yeah. They, they just told it again, and they told it well. Mm-hmm. And so I loved It Man 2. Yeah. So, I don't know. I taste it for It Man 3. Ah, that's unfortunate. It's too bad. First two are Tupperwares, huh? Tupperwares for me. Fuck. Yeah. Absolutely. So, uh, let's, uh, I guess we'll move on and talk about Kubo and the Two Strings. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Uh, let's see here. Kubo and the Two Strings. It's about Kubo lives a quiet, normal life in a small shoreside village until a spirit from the past turns his life upside down by reigniting an age-old vendetta. This causes all sorts of havoc as gods and monsters chase Kubo, who, in order to survive, must locate a magical suit of armor once worn by his father, a legendary samurai warrior. Jask, why are you still listening? (laughs) (laughs) He was waiting for the advertised content. Fucking asshole. He's like, oh! <laughs> it's directed by Travis Knight. Uh, the writers are Mark Hames, Chris Butler, 
Uh, it stars Charlize Theron, Art Parkinson, Matthew McConaughey uh, in, the, in his first animated role ever. Hmm. And there's a uh, nice little cameo by George Takei. Yeah. All right. Uh, this is the fourth film from Like Entertainment. Um, I know one of them. I loved Paranorman. Saw Paranorman in the theater. Mm-hmm. Tupperware Paranorman. Fantastic movie. Was it Madeline? Coraline. Coraline. Yeah. I knew it was some line. <laughs> I didn't know if it was alkaline. About Art, the, artisan. <laughs> about the battery. <laughs> alkaline. You know, what was the other one? There's four? I, I thought this was the third. I, I read on IMDb that this is the fourth. Hmm. So I'm curious now. Might Maybe a short film. Okay. All right. So, uh, Jake, let's talk about uh, Kubo and the two strings. Yeah, we're just going to rate it right off the bat. Go for it. I- I'm going to give this a Tupperware. I, I really fell in love with this. Um, this. I'm a sucker for stop motion animation, and I thought this was some of the best of that I have ever seen. I was just blown away by the animation. Uh, you know, the story was really good. I was really sucked into it. Um, I, there was some twists and turns that I didn't see coming. Maybe I'm a dumb audience member, but I was surprised by some of the revelations and I was blown away by this. I thought the bad guys were sufficiently creepy and scary. And this was, this was a lot of fun for me. I did not expect to like this as much as I did. So yeah, this is a Tupperware for me. I echo everything you said. I loved this movie. If you have kids, you have to take them to see Kubo. Um, this is a Tupperware. The story is fantastic. The Leica has gotten so good with the animation. They make it look easy. Yeah, um, it's hard to believe it's even stop motion, that it's not just computer animated. It's it, so good. There, it's a mix. Yeah. It's a mix. Uh, it's a mix of uh, hand-drawn animation, stop motion animation, and CG animation. But they do it so well. You can always tell that the characters are always stop animation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, some of the backgrounds, like the water. The water, I'll tell you what some of that is, the waves. Yeah. But like the splat, like the, I think like the actual splashing might be CG. Yeah. The water, the stop motion for the water is incredible. I saw kind of a making of that where it's like all these panels that they move around. They used rippled paints, shower glass, and cloth. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Wow. It, 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 amazing. And, and you start off right in the gate, out of the gate with the, the ocean waves in the movie. Yes. And, uh, I'm thinking to myself, there's no way that stop. Stop animate stop motion Damn. animation. There's no way, and it is. Yeah, these guys, these guys are phenomenal. Uh, Leica is just amazing. I, I, I want more movies like this. I want more movies like this. This is so awesome. Um, the characters are great. Matthew McConaughey, I thought was fantastic. Matthew McConaughey was so great. He was the Beatle. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then you had Charlize Theron playing the monkey, and these are these are great characters. This is uh, this is a great story. It's a great story, number one, and that's what makes this movie so good. It's not just the stop motion. It's a great story. Nice. And I think, like, this is – and you may think I'm crazy, Jake, but this is, like, if you're a kid growing up now, this could be, like, your Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Wow. I, I don't think you're crazy. I Actually, this is, to me, the best animated movie I've seen all year. I actually prefer this to Zootopia. I prefer this to uh, Finding Dory. I mean, this was – this was just magic to me. Yeah, like, this I've is never seen anything like it. Easily my favorite animated movie this year. Yeah, it, it was fucking wonderful. So I, I couldn't recommend this more. I saw it in 3D, too, and the 3D mm. was incredible. So wow. I was fucking blown away by this. Um, and credits are great, too. My favorite musician, Regina Spector, did a cover of George Harrison's While My Guitar Gently Weeps that they play right at the end credits. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of what drew me into seeing this in the first place was, oh, I'm going to go support that movie that 
my favorite musician did a song for. Yeah. And then I'm really glad I did. Wow. I found out it was from the makers of Paranorman, which I loved. Yeah. Saw that in the theater. And, like, I had seen pretty much everything in the theater. I was like, I'll check out this Paranorman. I loved it. And so I was like, I'll, I'll check this Kubo out. So now, because it's by Leica, and I love them now. Anything they do, I'll watch. You said the characters, like the the villains, were scary. Yes, one hundred percent correct. I mean, I, that's I was blown away by the that they went that dark with uh, the sisters. Yeah, this is not your cheesy like Disney like. No, everything is a joke. Like, there's very few jokes, straight up jokes in this. The the bone monster. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, the, the garden of eyes. Yeah. Oh, the garden eyes were super creepy. Oh yeah. And then they had like the, the teeth and the, yeah. holy fuck. That's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. And like you said, his, um, his mom's sisters that are chasing after him the whole movie, yeah. they're wearing these like ceramic masks and they're talking the whole time. So you, never, you never see their like mouths move or anything. That's creepy. Yeah. They got chain whips and they're just floating along chasing after him. Wow. And I mean, this movie does a great job of just setting up its atmosphere. Yeah. Like feeling like nothing you've ever seen before. The, the battle out at sea was awesome. Yes. Uh, man, I, I love this movie. This is the best animated movie I've seen in a long time. I will own this when this, this comes out. I will own it too. The score is incredible. Yes. Kubo, you know, he plays a guitar. That, oh, he goes Scott Pilgrim yeah. on that motherfucker. It's awesome. <laughs> nice. And he, what's the name of it? Or Origami, is that how you say yes, it? Yes, like, Origami. He's doing that, but with magic, and he's like, making things and telling stories with it wow and like him what the fuck man this movie's like all over man him playing the guitar is actually incorporated into lots of the score throughout the movie and it's just really well done like this this was incredible i i expected to like this movie but i did not expect to like love this movie yeah i i did not expect to watch this and just come out of the theater just like wow what a fantastic movie i'm glad i saw this in the theater and i i couldn't wait to get on here and tell our listeners that have kids that you have to take your kids to see this movie you have to take it like this is a movie i think like if your kids are old enough and like engaged in movies and can sit through like an hour and 40 minute long movie Mm -hmm. without being a little shit (laughs) you know what i mean yeah you know some kids get like antsy like oh it's been an hour it's like then they start crying and shit and like i don't know what i don't know what fucking kids do (laughs) and and we said it was scary but it's it's by no means graphic or horror and i think if you've got a five-year-old that can sit through a movie like he'll be fine yeah 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 so, yeah, it I sounds like it. one of those movies that just unlocks, like as a kid, like seeing something like that when I was a kid. Yeah, it unlocks so many doors in my mind, where it's just like, holy shit! Like, and for stop animation to or stop motion to be this cool in 2016 yeah. and to break ground, like that's just one of those things where you're not. I'm not really thinking about how you know that's going tech, technology wise. So yeah, it's refreshing to see a movie like this when when everything's just this CG crap nowadays. Yeah, yeah. You know, we got all the trailers for everything before this was just one CG crap movie after another. You yeah, know? you worry about this stuff becoming a lost art, but yeah. like we've seen like a renaissance of this stuff coming back with Leica, and then even last year with uh, the Anamalisa Anima movie that came out with the stop motion. Right, mm-hmm. and it's nice to see like stop motion like being carried on it's like pretty soon it's like i I worry about stuff like this even like with like puppetry like i you know what i mean like team america when that came out it was like holy shit you know it's like people haven't watched we haven't watched puppetry in forever like who are the people that are still doing this shit right you know what i mean exactly exactly Exactly. and i don't want to see this stuff like go by the wayside did you stick around for the end credits oh yeah regina was playing so you couldn't get me to leave okay but i'm saying i'm saying like when they showed the behind the scenes it was amazing it It makes me want to get the blu-ray yes 
where we can see all of the basically you see it behind the scenes and like they've constructed that gigantic like fire bone monster. I was shocked at how large of a model that was. Huge. Yeah, bigger than an actual person. Wow. Like it was crazy. Like I would have in my and head animating that. Yeah, in my head I imagine like something really small down to scale. Yeah. yeah. That was the way they did it. But Fuck. this thing was huge. They're yeah. like moving a camera around it and everything. That'd be just as interesting as watching the movie. Yeah. Absolutely. That. Yeah. yeah, I would love I t- for there to be like a 60 minute documentary on the Blu-ray like showing all this stuff and how right. they did it and everything. Huh. Wow. So right. incredible. I might actually I might buy Paranorman. Yeah. Just to see if they do something like that on their Blu-ray. Is it the I, same style as Paranorman, or is it like different artists kind of shaping these characters, or is it the same kind of like? Because that reminded me of kind of like Tim Burton esque, you know, like the way it looked. It's different. It, like the, the characters look different. Okay, the characters look different. It's, yeah, it, it, it's it's all stop motion. Yeah, but the characters in Paranorman, like their faces are different. Right. The okay. art direction is definitely different. Yeah. Like okay. like Brian said, same type of animation, but definitely the the art direction and the creativity, which I is, like, which Pixar does not. Do. Right, it's always that. Yeah, it's yeah. The same. It's like every Pixar character could exist in the same universe. Right. Yeah, that's that's exactly what I mean. Like, yeah. the, 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 like to, from Toy Story to yeah, you know, Wall-E. Like the, those, char- all of them look the same. So yeah, there's no like art direction. It's all right. like let's all make everything uniform. It's a house style. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like yeah, they they totally awesome. Yeah, awesome. I was upset though because. I got out of this movie and I was like, man, I, I would love to see a sequel to this. Leica, Travis Knight, and those guys have, they, they said they'll never do sequels. Yeah. Wow. So it, it's one of those things where like, I, I would love to read more stories about Kubo and, and, and this whole, you know, world that they built in this one movie, but Damn. unfortunately, uh, they, they, they don't do sequels. Wow. Yeah, that's a shame. That's a shame. At least you don't have to worry about an inferior sequel coming in and messing up the thing. I know, but man, (laughs) I I fell in love with these characters. Yeah. And I fell in love with this world that they made, and I I would do anything to go back for new stories. That's great, man. I mean, to do that in an animated format, let alone stop motion, and and like for you to latch on to those characters so Mm -hmm. much, that's that's a fucking stellar job. I know. And Jask is still listening. (laughs) Jask is still here, yeah. He's a motherfucker. Jackass. I, I tried to say jackass. It, didn't it was good. I tried. For <laughs> the shot. You guys want to take a quick break? Yes. Yeah. Take a quick break, and we'll come back with uh, Pop Culture Leftovers news. Did I have anything else for good pop? I had so much fucking shit. <laughs> anyway, you blew your chance. It's too late. <laughs> All right, we're done. Security warning. All right. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back. What, why are you laughing, Jay? <laughs> well, I heard a little... <laughs> we don't, and that's a trigger. Yeah, that we was a trigger. We don't want to trigger no. <laughs> some of our listeners that and don't like that. Don't, wor- don't worry. That noise was also artisan made. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Don't want to trigger happiness uh, and joy. That's for sure. Oh, man. <laughs> all right, guys. Let's move on to the pop culture leftovers news. Yeah, 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 yeah. Read all about it. It's a little news and there's no doubt about it. This news is gangster as fuck, yo. It's gangster as fuck, yo. All right. In gangster as fuck news this week, Jared Leto, according to Variety, has officially joined the cast of Blade Runner 2. Ooh which is the sequel to the 1982 film Blade Runner. It's set, de- uh, it's set several decades after the events of the first film. The cast also includes Harrison Ford, Ryan Gosling, Robin Wright, and Dave Bautista. Uh, it'll be hitting theaters in October 2017. Jared Leto has joined the cast. Uh, this leads me to believe... I don't know. I don't know. Is Jared Leto coming back for Suicide Squad 2? Oh, or is he coming back for the Batman solo film? Is he coming back for anything DC Warner Brothers related? Oh, man. I bet yes. He's not happy. No. He yeah. is not happy. He has expressed... Uh, to numerous media outlets that he did not go to the premiere. Mm-hmm. He has not watched the movie. He's not happy that they that he's heard that they cut out a lot of his parts in this film. He is not happy with the franchise. Yeah. He doesn't need to stick with them. Obviously, he could do other things. I mean, Blade Runner with fucking Gosling and Harrison Ford. Well, we already Ooh. know that this guy's very selective with his roles to begin with. Yes. Mm-hmm. He gets offered a lot of roles. He turns a lot of them down. Mm-hmm. He is always chasing... Uh, the Oscar. Now he's got his Oscar, which is fantastic, so he can be a little bit more selective, I suppose. I, not, not more selective, but a little bit more open to other offers. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't, I don't fault him one bit for wanting to join this cast. No, uh uh-uh. uh. Amazing. I was cast. surprised when he did, though, just because of what you say. Like, I was surprised he would sign on to be in, like, an expanded universe type thing. You know, I was expecting a little bit like, uh, who was the guy we wanted for Doctor Strange? Uh, Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, like a little bit of that from Jared Leto. I see, saw him as one of those guys. For Suicide Squad or Blade Runner? For Suicide Squad. Yeah. yeah I yeah. was surprised he would like sign on to something where he may be yeah, required to be in like four or five movies. It's the Joker role, though. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. the thing. It's the Joker role. It's the, it's the role that, like, you know, he probably took it as a challenge. Like, uh, who can be better than Nicholson or Ledger? Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like, oh, I've got something that I want to bring to this. And, like, on the, and now we're finding out that he's really unhappy with the studio and the cuts that they made. I mean, we have since found out that, like, they did let the people that make the trailers edit the movie. Yeah. You know, we're finding this, this, these things out now. And so he's not happy with the final cut of the film, even though he hasn't seen it. Mm-hmm. He just knows it's not what he wanted. So I, but I, I, I'm interested to see him in Blade Runner too. Yeah, me too. Me too. Yeah, Blade Runner too. That'll be interesting. Batista's in that too. Yeah. I don't. I'm assuming he'll be a cyborg. I don't know. I just feel like Jared Jared Leto would be the cyborg in this, or one of the cyborgs. Yeah, he does have like a little plastic look. He's got to kind him. of that dead eye plastic when he wants to. Mm-hmm. So what I do they call him? Replicants. Yeah, replicants. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited about that, man. That's a great cast. I love that. I love that. But yeah, oh, I'm excited about. They've got. They've got uh, one of my favorite directors, Billy. Uh, 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 what's his name? Denis Villeneuve. Uh, the director of uh, Sicario. Oh, yeah. And they've also got Roger Deakins, who's going to be the cinematographer. And he was also the cinematographer for Sicario. He's doing... Uh, wow, that's Blade movie. Runner 2? Yes. Wow. That makes me really excited. Me too. It's going to look awesome. Wow. It's going to look gorgeous. <laughs> yeah. I'm a huge fan of Roger Deakins. I mean, this guy has done... Uh, he did Shawshank Redemption. I mean, mm-hmm. this guy has done some really great movies. Wow. Shawshank Redemption is one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't. I can't unless they show him something concrete to where they're like, "Dude, 
you're going to blow it up in this movie, you know, for sure. You're going to get a lot of screen time. You're going to get to play around with this character. Unless they can assure him of that, mm-hmm. I don't I don't necessarily see him coming back. Because like you said, to him, for him to take this role in the first place was kind of crazy, but the Joker role is is so appealing. Oh, yeah, yeah. You you want a yeah. layered character? You want a la- layered character? Do you want to stretch your acting chops? Well, yeah. here's a sociopath. Enjoy. Yeah. And it's like, it, let's see what you can do with this uh, iconic character. And I felt like that was the draw here. The original plan for Suicide Squad was for it to be David Ayer doing a darker, grittier, his own version. This was not supposed to be your standard uh, Marvel, Guardians of the Galaxy type movie. Yeah. It was going to be David Ayer's version of the Suicide Squad. It was not supposed to be this, like, uh, what we got. It was Uh not supposed to be what we got. And what we got was just basically like, oh, you like those trailers? Well, let's give you that movie with that trailer feel. Yeah, they really uh, fucked up delivering the impact on the Joker. Yeah. Like, they really fucked up. I mean, Nicholson and Ledger, they're both in one fucking movie as the Joker, and they're they're legends. Yeah, you know that they're the ones that you you count against. And Leto's been in this one just stinker mm-hmm. of a movie. Like, what's it going to take to even bring him to the level where you're ranking him above a Ledger or a Nicholson? Mm-hmm. Are there people out there ranking him the best Joker? I haven't heard. Is that a thing? I haven't. I haven't heard because that would just be insane. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure we'll get that email now. Everything seems to point as well. It just wasn't enough. Yeah. You know, and I agree. I mean, it, it wasn't enough. And and you know damn well there's some kind of cut out there where it was, you know. You think somewhere in there he delivered that performance? Absolutely. Yeah, I, I mean, like, there's nothing he's done where I've been disappointed in his performance. So. I think that this, I think the Joker scenes were supposed to be a lot darker than they were. Yeah. And I feel like the way they tried to make this uh, a mash of the trailers that we saw that they cut out all that dark shit that he did. Yeah. I, even talking, to, I was talking to Jacob Harmon uh, in a, in a text message, just just briefly, he said that that he read the novelization and that it's completely different wow. than the actual film. And in a lot of ways, he said uh, the Joker's a lot better. And he said the Joker actually makes uh, what was his name? Common's character was it? What was his name? Ugh. Monster T. Monster T. Yeah. Was that who it was? Yeah. He said he made uh, that character and uh, he made him shoot himself. Oh shit! Yeah. That's how crazy. What the that, fuck? Yeah, that, why did we miss that? Yeah, that's that? like the pencil scene from The Dark Knight. Like right. that's the scene you needed to really deliver some impact with yeah, the character. Yeah, yeah. Man. So the, it's crazy. It's crazy that uh, the difference uh, of what this movie could have been and what we got. Yeah. So it's just like, are they ever going to be willing to take a risk with these uh, DC and Marvel franchises anymore? Like, are will Suicide Squad be a lesson to them to not? You know, to to think a little bit outside the box and do something a little different rather than, oh, we know people are going to fucking like this formulaic shit because we already showed them the trailer, you know. I wonder if they will take any more chances because of this or not. You know, keep falling back on that safety net. Well, we know we're going to make this much. We know these many people are going to see it, mm-hmm. but it's not going to be that classic. I think if they are going to take a chance with anything. I think I think we're looking at the Ben Affleck Batman movie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think they're going to give him. Uh, I think they have to be crazy. Yeah. You would have to be crazy to uh, go to Ben Affleck and say, well, we want you to change these things. Yeah, He's going to be like, okay, you know what? I directed Argo. Uh-huh. I directed The Town. Uh, go fuck yourself. Right. Yeah, they're going to have a hard time neutering Affleck. Right. 
Yeah. No, I agree um, with that. I don't think that they also want to piss off Patty Jenkins. Mm-hmm. Patty Jenkins left uh, Thor The Dark World. She was going to direct that movie. Yeah. I don't think that they want to piss off Patty Jenkins. But on the flip side, who knows? Who knows with that one? It's still up in the air. True. Um, so I don't know what they, you know. Uh, so we'll see. Yeah. Do you think uh, when Suicide Squad comes out on Blu-ray digital and whatnot, we're going to get that ultimate cut? Because I'm kind of skeptical of that. With David Ayer not really admitting to make it a faulty movie and He's Warner already, Brothers backing this. Like, they've already said that there will not be an ultimate cut, that there will be deleted scenes. Yeah, uh. that's exactly what I was thinking, that there would be. Because like, they, they just don't have the attitude that Snyder had after BVS was released, where he was kind of apologetic on social media. And- As a studio, you don't want to set that precedent where it's like, oh, okay, well... <laughs> We're always going to have an ultimate cut. Yeah. Yeah. It, it feels it like that at that point that they're trolling us and saying, oh, we're going to double dip every time. Right. Yeah. I, I see what you're saying. Oh, and you know what? You want to you wanna watch it now? Well, you got to get it on, uh, you know, you got to get it on digital on demand. You right. have to buy it digitally. Oh, and then three weeks later, then we'll, you can get it on hard copy if you want to. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Well, there's going to be fans that want the hard copy and they want the digital. Mm-hmm. So they're going to do both. And they, they know that they're getting you. They know they're getting you. Damn. Yeah, that's why they release it three weeks early. You're exactly right. Yeah, yeah. So that kind of that kind of goes right in the face of David Ayer saying, "This is my cut. This is my, and fuck Marvel and like all those things that he's putting out there." And kind of, it's not his cut. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, he could have easily done like Trank from Fantastic Four and just gone crazy. They showed two. Media. They screened two versions of this movie. And they went with the the trailer edit. Yeah, the safer team. option. Yeah, mm-hmm. they screened two versions of this movie, and they went with the trailer edit. God, team. you can't do that. <laughs> you can't yeah. fucking do. There that. will probably not be a commentary track on the Blu-ray for this movie. No, and if there is, it'll be very canned from David Ayer just answering like production questions and right. stuff, not really talking about anything important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, yeah. Jared Leto and Blade Runner 2 turns into Suicide Squad. DC <laughs> yeah. Oh, that turned into way too much DC news. Can we skip that segment now? <laughs> no, we cannot. <laughs> Jake, I want you to talk to us uh, about uh, the uh, American Werewolf in London remake. Or uh, or, or, what? <laughs> or the Nada remake. Or, or the Nada remake. Yeah, there was some buzz on Twitter this week about Max Landis. Um, you guys know Max Landis. He did American Ultra. He wrote Chronicle, which was directed by Josh Trank before he fucking went off the deep end and did fantastic for <laughs> and uh he you know max landis doesn't have a perfect track record he also did victor frankenstein yeah but you know you saw that didn't yeah, you? yeah yeah bad regrettably yeah. <laughs> didn't that feel like uh it felt like victor frankenstein it felt more like a guy ritchie film it absolutely yeah i could see a little bit of landis in there but yeah, it was trying to be a yeah, it was trying to be one of those cheap fucking Max Landis yeah with no, the dialogue and the action. I was thinking Guy Ritchie. Okay, yeah, Guy Guy Ritchie. Yeah. yeah, with the dialogue and the action, it was just that I don't know. Yeah, it didn't yeah. sit well at Weird. all. But uh, Max Landis is the son of John Landis. Mm-hmm. Um, as you guys know, he was involved with movies like Animal House, Blues Brothers, Trading Places, Three Amigos, Coming to America. Beverly Hills Cop, you know, kind of a legend. And so there's been lots of talk of Max Landis possibly remaking one of his father's movies, An American Werewolf in London. Okay. An American Werewolf in London. (laughs) Last week, the episode. Okay. Frank Frank, Frank can't say werewolf. Oh, shit. Frank says says werewolf. (laughs) 
an American werewolf in London. <laughs> I need to listen to that part. <laughs> so there's a possible remake coming for Max Landis. Um, uh-huh. He tweeted some really cryptic stuff. Um, he tweeted a list of stuff he was currently writing, and it's all real, like, Moors, Day Trippers, Further, Skunk, Bright, Deeper. It's like the stuff that you say to make Winter Soldier turn bad and start killing right. people for you. <laughs> yeah. You know? right. yeah. Homecoming. <laughs> and um, one of those people think, or some people think Moors could be a code name for an American werewolf in London, in London uh-huh. a reference to the famous line, stay off the Moors in that yeah. movie. yeah. So now at this point, Max Landis goes on social media and just pretty much denies this as much as possible. Okay. Like as far as we know, this is not happening. Like even though we're, we're, I'm trying to find the tweet, I categorically deny any rumors about upcoming projects printed today. And then he gives a link to a deny. And uh, he actually even I'm getting all this info from Slash Film and he even responded to them. And they say, so is Max Landis making an American Werewolf in London remake or what? And he says, I'd say what? Tweeting directly back to Slash. Okay, Bell. yeah. So it seems like the whole thing is squashed. Would, would you guys want to see a remake of an American Werewolf in London directed and written by Max Landis? I'd be cool with it, yeah. I don't know. I I, I I don't know. I saw what he I saw what he did with Victor Frankenstein. Um, I, I think the original still holds up. I think the transformation of the werewolf looks amazing. That's going to be hard to beat. I still think it holds up. I really do. It does. That's that was scary when I was a kid, man. Yeah, it's, it's pretty fucking creepy looking still. When yeah, I think it's one of the best. I still th- I, I'd, I'd rather see that than any like you know CG absolutely transformation that they do now. Like if you watch Van Helsing and all that shit, it's like <sighs> Van Helsing looks so terrible. If yeah. you watch it like now and you haven't seen it for what ten years, oh yeah, yeah, yeah it looks like garbage. It's bad. So, so the Mummy is another one of those movies yeah. that if you watch, it just looks yeah. like total garbage now. Yeah. I, I I don't know, man. I I don't know. I don't know if I'd want to see Max Landis do this. Yeah, I think Max Landis really needs to establish himself with some creator-owned projects. Like some really, like one, two, three really good creator-owned projects. And then do something like before that. Before tackling a, like a remake like right. that. You need to earn a little bit more cred before you're trying to remake classics, I think. It, but, it, you know, with that being his father's movie, it could be something where he really outdoes himself, you know, where he's trying like super hard to make something that's, you know, a more quality product. But I, I don't know. I could be wrong on that. But I would say that would drive him maybe to make something a little bit better. Yeah, but he could. I mean, on the flip side, you know, fail where your father succeeded. Yeah, and, and I don't. And I him don't. And his father don't have the best relationships. So. Yeah. Yeah. True. See, I'm not very familiar with what their relationship is like. Like, if this is daddy issues, possibly, and that's why he's writing this to like reconnect with his father or something mm-hmm. like that. So yeah. I don't really know any of the behind the scenes like that. I think for me, I just want something that's cool like that again. Like, <clears throat> there has not been a cool like monster movie like that that I can think of where I was just like Gaga about it. And, mm-hmm. And the whole story of it and how they said yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, they tried with Nicholson Wolf, and, yeah. and it, it, I didn't like that movie. Didn't Benicio del Toro do yeah. uh, a werewolf? He tried movie? to go more to the classic, like, Universal Wolfman. Yeah. It, it might have been Wolf called Wolfman or something like yeah, that. Yeah, something like that. He tried to go to the classic route, and it, it was okay, but it wasn't it wasn't very good. I didn't I didn't <laughs> I didn't even watch it. So that that would be cool, and nostalgic factor too to kind of set something in that time period would be cool as well. So yeah, no, no real like concrete news that that's going to happen. It's just 
the rumor mill bullshit on Twitter. Yeah. And Max Landis kind of plays up to this kind of stuff. I think he just creates drama on social media. For like, oh, man, he is always on Twitter, dude. Yeah. He, he's a good one to follow on Twitter. Yeah, he is. He's so. very good. At up to my knees. Up to you, my knees? Mm-hmm. Okay. At up to my knees if you want to follow him on Twitter. He's always fucking tweeting. Saying really controversial yes. stuff. Does so. he really? Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah, he gets all the uh, Harry Potter people all flamed up all the time. <laughs> Why? Because <laughs> he talks trash about the very last movie. Oh, okay. And just gives it so much shit, and it's really funny. Like, you see people coming out of the woodwork, and he'll fight with all the trolls. Like, I've, he'll tweet back to you. If you want to get into a Twitter fight with Max Landis, he'll probably tweet back at Pretty you. Pretty easy. Oh, yeah. 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 All right, guys, let's move on to... Uh, yeah, I just I thought that was an interesting story. I wanted to get your thoughts on it, Jake yeah. and Jay, so... All right, let's move on to uh, Marvel News. Marvel News. In Marvel quick news, according to Variety Hulu, streaming service Hulu has ordered a pilot... For Marvel's Runaways, from Gossip Girl creators Josh Schwartz and Stephanie Savage. Though Hulu has not greenlit the project to series at this point, sources say Hulu ordered a full-season script in addition to the pilot. The series featured a group of six kids whose parents routinely met every year for a charity event. One year, the kids spy on the parents, and they learn they are The Pride, a criminal group of mob bosses Time travelers, dark wizards, mad scientists, alien invaders, and telepathic mutants. The kids steal weapons and resources from their parents, and they learn themselves, uh, they learn that themselves, they've inherited their parents' powers. Alex Wilder, a prodigy, leads the team, while Nico Minuro learns she is a powerful witch. Carolina Dean discovers she's an alien. Gertrude Yorks learns of her telepathic link to a dinosaur. Chase Stein steals his father's futuristic gloves, while young Molly Hayes learns she is a mutant with incredible incredible strength. The kids band together and defeat their parents and atone for their sins of their parents by fighting the new threats, trying to fill in the pride's void. After being betrayed by Alex, who was killed by the Gibberim, the pride's god, they are later joined by cyborg Victor Mancha, shape-shifting Skull Zavin, and plant manipulator Clara Prest. Um, for Schwartz and Savage, the teen series is right in their wheelhouse as the pair were behind, uh, were behind two of the most successful teen dramas of all time, Gossip Girl and The O.C. For Marvel, Runaways marks the second teen-centric property to go to television following the young superhero love story Cloak and Dagger, which has recently been greenlit for Freeform, which is, I believe, ABC Family's new name. Yes, Freeform, that's right. So, uh, yeah, uh, Marvel's Runaways. Um, I, for one, love Brian K. Vaughn's run. Uh, Everything else has not been great. Didn't Josh Whedon do the next run on that, even? Uh, Yeah, I didn't care for anything but Brian K. Vaughn. Yeah, I agree with that. 
And I think that's, I'm hoping that's what they base it on. Um, but, uh, yeah, if they can do this on Hulu, this is Hulu's first Marvel series. It's not going to be Netflix. Uh, if they can do this right, I Tupperware this. I think this could be fantastic. Yeah, I Tupperware it too. Runaways is good stuff, especially right there at the beginning. You're right. Those first 12 issues written by Vaughn. And this is just a, it's a fun wheelhouse to play in, I think, where you got these kids that find out their parents were all super villains. And once you kind of make the setup, you can kind of just tell all kinds of different stories with it. Like, I could see why that would be something that, what is it, the Gossip Girls writers are involved Gossip in? Gossip Girls in the OC, yeah. Yeah, like, that's right up the alley for this kind of thing. I think if you just get the basic premise right, you could write a lot of original material in this universe, rather than possibly just doing a straight-up adaptation of the right. comic book. Yeah. So I think it would work perfect for that. Yeah. I, I never read the books, but I, I remember them from Young Justice, and uh, I thought they were fucking awesome. Young Justice? That's it, DC. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. Fuck. I'm getting a mix up with something else then. Okay. What the fuck am I thinking of? I don't know. Young Justice? No. Yep. Sorry. I'm thinking of something else. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, the, the Runaways is a Marvel thing. Oh, you're thinking of Avengers AI. Uh, Victor Mancha. Yeah, in, that's what I was thinking. God damn it. Sorry. They just had the one up. character. Victor Mancha was in Avengers AI. Okay. That's right. Yes. Yeah, so that's the only thing I'm familiar with. I know of the team, but, uh, it, it always seemed like a weird mix, and I never really got into it because I, you know, I was just like, "This is a weird team." And uh, yeah, they do know. cross it over with Young Avengers. Young Avengers, that's what I'm yeah. thinking. That's yeah. what I'm fucking thinking. Sorry, my bad. Young Justice, Young Avengers. Uh, but yeah, I thought they were really interesting, and I thought like, well, how how would when I I did see the story too, and I'm like, well, how are they going to work with this team in this mm-hmm. kind of format? Because I think it's really hard in the comic book, and I think that's why you you know you like the the Brian K Vaughn stuff yeah. so much, but. uh no they, they, I mean, they've tried to reintroduce him into other stories. Yeah. It's just never been as good. You, you mentioned Young Avengers. That would be a great series. That would be a great series. I yeah. love that comic Kid book. Kid Loki and shit. That'd be fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Ah, oh, man. So. Yeah, I don't know how you work with this kind of a team in a in a. In a is the is the comic book like more funny than it is? Uh, no, it's more grounded. Okay, it's yeah. a Brian K. Vaughn book, so it's very smart. Like okay. it's a really well done book. I'll have yeah. to check that out. I'm sure it's in trade, right? Yeah, just get the Brian K. Vaughn stuff. Okay, that's all you really need. I can cheat you my Marvel Unlimited password. That'd be awesome. Yeah, I'd like and to it's check all that on there for free. Cool, cool. All right, guys. It looks like Natalie Portman, who plays Jane Foster in the Marvel films, is done with Thor and done with Marvel. Here's what she said to W. USJ.com. As far as I know, I'm done. I mean, I don't know if maybe one day they'll ask for an Avengers 7 or whatever. I have no idea, but as far as I know, I'm done. That was all of a great thing to be a part of. Um, we already know that Thor Ragnarok has a new female lead with Tessa Thompson as Valkyrie. Um, what do you guys... Uh, Ooh, she's throwing shade. <laughs> with that Avengers 7 jab in there. Yeah. Throwing shade from Natalie Portman. Wow. Why is she so upset? There's been some speculation. According to sources close uh, to uh, the problems, uh, they actually started uh, back during Thor The Dark World, and Patty Jenkins, the now Wonder Woman director, was supposed to direct the Thor sequel. Uh, She was let go over what I remember was creative differences, Mm -hmm. and she happened to be a good friend of Natalie Portman. Hmm. Uh, There were even rumors that she was forced to do Thor 2. So, yeah. I believe the rumors that she was forced to do Thor 2 because she was not fantastic in that. It didn't really seem like she... A lot of people felt that she phoned it in. Yeah. Yeah. 
She was definitely okay in the first one, even though I wasn't like gaga about her character. But yeah, the second one, nothing. (laughs) No emotion. (laughs) Yeah, we don't need more Jane Foster. No. I'm fine with this exit. Yeah. So, and if we really do, I don't care if we recast her. There's so many other things to tie him to the, to Earth right now than a, than a love story with somebody like her. This is Thor. I mean, he deserves something else. So. Marvel's not against recasting either. We yeah. saw Don Shadle come in there as War Machine. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. Got an article about Avengers Infinity War from CBR.com that I want to read. In a Facebook live stream, Guardians of the Galaxy star Vin Diesel confirmed that the Guardians will appear in Avengers Infinity War. This is something that we've kind of gone round. We've kind of gone rounds about. Uh-huh. And I always felt like the Guardians would be yeah. in the Infinity War. Jake, on the other hand, you've said no, but I feel like I don't know if you I don't know if you thought yes, I think they'll be in that movie, or you were just saying no because you didn't want them to be in that movie. No, I was saying that they wouldn't be in it until the second movie at soonest. I was thinking, but the- well, I, we all could have agreed on that, but now it isn't two movies. Yeah, now it's one movie. So now they have to be in the first one because mm-hmm. the second one is going to be completely something completely different, World War Hulk or whatever the fuck it's going to be. But I, I, how do you feel about this? Like I always kind of saw this coming. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I kept feeling like you just wanted to keep the Guardians in that safe James Gunn bubble. I feel like if it happens one way but not the other – I'm kind of fine with it. Like, we can keep having Guardians of the Galaxy movies, and if they're also showing up in other movies, I'm, I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. It's when Guardians of the Galaxy 4 becomes, like, a Thor and Iron Man movie, too, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Or we're throwing Hawkeye in there or something like that. As long as Guardians oh, of the Galaxy... Man. Cosmic. Say cosmic. I mean, if you're yeah. going to do the team-up, do it with Captain Marvel, for Christ's sake. Yeah. That I could see. That, that would be fantastic. Yeah. But you know what I'm kind of saying? I, did, I want Guardians of the Galaxy, as long as Gunn's going to stay aboard, like kind of after that regime, I'm kind of fine with them trying to just throw it into the mix. Okay, yeah. Gunn leaves. Who takes over? Oh, that's a tough question. Phil Lord, Chris Miller. Oh, that'd be great. That'd be great. They're already in the Marvel family, if you ask me, doing the Lucasfilm Han Solo movie. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So I'm I'm really excited about their animated Spider-Man movie. That is taking forever for anything to happen with it, mm. but we know they're still working on it. Yeah. So I'm excited to see what that looks like. It's going to be Those like guys su- are busy. They're producers. They're they're directing. They're writing. Those guys are busy. Yeah, I agree. I don't. I yeah. I don't. I don't see them fucking this up too much. Combining you know Guardians of. Ga- I know you're not saying it's going to fuck anything up, but I you're you're saying the two tones mixing together is kind of discerning. Yeah, but yeah. not so much to me in an Avengers movie because that's kind of what I expect there. Right. You know, when I'm reading an Avengers comic, that's almost what I'm reading an Avengers comic for. That it's like a bigger window into the Marvel universe, and we're going to include like other teams, right. like the Guardians of the Galaxy, when we get to the big events. Right. You know, so I'm kind of, I'm fine with that in the Avengers movie. Mm-hmm. But any much more bleeding over than that would kind of be annoying to me. I would be happy to see him in a Captain Marvel film. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I could see that, though. Like you're saying, that's cosmic universe stuff also. Yeah. But I, I could I could also see Infinity being, you know, very, like, game-changing for those characters. I mean, if, if people are going to die and this is going to be a darker movie, which, I mean, all signs point to people dying in this one. Mm-hmm. 
that kind of changes the the story for those we characters. Thought people were gonna die in Civil War too. <laughs> well, true, true. That's true. Yeah, he's gonna be a fucking bloodbath. <laughs> and they, it's not like they haven't set up a natural connection between Guardians of the Galaxy and Avengers. I mean, we already have Thanos as a character in Guardians of the Galaxy. True. Yeah. You know, he's related to characters in that movie. And then we already know Thanos is appearing as the main baddie in We've the Avengers seen, movie. You know, the Collector was in Guardians. We have also seen the Collector show up in a uh, mid-credit scene in the Thor movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let, let me get to the quote by Vin Diesel. I, I mean, I mentioned that Vin Diesel confirmed this in a in a live stream. He says, <laughs> uh, "Next year, you've got Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two coming, and that whole concept started from you all saying, when are you going to be in a Marvel movie?'" And you remember the first picture after that Marvel meeting that I had where I was standing with the Avengers thing in the back? Some of you can look up that picture. Mm. There was this old Avengers copy that was behind me in that picture. If you look back on my Facebook page, you can find that. What's going to be surreal is that picture is going to come to pass because now the Guardians will be included in Avengers Infinity War. And that's incredibly exciting. Incredibly exciting. Incredibly exciting and something that if you were a part of our page, you knew before everybody else. Hmm. So what did we learn from that? Guardians are going to be in Infinity War and Vin Diesel likes to say incredibly exciting (laughs) a whole fucking lot. At least three times. Three times. (laughs) Wow. I wonder if he says that before like every dumb bitch he bends. Incredibly. This is going to be incredibly exciting. <laughs> I am Groot. <laughs> do you think he was authorized to say all this from Marvel Studios? Do I don't. You, do you think they're upset? They've got to be. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, he is basically <laughs> like, he is like the Mads Mikkelsen. In- <laughs> he's not barely saying it though. He's not letting like one name slip. He's going on and on about how incredibly excited he is about it. Sure. I, I, so it's crazy. Yeah, I think he's, I think like this whole feud between him and Dwayne Johnson has just got him all fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> I think so too. I think so too. The Rock's been giving him shade on the Instagram. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So it seems like those two hate each other, Rock and Vin Diesel. Uh, it seems they do. <laughs> yeah. They hate each other. WrestleMania next year, Rock versus Vin Diesel. Oh, geez. Rock will take him, no problem. Oh, God. <laughs> He's a monster. <laughs> <laughs> he took a shit and Vin Diesel came out. Yeah, absolutely, I mean, man. He is like three times, three times the size as Vin Diesel. Man. Yeah, he's huge. All right, so yeah, uh, Guardians. Uh, what do you guys thought? Are you, are you happy that they're going to be in the Avengers movie? Yeah, I think it'll be super cool. I'm yeah. happy. Yeah, I, I want to see all that come together. Yeah, for sure. What do you think? Are you thinking they're going to be in a majority of the movie? You're thinking they're going to show up in the third uh, third act? Uh, I would think third act. They'll pull off question. something like they did in Civil War. How they'll have that one major scene that involved a lot of different characters. And like teams. all of a sudden, like we see the Milano come yeah. out of nowhere at the end yeah. of the movie, and like, oh my god, there's their ship. Yeah, exactly. And I wouldn't have thought this kind of thing could work without have seen Civil War either. Like them just having a big scene with like a bunch of characters. Like now I have faith in that. So hopefully that next scene delivers and doesn't just feel like them trying to top the Civil War scene. You know, as much as like X-Men Apocalypse had the Quicksilver scene that just tried to top Days of Future Past. Mm -hmm. Hopefully the next like mega battle sequence doesn't seem like, okay, it's a a lot like Civil War was. Mm -hmm. But now we're just trying to barely top that. Hopefully they do something really cool and real unique for... Yeah. I would love to see like the first introduction of the Guardians is like Yandu's on the team now, and all of a sudden like we see like his fucking whist- his uh, arrow 
kill a bunch of people yeah. that would be awesome. out of nowhere and then they pan over and it's like there's fucking you know blue michael rooker shit <laughs> well, you, you oh sorry you said for years you want to see chris pratt and uh, robert downey jr yeah share screen time oh yeah and how that, amazing will that be that and i, I want to see rocket raccoon you know yeah Oh Talk yeah, with, I want to see how uh, Tony reacts to Rocket. And... I'd love to see Hulk and Rocket together. There's lots of really great combos you'd yeah. really like to see. Oh yeah, oh Hulk and Groot. Yeah, um, <laughs> that'd be awesome. But th- that's such a hard thing. Like if they bring him in like in a battle sequence, we're not going to get that interaction so much. So I wonder. I wonder if they are going to introduce. We got him. that interaction in the airport scene. That's true. All those characters are interacting and yeah. fighting uh, along uh, against each other and still talking. Talking. That's true. And that's what Marvel does so well. It's like, yeah, I think the only character, even even Chadwick Boseman, whose character was the most serious in that fight, like he was out to kill Bucky. Yeah, you know when he's when he's talking to the, to uh, Tony, uh, not Tony, um, uh, Clint Barton, when he's talking to Hawkeye. Uh, Clint's like, hi, my name's Clint. And he's like, I do not care. <laughs> I, I, I'm like, oh my god, this guy's royalty. He does not give a shit about you. Yeah. He is here for. Bi- I love that whole fucking scene. So you think we're gonna see a lot of those little things going on? That, I, that add up to. Like, I know it really wasn't cool. as amazing for you. <laughs> Because it was still good. because it was a high taste. It's it. still good. <laughs> it was a high taste. Still it. really good. <laughs> Jay, many- that is the best fucking movie I've seen all year. <laughs> right now, as it stands, best movie I've seen all year. Definitely the best comic movie of the year. I gotta see it again, but it's still high tasted. Fuck for me. off. <laughs> <laughs> How many characters do you think they'll have in Infinity War? If I made a bet with you, fifty bucks. More or less than 40 characters, what would you want to say? Mm. I'd say less. Less than 40? Where do you think the number will be? I don't know. I'd have to sit down and add up the characters that have been introduced. Probably more than 20. Yeah. Agreed. More than 20. I mean, it's going to be epic. a lot. Yeah, that's a lot to work with. It'll be, it'll be awesome. If they, if they pull it off, it'll be fucking Cause awesome. we've seen some crazy reports on like some of these comic book movie news sites where they said there's going to be like, over 60 characters and blah, blah, blah. And I really haven't bought any of that yet. So you guys agree with that? Yeah. yeah. Not Probably not. Yeah. No, 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 no. The, even the Russo brothers said that they were exaggerating when they came out with their number. Yeah. Now, my question to you is we're getting Thanos in this movie. Josh Brolin came out over a year ago and said that they, we are going to get a physical physical manifestation of death. That's is all. that still happening? Hmm. I bet so. It's the classic tried and true Thanos storyline, and I got to imagine some form of it happening. Like we're seeing death one way or another. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that will tie into Thor anyway, the the death part, because we really you would think they'd have to set that up a little bit at wow. some point. How much are you going to set up in the Thor movie? Because we already know it's going to be an Incredible Hulk team up. True, and I mean it feels like they're going to do uh, Planet Hulk. Within that movie, mm-hmm. uh, and we're calling the movie Ragnarok. Yeah. I mean, how much, how much? I mean, how much setup are you wanting to do here, Jay? Yeah, I agree. Death works fine, just as a plot setup device for Thanos and why he's doing the things he's doing. And we've already heard that there's going to be no Thanos in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Right, that has been confirmed. Huh. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It, it doesn't. It doesn't lend a lot of weight to what he's doing, though. To me, I think we could have our first introduction to death in Infinity War. Okay, mm-hmm. that's really interesting about Thanos not being in Guardians Two because Gunn has said so much that one of the biggest themes in Guardians Two is uh, father issues, mm-hmm. and he's specifically said that it's not just the Star Lord thing. So it's crazy. Like we know Drax. Thanos. Yeah, Drax. Yeah, Drax and Moon Dragon. 
Drax and Moon Dragon. Yeah. Okay. Moon Dragon's in the film. Yeah. True. Makes sense. So you would have thought Thanos would have been there being the father to two hey, of the characters. Hey, all I'm saying, and maybe it's not 100% confirmed. Maybe I'll retract that. But from what I've heard from sources that are out there is that Thanos oh. will not appear in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume I'm 6. not disagreeing with I agree that that's probably the case. I'm just mm-hmm. saying it's surprising. I was surprised to hear that news after so much of the other stuff we've heard. Well, I'm sure that there is – we already know. Okay, let's look at it three-way. Okay, we've got uh, – ooh, three-way. I like that. <laughs> let's look at it. So let's Let's look at a three-way. We can do this. Okay, Chris Pratt and his father. Okay? Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, yeah. So we got Star-Lord and his dad. We've also got Drax mm-hmm. being the father of Moondragon. On the flip side, we also do know that uh, we've got Nebula and Gamora together again in this movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even though Thanos is not going to be on screen, they're still going to be dealing with daddy issues. Ah, okay. Yeah. So they'll still be kind of dis- bringing it up. Abs- It'll be brought up. Absolutely, it's going to be brought up. It's That's gonna, a good point. That, yeah. that brings some weight to it. It's going like to be basically. That. It's going to be like the, basically like the relationship between Kylo Ren and Domino, uh and Hux, General Hux. Yeah. But there's going to be no Snoke in the picture. Right. Those two, you know, looking for that. You know, always looking for the acceptance. And right. Like, you know, they've had that. Even Loki and Thor, kind of like True. you know, with Odin. True. You know, kind of like, you know, jabbing at each other and shit. That's a good so. point. That's a good point. Yeah, I was just, I was fearful that they might leave that by the wayside, but I can see that that, that would totally work. And you wouldn't have to waste so much time with Thanos. You could delve deeper into Gamora and Nebula. Well, I, honestly, I'm getting sick of just like the little Thanos teases. Mm-hmm. I, I'm getting sick of them. Yeah. Like they really, uh, the last one where he's just like, he gets the gauntlet and you see that in that movie. Yeah. I was just like, that is super dumb. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think the relationship of death is, I don't think you need more than just one Avengers movie to tell it, honestly. I don't think it needs set up in a previous movie. I'm thinking that the first time that it's they It's simple enough. Yeah, I'm thinking the first time they introduce death, I think you can do that in one movie. Okay. I, I agree. I, I really do. I think you can knock it out in one movie. Okay. All right. They should get someone really... They should get a really big name for death. I don't know who, but like it should be really huge casting. Angelina fucking Jolie. That would man. be great. Angelina she is Jolie. Death. Yeah. <laughs> when she's I, hot, but When she's I saw death. her... What was that movie that she did? Um, Maleficent? Maleficent. Uh-huh. When I saw her as Maleficent, I thought to myself, my God, she would be fantastic <laughs> as death. Wow. You're ahead of the game. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think, that I think, totally works. I've even mentioned it on the show. Yeah. So I, I, I think she'd be fantastic. That's great pick. That's awesome. Uh, guys, uh, the 19-year-old Disney star Zendaya, her Spider-Man homecoming role may have been revealed. Mm. Now, we didn't get uh, we didn't report the casting when it was first announced. Was this Vin Diesel again? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he can't keep his fucking mouth shut. Was he super excited <laughs> to announce this? He just got back on that live stream. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> Incredible. I forgot to tell you. Incredibly excited. I'm incredibly excited to tell you this. I just want to burn all my bridges with Marvel. <laughs> Uh, now we didn't re- we didn't even report that she'd been cast in the film. Mm-hmm. Why, why, Jake? Because we didn't really know who she was. We'd never really seen anything she was in. Right. I, that's the thing. It's like I'm not. <laughs> I we used to. I mean, we used to report a lot of stuff that we didn't know about. Yeah. And yeah. I I felt like man, it's I felt like those conversations were just kind of like. I'm reporting something, and I'm not even <laughs> familiar. Well, and, and furthermore, at the time, we didn't even know who she was playing. Right, right. And, and if, so. I, if I, if I, honestly, I think most people, like, if we don't know who she is, yeah, it's not like most people. 
maybe other than Finn Dietz Creek and Masood Ali, because they're like, you know, little tweens. Yeah. And they, they know Disney Channel people. <laughs> <laughs> and, and right now, Finn's saying, fuck you, Brian. I know you watch fucking uh, Girl Meets World. Yeah. And you are 100% correct, sir. <laughs> I sure did. And I watched last night's episode, and it was fucking, it was, it was the fucking bomb. <laughs> but this girl was not in that. She so. was not in that, so I don't know who she's. No, but like getting back to Zendaya, like yeah, sometimes like we didn't report that Zendaya was cast because number one, I'm going to say, hey, Zendaya was cast. Jake's going to look at me like, who the fuck is Zendaya? Right. Who Jay, she cast? Jay's like, I don't even fucking watch Voltron. <laughs> <laughs> and and then and then I'd say 95 percent of our listeners are going to be like, yeah, who is Zendaya? Uh huh. And so it's just going to be a bunch of people doing searches on Google for some girl we don't even know. Right. But now we know who she might be cast as. The actress Zendaya. Uh, the rap is claiming to know who the actress is playing. Zendaya will be playing longtime Spider-Man love interest Mary Jane Watson in next summer's Spider-Man Homecoming. Two individuals with knowledge of the project told the rap. So they didn't go with – they got two sources, mm-hmm. uh, at least one and, – and they said at least one recent draft of the script has Zendaya's character dropping several clues to her as Mary Jane. Hmm. So guys, what are your thoughts? I mean we know nothing really about Zendaya other than she is a Disney – Actress uh, and a singer is she a singer mm-hmm. pop singer? Uh, she's also an African American uh, mm-hmm. actress. What are your thoughts on the casting? I mean, it doesn't matter to me like who they cast as Mary Jane. I'm more kind of upset that we're going back to the Mary Jane well at all. Kinda like I, I feel like we've been there, done that. Let's come up with a new female character. Like let's do the Liz or whatever. You could even cast her as this character. But just to go back to the Mary Jane well again is kind of annoying. Mm-hmm. Like I was kind of more meh about the fact that it was going to have Mary Jane as a love interest. Yeah. And I it really didn't care about the casting. Like she could be the greatest Mary Jane ever possibly. But <laughs> I, at the time and until I see it, I'm kind of just meh on Mary Jane being the love interest. Jay, talk to me, man. Uh, yeah, I, I, I would kind of agree with you on that. I, I you know... Definitely a long-time Spider-Man uh, reader. I read the comics for a long time. Mary Jane was cool and all, and I appreciate their relationship, but it could be anybody. I really don't care who she is. And I, I would also agree with you, like, that is not important to me in this movie. They're relate. They're, it's not important that he has a relationship specifically with somebody named Mary Jane. It doesn't matter to me that much. She's not She's not Lois Lane to me, you know what I mean? Mm. She's not as important to me. Yeah, as I agree. Man. They can do the relationship stuff. I'm fine with that. But just any love interest will do. Yeah, it, it's definitely like cool in the comic books, and I think it works well to show his behind-the-scenes stuff. And I think that that's probably better served later on mm-hmm. than necessarily putting all that in with him already being a superhero, he's already met the Avengers, he's already fighting crime, and then you're going to throw in another thing with him having a relationship with somebody. That's cool if they want to get flirtatious, and of course, like, you know, there could be other girls that he's doing that with. But Mary Jane, yeah, whatever. It doesn't matter. I, but I think she, she looks great. I think this actress looks phenomenal. Yeah, I freeze it overall. But yeah, it, like, it doesn't matter. Wait and see. I... I, I, I have a completely different look on this than okay. either of you. Okay. I, I'm going to give it a high taste that I, I I I love it. I can see kind of like the direction that they're going. Kristen Dunst for me, when I watched those uh, Spider-Man, uh, the Raimi movies, Kristen Dunst always to me was, she's pretty, she's the girl next door. Yeah, mm-hmm. She is not Megan Fox 
drop dead model gorgeous and that's who mary jane is true mm-hmm. now who did they get to play mary jane mm-hmm. i've looked at the pictures of zendaya she's amazing she is she, 19 she is gorgeous mm-hmm. drop dead gorgeous I cannot wait to see. And and she you can tell like she's 19, Tom Holland's like 16, 17. So yeah. she's a little bit older, but they're going to make him play like around the same age and she's just going to look that much hotter. Uh-huh. Is she going to play the model, you think? And not like a school friend? I I I don't know. Yeah. I I I I, I don't know. I haven't thought that far ahead. So, but what I'm saying is like I'm the way that we saw Tom Holland in Civil War I can see the interactions between him and her being hilarious. Yeah. I want to see this kid awkward, like Michael Cera awkward. Right. Like Michael Cera not even talking to a woman, just like Michael Cera talking to anybody awkward. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, Michael C- I want to see Michael Cera awkward when he's talking to her. Just like like he he knows he is out of his like she is out of his league yeah. and him stuttering over his words. And, and just and just make it. I, I think that and they could almost do. And I'm not. They could almost do kind of like Shia LaBeouf and like uh, Megan Fox in the Transformers movie, mm-hmm. where he was so nervous around her. And I think and that's one of the things that I thought they played that they did really well in that first Transformers movie. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah I would love to see that too. I mean, I think Spider Man does need that kind of stuff, like mm-hmm. that quirky, awkward, romantic comedy. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of what sucked so much about Amazing Spider Man movies was that um, he was just way too suave as a Peter Parker. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Hmm. And I think like, and I, I feel like Kirsten Dunst is pretty as she is, and I loved her in Fargo season two, and yeah. I, I thought she was gorgeous in that movie. I thought she was in that show. I thought she looked very attractive. She's still not. She's still – there's a difference between – and I'm not trying to be superficial here, but fuck it. You know what? It's my show. I'm going to talk the, I'm going to talk this way. There's a difference between Zoe Deschanel cute and Gal Gadot. Right. Mm-hmm. Zoe Deschanel cute is like – and I'll be honest with you. That's the type I would go for. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I would definitely go for Zoe Deschanel type cute. I would not go for like a Gal Gadot type woman because everybody on the planet's going to want to fuck her. Right. <laughs> right. And she, she would definitely not go for me. I mean, no, she's chasing Chris Pine dick. Uh-huh. You know, but like – like, like I would just go for like the, you know what I mean? And I feel like that's what Kirsten Dunst was. She yeah. was like on that kind of level. Like she was cute, very attractive, but like you jump into like that, that that Megan Fox, that Gal Gadot fucking mm-hmm. type supermodel yeah. hot that could actually play the supermodel. Yes. And that's like where I could actually see Tobey Maguire dating Kirsten Dunst, right? Yeah, Tom Holland dating like you know Zendaya. The way that they make him look in Civil War is this, like, you know, geeky kind of, like, awkward kid. Yeah. With a supermodel. That is... that I think that dynamic could play really, really well on screen. And so I think they did a really good job casting her based on the look. Mm-hmm. Um because I, I, honestly, I don't think that Mary Jane has to have like, oh, she has to have red hair. I just think in order to be Mary Jane, you have to be super fucking hot. Yeah. I, I don't disagree with yeah. that. Like I said, my, my problem isn't like the casting and who this girl is. Right. Just more that they're going to the Mary Jane well at, again at all. Okay. I wonder if they're going to play her with the Iron Man stuff to kind of mimic what's going on in the actual comic books right now. Like she's oh, a kid she- working with Tony Stark. Okay. Uh, and that's where Peter Parker meets her. Hmm. 
Ah, okay. Well, I mean, she's actually nineteen. So. Yeah, she's nineteen. In in the in the Bendis run, she um, she opened up her own bar and everything like. Well, it wouldn't that. be exactly the same. Yeah, but it'd have to be a little bit different. Maybe she's an intern for Stark. Yeah, or something like that. Something like that, and then she, that's how she meets Tony. Yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting. I don't know. So, just curious. I like that take, though. Like, I never really thought it. It, it became such commonplace that he was with her that I lost that. Like. Oh, he shouldn't be with her in the first place. Like, and she was one of the like. I'll admit, she's one of my favorite looking female characters in any comic book. I always fucking loved her. So I, I never really thought about that because I got so used to them together that I didn't. I lost that like what brought him together and how different he was from her and like yeah. he had to fucking earn that. You know what I mean? And she had to appreciate who he was. Yeah, I mean, that's interesting. I like that take. I agree with Brian that a a solo Spider-Man movie, a movie dedicated to just Spider-Man, has to have that romantic drama in it. Mm -hmm. It's not a Spider-Man movie without that. Yeah. In some form or another, you need some of that. Yeah. Yeah, but I I I, I get what you're saying. I about uh you know let's not go back to the mary jane well but i'm just trying i i'm in a place where it's like they they are yeah and so i'm trying to wrap my head around the casting i i don't know this girl from anything yeah i'm not freaking like i said i freeze it i'm not freaking out about it it could be perfectly fine yeah but i just kind of i kind of have no opinion about it right now i'm giving it a high taste it based on like they cast a hot chick they did yeah. yeah she is she is gorgeous and so i can see like I can I can see like Tom Holland's Peter Parker meeting her and not being able to spit words out correctly, right. saying the wrong thing. I can see basically like uh, we're watching like uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation where it's a titbit nipply. You know, <laughs> it's I can see him fucking some shit up. I, I I I love I love this casting. I think it's I think so. It's you're great. giving it a high taste of just because she's a knockout Mary Jane. I yeah absolutely, and I think like that. that All right, I'm googling. They they did not need to I don't think Kirsten Dunst was I think she's very attractive yeah. but I mean there's a difference between comparing that which is like that you know that hometown girl next door hotness to like unobtainable fucking like Victoria's <laughs> Secret fucking yeah. angel bra fucking you know oh my god right? <laughs> yeah. what the fuck right and that's yeah. what she should be yeah yeah you're right man like Zendaya? That. That's yeah, you, Zendaya. Okay. Z-E-N. You checking her out? D-A-Y-A. Yeah, I gotta see this. She's well, great. I mean, you're going to look at her pictures from Disney Channel. It's not you, I, You're not going to get a hard-on for her Disney Channel <laughs> <laughs> pictures. But trust me, she's got some modeling shots where she's very, very, very attractive. All right. <laughs> Jake. We got some ammo for him, Jay, the next time he gets on us about, like, Apple and stuff. Oh, here. no, I think, I think she's great. Are you going to dispute that? I, mean, I think That's awesome. fine. Okay. Oh, oh, there we go. All I'm, right. I'm, I'm with you. I, I found some better pictures. I'm crazy. <laughs> I, 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 I found some better pictures. She's no Apple, but she's hotter than Apple for sure. I found some better pictures. Yeah, she's great. Uh, all right, guys. You know what? Let's uh, – we, we've got some more uh, Marvel news here with some Spider-Man stuff that I want to go over here real quick. I don't want to spend too much more time on it. What's next, DC News? Uh, after well, I've got some more Marvel stuff, mm-hmm. and then after, of course, yeah, that's how, how it goes every week. <laughs> Come on, Jake. how many episodes have you done? <laughs> I keep up with like, one of these times. It's going to be Star Wars oh, news next. The thing you hate. <laughs> and we got artisan news next. <laughs> some glute free news. Glute free news, and then we move. On. Then we finally get the DC news. <laughs> I know it's a, it's a confusing format we have here, Jake. 
<laughs> I was confused. Jake's like, what, come, what comes after Marvel news? I'm just always hopeful. I know it's DC news. DC news. I'm just hopeful you're going to say, well, there is no DC news this week. Hey, you know what, Jake? I have done that before. <laughs> I know. That's, I, that's why I'm hopeful. <laughs> You tease him. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's not an unrealistic fantasy that I have. All right. We're going to take, <laughs> we're, we're take a quick break and we'll be right. Jask, why are you still listening, you yeah. son of a bitch? Yeah, let him know. Fuck you. Ja- Jask hopes there's no DC news, too. He's on my side. You should kill yourself. <laughs> oh, my God. I just told a listener to kill themselves. Oh, no. <laughs> he's oh, not no. listening. Yeah. No. You think he's gone? No, he's probably listening. I was just trying to make you feel dude, better. Dude, kill yourself. <laughs> Allegedly. No, seriously. Seriously, not all lives matter. Oh, God. <laughs> Greetings, Leftover Army. Pop Culture Leftovers is the people's podcast. They're always looking for new writers and YouTube reviewers to join the team because they themselves aren't talented enough to write them. In all honesty, they're not even sure Frank can read. But... Their listeners can. So send your reviews to popcultureleftovers at gmail.com, and if the leftovers like it, they'll contact you, and you could see your article featured on popcultureleftovers.com. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Leftover Army. You should follow the leftovers on Instagram at instagram.com slash popcultureleftovers and on Tumblr at popcultureleftovers2.tumblr.com. If you get a few shots of vodka in you, it's almost as sexy as my voice. That's gangster. All right, hey. <laughs> hey. We're back. Hey, we're back. You know, I talked a little bit earlier about that movie that I watched, The, the Little Prince. Yes. It. Just to clarify, it is not about... Uh, a miniature version of the singer Prince. Oh. oh. I wanted to clarify that. <laughs> That's disappointing. Well, I'm not going to watch it anymore now. <laughs> a little purple dude. <laughs> it is not about Lil Sweet. Oh, oh that'd be even better. Lil Sweet. On the spin cycle. <laughs> Sliding up the banister. Lil Sweet. Okay, guys, you know what? You know what? You know what? Before I forget... You know what show I was watching this morning? Hmm. It just happened to be on. What? Teen Titans. Ah. That, the little cartoon. Was it Go? Teen, Teen Titans Go? Is it that the new one? Yes. Well, then that's what it was. Okay. <laughs> so I was watching Teen Titans Go, <laughs> which it just happened to be on. I'm like, I'm like, uh, I'm fucking around doing some other shit, and it happened to be on. And like I've never, I never watched the original. Yeah. Because I'm, a, I'm a man. <laughs> and I was, I was, a, I think I was a man when it came out. Like uh-huh. I was a full grown adult and shit. <laughs> yeah, for sure you were. So this one is on, and uh, a lot of people have been giving it a lot of shit, saying like, oh, it's not as good as the original. Uh-huh. Like comparing, like uh, baby shit to baby shit. Right. They're like, no, <laughs> this ain't, this ain't my baby shit. <laughs> this ain't my Teletubbies. <laughs> <laughs> you nailed it, Chief. You nailed it. This ain't my Teletubbies. But I'm sitting there and I'm actually watching this. And uh, I really enjoyed whatever episode I watched. It, it was actually really funny. They had they had, uh, they had, had all the um, the Teen Titans. The Justice League had been kidnapped by Darkseid. Okay. And uh, they, they had to take on the monikers and the roles of the Justice League. So, mm-hmm. like, you know, like... Uh, cyborg turned into Green Lantern, and you had uh, 
you had uh, Robin Nightwing turn into uh, you know Batman, of course. Yeah. Another character turn into Flash, and you had was it Beast Boy turn into uh, Martian Manhunter, and mm-hmm. it, it was really quite funny because. Um, <laughs> when Cyborg used his Green Lantern ring, yeah, in order to take on, t- he took on a villain. Um, what he conjured up from the ring uh, was <laughs> was B. Arthur. <laughs> what? That's fucking awesome. B. Arthur from the Golden Girls. Uh, our listener Brooke Brakita at Brakita. She'll appreciate this, but he <laughs> conjured up B. Arthur, and you could hear like the instrumental Golden Girls music. Oh no way! <laughs> as he conjured her up, and she like crushed the villain, and she gave Cyborg a high five. Oh, that's that's fucking awesome. What what eight year old is getting that joke? Exactly. <laughs> that's that, for you. That's for me. That's for me. When they met Darkseid, uh, he sounded like, oh shit, hold on. He sounded like this. <laughs> this was like, Darkseid was like, I am Darkseid. I'm scared. <sighs> what? I'm scared. I know, I'm scared too. <laughs> but he sounded like this, very ominous, and like, I am Darkseid. And then, uh. One of the, one of the, uh, Teen Titan girls, she was like, she's like, your voice sounds. <laughs> Your voice sounds awesome, awful. She's she's like she's, she sounds like is your throat okay? So she gave him a lozenge, <laughs> and his throat cleared up. And guess who was voicing Darkseid? Oh, I can't, I I can't wait. Weird Al Yankovic. Oh, that's no. awesome. And they're like, you sound a lot like Weird Al Yankovic. I, I saw him tweeting that he was just on an episode, but I didn't know he was playing Darkseid. It, that's hilarious, Jake. It was fucking hilarious. It was very meta because he was. You know, he was talking shit about uh, Weird Al Yankovic, and they were talking about how they love him. And <laughs> oh my god, Jake, it was such a funny episode. I was like, I can actually see myself sitting down and watching this show if all the episodes are of this quality. Mm-hmm. This is a actually very fun kids show, Cartoon Not- Network show, Cartoon Network show. And it's like I love, you know, of course I love like JG Quintel and what he's done with regular show, and mm-hmm. and I love the Adventure Time, and it's like this is right up there with that. Like I, maybe I just saw like the one episode that's awesome. Yeah, maybe I just saw the one episode, but like, <laughs> but on the flip side, like if all the episode episodes are like this, this is a fun show to sit down and watch with your kids. Yeah, because it's not only like I think the kids will laugh and have a good time, but if you're an adult. You're gonna get some of the jokes, like the B. Arthur joke and like yeah. the Weird Al Yankovic shit. It's like an Animaniacs in that way, almost. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, I love cartoons like that. That yeah. it, it works both ways. So you know what? I take back my baby shit. <laughs> I take it back. I'm gonna retract it after yeah. one episode. I'm gonna retract my baby shit. Teen Titans Go. I think it's good for the whole family. Shit, I want to watch it now. There you go. There yeah, you go. Is it streaming or only Cartoon Network? I have no... F- you know what? Cartoon Network, what's nice about that is that they have their own app. Oh, they do have an app. I'll check that out. And that Cartoon Network app, you can watch everything that they've ever done. Awesome. So, there you go. There you go. Check it out. All right. Check it out. Check it out. Check it, check it out. Fucking Dr. Brule over there checking it out. <laughs> <laughs> I miss that guy. <laughs> no, dude. Season, oh, yeah. yeah. Season three. St- Holy shit. I didn't even talk about this in Good Pop, Bad Pop. Eric Andre. Eric Andre's back with a new season. Best season of the Eric Andre show really? ever. It is so funny. Wow. You know how he destroys the set at the beginning? Yeah. The first episode, they strap him up like a wrecking ball. <laughs> <laughs> no, they, they've, they've literally got, they've literally got like a wire hanging from his back yeah. and they are swinging him around like a wrecking ball, <laughs> destroying the set. Awesome. <laughs> Eric Andre this season, absolute Tupperware. They're only two episodes in, three after today. Okay. 
Oh my god! Uh, Fucking amazing! Hannibal Buress is coming back. Awesome! It's, it's fantastic. So oh, good, good, good. Uh, right. Speaking of Hannibal Buress, he's going to be in Spider-Man: Homecoming. Yeah. Uh, more casting rumors for Spider-Man: Homecoming from Slash Film. Atlanta Filming got their hands on what appears to be a call sheet for Spider-Man: Homecoming. Uh, their original treat- tweet has since been deleted, which could imply it's the real deal, hmm. uh, but the image was preserved on Reddit via comicbookmovies.com. Some of these character names we already knew about. Tom Holland as Peter Parker, Jacob Batalon as Ned Leeds, Laura Harrier as Liz Allen, Tony Revolori as Flash Thompson, and Zendaya as Michelle, which is the code name uh, for probably uh, uh, Mary Jane. Mm-hmm. And, of course, we already know Marissa Tomei is playing at Main Robert Downey Jr. as Tony Stark. Uh, they're not listed on this list, though. But a bunch of these new uh, – but, but a bunch of these are new reveals. Rice, the young breakout of Shane Black's The Nice Guys, is apparently playing – remember her, the, the young girl from The Nice Guys? Is it the girl from The Leftovers? No, uh, the, the, the daughter of oh. Ryan Gosling. Oh, okay. Uh, is apparently playing Betty Brant. Hmm. Uh, it's unclear if that's just a misspelling of uh, Betty Brandt. The Daily Bugle employee played by Elizabeth Banks. Wait, wait. It's unclear if that's just... I don't know what they're saying here. Uh, yeah, the Daily, Emblu- Daily Bugle employee playing Elizabeth Banks in Sam Raimi's original Spider-Man trilogy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hmm. Does that sound right? She's not... I thought they got... The- I thought they cast the young girl. Right? <sighs> I don't know which plays which in the nice guys just by name by that. I don't okay. know what the leftovers actress's name is. Okay. Let me see. All right. Uh, Bokeem Woodbine is playing Herman Schultz, AKA the shocker. Yeah. Uh, see, let's see here. We've got Selenus Leva, Martin Starr, Tunde Adabempe, Hannibal Buress, and Kenneth Choi all seem to be playing high school staff. Okay. That makes sense, yeah. Um, so, Andrew Rice is that her name? Her name is Rice. Yes, that's her. Yeah, that's you're right on who that is. The young, the little blonde. Yeah, exactly. Okay, she's. They say she's playing Betty Brand. Huh. That seems very odd. So, yeah, that does seem odd. So, I don't know how much I can, t- you know, believe Atlanta filming. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, Betty Brant was always way older than Peter Parker. Yeah. Maybe not way, but definitely yeah, but, not that much younger than Peter Parker. But Elizabeth Parker. Banks played her in the in the Raimi films. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. So, I guess we'll see. I guess we'll find out. Um, I'm not going to go. They they went over some other names of characters that could be playing other things. And it's like, these are pretty much like Z-list actors yeah, that right. I've never heard of. Do you think this confirms there really is a shocker character in this movie? Do you buy that? Uh... We know Bakeem, Bakeem Woodbine is in this movie. This is the second report that he's playing the Shocker. Mm-hmm. But on the flip side, it's like they could just be, you know, kind of like... Taking piggy- what they know. Yeah, piggybacking, like, rumors that they know. Okay. All right, guys. Could could Tony Stark uh, cameo in Doctor Strange? Uh, apparently, uh, somebody, some dude on Twitter named The Angry Ginger, <laughs> uh, <laughs> he tweeted... It appears as if my little spies have bagged me a scoop. Tony Stark may have a cameo in Doctor Strange. And apparently this guy, uh, his Twitter handle is at 7 Geek. He's a host of a podcast. He's a comic book writer. He's a self-publisher. Um, so this guy does a bunch of things, uh, but he isn't good at any of them. <laughs> he's a... 
he's a wannabe jack of all trades. Uh, but uh, he's saying that uh, Tony Stark could cameo in Doctor Strange. Mm, I could see it happening. Just, I, I mean, I don't know how credible this guy is. Yeah, but I could see it happening as like an in credits thing. Yeah, yeah I'm with you on the in credits. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think it would help it probably more than hurt it. Kind of so. like, hey, I'm recruiting some guys. Yeah, I know of you. Hey. Yeah, exactly. I mean, all of these Marvel movies always kind of segue into the next Marvel movie at the end, so I could easily see it. Yeah, um, this may, I don't know, this may help confirm it a little bit, or not confirm it, but it could also make it possible. Benedict Wong, the actor playing Wong <laughs> in Doctor Strange. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah, Benedict Wong is playing Wong. Perfect casting. Yeah. <laughs> He'll be used to being called that. They tried real hard on it. It'll that. be like he's in gym class again. <laughs> Two Wongs make a right. It's, it seems they do this time. Yeah. Yes. He tweeted, just wrapped at Marvel Studios, at Doctor Strange, hashtag Wong, hashtag We Can Be Heroes, hashtag Remember, Remember the 4th of November. That was from Benedict Wong. Wow. <laughs> Okay. And they just wrapped. He's saying, and this tweet was just like recently in August. Mm. So August, we're looking at a November release. So I would have thought that they would have wrapped a lot sooner. This makes me believe reshoots. Uh-huh. Here's what I here's what I'm saying though. Maybe this is what's going on. On a ton of these Marvel movies, the end credit scene is shot by the director of the next movie. Oftentimes within the production of that movie. Like, we've seen that, like, James Gunn did his Guardian scene in the same production that he did his movie, and we've seen that a lot in these movies. Mm-hmm. So maybe very possibly what he shot was already in production of another movie, you know? That it was just this scene being shot by the Russo brothers. Maybe they direct the scene with Iron Man. The next film, though, isn't it Black Panther? Yeah, you're right. But they're not going to, I don't think they're going to connect Doctor Strange straight to Black Panther. I think even though that's the next movie, the one they're going to connect this to is going to be the Avengers movie. Okay. And that's usually what the, a lot of those end credit sequence do is connect it to the next movie if possible. So I could see it being like a, a Russo Brothers directed scene, and that's why it's so late in production that it I'm happened. I just think it's like a, probably like a mid credit scene where like Tony Stark shows up and is like, Hey! <laughs> <laughs> hey, Doc! <laughs> what up? <laughs> oh god i hope not <laughs> that'll be all that'll be movie fucking magic yeah well maybe do you want to join my team <laughs> i don't know we got a spot yeah, <laughs> yeah. we need some what, magic what's the future for what's uh, you know hold on hold on like all the, all the recruiting before this has been done by you know samuel jackson nick fury yeah what's his what's his role in in the future of these marvel films are, are we, when are we gonna see him again that's a good question samuel l nick fury yes yeah, i don't know they'll probably have a big reveal at some point of him coming back he That's, can't be done. I know. It's like it's like uh, I I feel like the Shield TV show. Sorry, Kova. I feel like it's <laughs> I feel like it's fucked up things for like Shield. Yeah, yeah. Gave him a bad name. Well, it's it, it's like they they've kind of like left Shield out of the movies. It's felt like even in this last like Captain America movie, it felt like there wasn't a big Shield presence. Yeah, yeah. They don't want to be connected with that TV show no more. <laughs> <laughs> They're out. They're like, we did that shit with Winter Soldier. They're like, we only have two viewers. Yeah, we gave you the one episode Winter Soldier and Thor the Dark World bumps. 
Right. We're not giving you any more. Yeah, that's true. Well, and if if it's true, you know that. Well, I'm sure it is that Infinity's supposed to end the arc that started with with Iron Man one. Then they could easily do away with them and have an excuse. Well, that's the end of that arc. But it's it does seem odd that that was such. <laughs> Are they ever going to find out that Coulson's alive? <laughs> I, don't know. I, don't... I bet you even when when Samuel L. Nick Fury comes back, even even he's going to be like, "I'm done with Shield." You'll never hear me say shield again, and that'll be the last he ever says it. That yeah, would, that would be awesome. <laughs> He'll just be Nick Fury. Even he wants away from it, right? But it, it does seem odd that it was such an uh, an underlying thing to start out with. That Shield was this big organization, and this was kind of the catalyst. And it was very, you know, Ultimate Universe uh, playing into the Ultimate Universe storyline. Oh yeah, with the Helicarrier. Yeah. And shit. So- you would think that they would do something with it after this, but yeah, you're right. They've left it out, and you don't even think about it. Like, you don't want to think about it. No. But Nick Fury was such a great character. Like, yeah. I would hate for them to just totally do away with him, you know? They can bring just him back. He can have been underground the whole time. Yeah. I'm saying they give Nick Fury a solo fucking movie, and they call it Snakes on a Helicarrier. <laughs> Somebody get these motherfucking snakes <laughs> off this motherfucking helicarrier. We and find it, out that's why they and it can be it. Hydra for real the first time. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm bringing this up because it is topical because this month does celebrate the 10 year anniversary of Snakes on a Plane. Oh, okay. That's awesome. Nice. So, I saw that in the theater. <laughs> I did not. I, I, I wanted to, yeah. but I did rent it. <laughs> I, I, but I did want to see it in the theater. I was there. <laughs> you were there. It was yeah. a great movie to see opening night because we all knew what we were getting into. Right. Ridiculous. And it was a real raucous crowd. It was fun. Jake, you will be happy to know. You Make will okay. happy. I've got good news and i got bad news. Uh-oh. The good news. What do you want? Good news or bad news? Uh, you seem to want to give me the good news first. I'll let you give me the good news first. Normally, yeah. I like it the other way around. You want good news first? Normally, I like the bad news first. Oh, you want good news? <laughs> but, but, but you seemed like you wanted to give good news first. All right. Okay. Hold on. Good news is, DC News is short this week. <laughs> That's good news. Bad news is, there's DC News. Uh. Last night, Batman destroyed my vagina. Nice. And now the leftovers are going to destroy DC News. It's time for DC News, you fucking pieces of shit. Hey guys, I got a question for you. What, what are you going to say? I was going to say, not much DC News. I'll take my small victory. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Does Wilderness John still listen? I hope so. That's a fair, I was just thinking the same thing the other day. You know I was what? thinking it just on the porch. I'm going to throw it out there. I'm going to think, like, like, like last, last few weeks I've said, don't send me any new emails. Yeah. I think, unlike some of our other listeners, Wilderness John is old-fashioned, and he's respectful. Ah. Yeah, he's a very respectful guy. Unlike yeah. those other listeners that are just like, I know you didn't ask for any new emails, but fuck you. <laughs> And they send them anyway, thinking they're all cute and funny and shit. But, like, inside, like, deep inside my core, I yeah. hate them. Right. <laughs> I, I know it's not, I know it may not be my place to, to say, but Wilderness John is always welcome to email in my book. Even when we have the email ban, Wilderness John can send in. We got to hear from him. Yeah, that's not your place to say. <laughs> Over the line. Like, there's, there's, you know, like, sometimes you get a little bit too much of something. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You know? I see what you're saying. A little bit goes a long way. Yeah, like, Jay feels like that. He's like, he's got to take every other fucking (laughs) song. That's so true. (laughs) Uh, Fucking, like, uh, I need to start, you know, like, uh, when you're watching, like, like, one of those TV shows, and at the end it says, 
Special appearance by. <laughs> oh, yeah. Special guest. I used to get excited on the old Adam West Batman when uh, Batgirl was on because they'd show a little motorcycle drive by. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, Batgirl this episode. Yeah. Jay, you are the equivalent of <laughs> your Batgirl. <of> Batgirl. <laughs> Damn it. Right behind your motorcycle. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, Jay, I hate to break the news to you. Hey, you might actually enjoy this, but in the animated version of The Killing Joke, Batman fucks you. <laughs> oh, God. That's, that is pretty cool, actually. <laughs> we'll think about that later. I'll also watch that, actually. <laughs> Spoilers. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, this week in DC News, uh, real quick, I just had something really kind of cool. If you're a big fan of The Flash like I am on The CW, mm-hmm. uh, here's something fun for the viewers of The uh, Flash on CW. Grant Gustin recently revealed that if you watch... Um, all the scenes in the uh, police station that most of the time you can see a rubber duck in most of the scenes at the police station. Really? That's yes. a funny Easter egg. Yeah, it's a, like a, like like on Seinfeld. Uh-huh. Every episode of Seinfeld, you could see like a Superman statue. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he's basically saying that in most of the scenes at the police station, if you look hard enough, you're always going to see a rubber duck. <laughs> cool, cool. So I am going to have to go back on yeah. Hulu and watch those. I think it's I think it's even on Netflix now, isn't it? Flash, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I might have to go back and watch some of those police station scenes and see if I can see a rubber dock. Yeah, I wasn't looking for that at all. I wasn't... Well, yeah, what... Jay's well, like, why haven't I been looking for it? I, sh- I should have known. Yeah. Duh, duh, the rubber duck. Rubber ducky, you're the one. You make Moron. bad time lots of fun. I, I should have known. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I I read they're doing a, a Flash Supergirl musical. Yeah, is that a thing that's happening? Yes, you got to not be too excited about that. I no, know you're not the biggest not, musical guy. And what I okay, hold on. And like we talked about this on Scenic Cast on oh. their superhero talk. Yeah, and the, in the within the musical episodes, one of the characters is going to come out as gay. Don't you think that's a little too on the nose? Yeah. <laughs> in the Broadway episode. Yeah, exactly. I'm gay. <laughs> 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 wow, that's yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that yeah. is crazy. Could have read that I, a little better, probably. I, well, I doubt that'll be the line. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, that's it's, not verbatim. It's got to be an established character that comes out of the closet, though, right? right? Yeah, you would think so. I'm guessing it's her sister. I on on seeing it talk, I said that I think it should be. Um, I think that <laughs> that I think it should be uh, Jimmy Olsen. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's awesome because. Deep down, he's always wanted to fuck Superman. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, you know, like, his family maybe is not as progressive, you know, and, like, you know, aren't down with that lifestyle. Uh-huh. So he's, like, had to repress his feelings for Superman. But, I mean, we've seen Superman's ass, right? Yeah. So, like, of course Jimmy wants that badonkadonk. <laughs> he wants that badonkadonk. Right? I mean, yeah. he wants Good that. Good call. He does. He wants that juicy fucking Superman ass. <laughs> So like, but see, so, so the whole song will be about that. Yeah. But the 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 only way that he can get close to Superman without being with Superman is to fuck his cousin. Ah. But that's not really what. And like, she's like all like, "Why do you only do me doggy style?" Right. Is that, is that the song title? Huh? Is that the song title? Why do you only do me doggy style? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That would be a great number. I just saw that. <laughs> <laughs> I might have to tune into this musical. Yeah, it might be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> and he only does her anal. 
<laughs> That's the big punchline to the song. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. Uh, yeah, I don't know about that. About a musical. I uh, I, I think like if they do have a, ca- a character come out, it's it's not going to be Win. He he is he loves fucking uh, Kara. Mm-hmm. He loves her. I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be her sister. Yeah. I think it's gonna be her sister. Even though I felt like she liked. I I felt like she was. There was kind of like a connection, even though she knew Max Lord was evil. I kind of felt like she was kind of like digging him. But maybe it's her sister. I don't know. I can't think of any other character in the series that's gonna come out. Um, Linda Carter, who played Wonder Woman in the old '70s series. Yeah, yeah, I know Linda. She's Carter. gonna be playing the president in season two. Of Supergirl. Awesome. Oh, that's fun casting. Yeah. I think that she's going to come in there because Callista Flockhart said that she's only going to be in a handful of episodes. Mm, that makes sense. We saw that coming with the move, the location yeah. move. Yeah. They, they're moving the, they're moving, uh, filming from Los Angeles where she lives with Harrison. Yeah. To, uh, Vancouver where all the other CW shows are filmed. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. I, I would love to see Linda Carter back in anything. I fucking grew up with that shit. So yeah, she's, the, the she's DC shows are fun with that. The way they cast like some of the old people in a lot of these shows, yeah. like Smallville. Yeah. And- guys, okay, guys. Hey, ladies, turn this off. I don't want you to be offended. <laughs> <laughs> guys, Linda Carter. Oh God, yeah. back in the day. Oh yeah. All right. You can. Uh, there's a movie called Bobby Joe and the Outlaw. Oh. I don't know. I'm, you might see your topless. Let me get my phone out. <laughs> Bobby Joe and the Bobby Outlaw. Bobby Joe and the Outlaw, you might see your topless. I'm just throwing it out there. I know I sound like a fucking pig. She's amazing. She's hot. Look at Jay pulling out his phone. Bobby. Jay's just looking up Ray Dead. Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that caught me from left field. <laughs> You got distracted. It was one of the finest moments of last year. <laughs> God damn. Why I ever brought that up. <laughs> that was great. It's saved on my phone. I don't need to look that up. Right. Yeah, that's bookmark. Yeah. You morons. I don't need to Google that. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, Variety is reporting that Ray Fisher's cyborg could make an appearance in Phil Lord Chris Miller's Flash movie. I don't know why they call it Phil Lord Chris. It's 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 they wrote the screenplay. Right. God, what does all this superhero news come to? Every story, it's like this this superhero could appear in that superhero movie. That make you yeah, that make you mad? <laughs> it's just so much of it. It's just so much of it. It's ridiculous. You getting angry? <laughs> well, no, I'm not angry. I'm not angry. It's just funny. <laughs> It's like, oh, could the Green Lantern be in the Flash movie? Could it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many people that dedicate their lives to like finding this information for us. I just I hear that news and I'm like, cool. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> it's like, no, <laughs> so much synergy in these movies these days. You, know? the you can't just coming? have you can't just have one movie be the movie. Everything, every it's synergy, synergy, synergy. We haven't heard this. Oh, Thank you, Marvel Cinematic Universe. Oh my God. <laughs> This character that exists in the same universe may show up in the, in, the, in, a mo- in a movie. Exactly. You're on my side. Hold on. The Flash movie is not called Flash and Cyborg. 
buddies. You know, it, no, I get it, Jake. I get <laughs> it. So much of it nowadays. I know. Like every movie, no matter what superhero movie's coming out, it's always yeah. going to be when Deadpool two comes out. It's going to be will Wolverine be in Deadpool two or well, will he? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, we know we know cables confirmed. Yeah. yeah, but like the Wolverine thing is like, yeah, everybody everybody has been speculating could Wolverine show up? Well, Wolverine, Wolverine may be Den of Geeks as Wolverine. Will. <laughs> I, if I, no, if I had to, if I had to if I had to guess if I had to guess I think that uh, I think Hugh Jackman will show up as Hugh Jackman. Yeah, I could see that fourth wall breaking. Yeah, I think Hugh Jackman will show up as Hugh Jackman in the Wolverine movie. I don't think that he'll be Wolverine. If yeah. I had to take a guess. All right. I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt. Which one were, were we at? Will who be in what? Oh, yeah. Ray Fisher Cyborg could make an appearance in the Flash movie. Mm-hmm. Here's what uh, Variety said. It's not known how substantial a role the hero will play in the film, but it's another signal of DC Comics and Warner Brothers' ambitions to build a sprawling cinematic universe to compete with Marvel Studios. One where heroes and villains will pop up in solo spinoff adventures as well as lend support to other costumed allies. Cyborgs, uh, and they're really... What a perfect world they envision. <laughs> they're just they're really eloquent with what they say. Yeah, jeez. God, tone it down a little bit. <laughs> In this perfect cinematic world... Where all these listen, characters will be awesome together. Now listen to listen to the verbiage in this shit. <laughs> Ambitions to build a sprawling cinematic universe to yeah. compete with Marvel Studios, <laughs> one where heroes and villains will pop up in solo spin-off adventures, as well as lend support to other costumed allies. <laughs> Cyborg's appearance in the Flash <laughs> and Cyborg. next year's Justice League are intended to what? Audiences interest in the character, building towards a potential standalone cyborg film in 2020. Oh, yeah. Cyborg fucking everything. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm going to have my cyborg fucking fathead. Uh, oh, man. Cyborg Andrews are coming back. Oh, yeah. I'm going to get window clings. Yeah. I'm going to get the inflatable Christmas cyborg. Dude, I can't wait for cy- my fucking uh, my, uh, limited edition cyborg sprite cans. Oh, man. <laughs> Not if I don't get them first man <laughs> god <laughs> they want they want so much then don't make cyborg as shitty as the joker yeah no I, I i honestly think okay from the set visit stuff that i heard i heard that ray fisher even though he is this broadway actor i felt like he they said like during these these set visits that this guy was very vibrant full of energy couldn't wait to wait to play the character. They said that he was actually more entertaining on set than Ezra Miller. Oh wow! So like what we saw of Ezra Miller's character from like the footage that we saw that was released during San Diego Comic Con made me feel like that's a very fun Flash. Yeah, I feel like this cyborg is not going to be like the comic cyborg. I think he's going to be a lot more fun. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Comic cyborg, in my opinion, like on Two Titans Go. Not on T Titans Go. Like I'm talking about, like you know, just I've read Cyborg in like the Justice League comics, mm-hmm. and he f- seems like a very torn character, and he's not very vibrant and exciting. I agree. I agree. You know, I mean, he, he he's dealing with the fact that he's robot and that he's dead. Lighten up, Cyborg. <laughs> Jeez, have yeah, a good yeah. time. Yeah. And if, I think that that's <laughs> I think that that's the direction that they're going to go with this version of the character. Yeah. And I think that's why they're sh- throwing him into this movie. I think that he's going to be 
And I could be wrong. I could be wrong, but I think that that's why they cast this guy. Hmm. I think that he's going to be, I think him and Ezra Miller are going to have some good chemistry in the film. But again, but then again, I watched Suicide Squad, and I was 100% wrong about that, too. So yeah. All DC movies will suck dick. <laughs> That's what I learned from Suicide Squad. <laughs> Big surprise, Jake. <laughs> even, even when I thought they were going to be good, they were even worse than before. How did that even happen? Let you down, man. Wow. Yeah. How did it happen? That's the question. <laughs> How did that No, happen? don't. You tasted it. Knock it off. <laughs> I tossed it. True, true. Nothing's changed here. Guess I liked it enough. They, fu- oh, they well, fucked it, me over. It was... It, uh, tasted. It's, you gave it like one... Like, you only gave Civil War. <laughs> <laughs> a high taste. A high taste, which is like one rating above Suicide Squad, Jay. Jay, that's, that's <laughs> embarrassing, sir. Yeah, (laughs) that's what I do, man. You're allowed to retroactively toss suicide. I am allowed, and maybe that day will come. Maybe that day will come. But yeah, it's subjective too, you know. No, I I mean I get it. I I, there's other factors. I I enjoyed uh, Will Smith. I I enjoyed that stuff. Um, Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) I'm not saying it's like out of the realm of possibility. Like if I do watch it again, like I could toss it. Upon second viewing, that's possible. Yeah, I am done with Suicide Squad. All right. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's wow. dark. That's definitive. It's dark yeah. as shit. Done. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> is this one of our worst episodes ever? No. No, not at all. This is pretty bad. It's pretty bad. I thought it's been pretty fun. I've been enjoying uh, myself. fun for you and me, maybe. Yeah, yeah that's I all that matters. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> Fuck everybody listening. <laughs> Fuck you. Jay's having fun, obviously. I'm having a great time. I had a great time. <laughs> All right, guys. Are you guys ready to move on to Star Wars news? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hold on. What's going on? Jay, Jay said it first, and then I echoed it for some reason. We just bonded. <laughs> yeah. You guys are yeah brothers? Yeah. <laughs> now we are. Yeah. Just, I don't just happened. All right. Very Austrian. You can join in. Fuck that. <laughs> Fuck that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You guys are fucked up. This is the worst episode we've ever done. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. This is bad. It's pretty bad. This is pretty bad. I thought it's been great. (laughs) Don't know what podcast you're fucking on right now. Hey, me and Jask. <laughs> why are you still listening? Why, we, we both agree for the first time ever. Well, at least you're giving us two stars. <laughs> it's not a complete failure. Let's move, let's move on to Star Wars news. Hey, guys, what are Misa saying? You're supposed to be here with me. Listening to Pop Culture Leftovers podcast. That's not true. That's impossible. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> God, are you? <laughs> wow. Uh, it's still that whiny Luke part. Yeah. I, I need to change that bumper. It's just... Yeah, new Star Wars bumper. I'm all about that. Keep Jar Jar in somehow, though. I like that part. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> Alright guys, uh, real quickly, filming for episode 8 wrapped last month and editing has begun according to makingstarwars.net. Um, they believe that at this rate we might get a teaser trailer by the end of the year. Wow. wow. Damn. Nice. 
I predict reshoots. <laughs> I think we need to reshoot this podcast. <laughs> Let's do it. Reshoots. Plagued with reshoots. We'll make it the podcast everyone liked instead of the uh, one it uh, is. We're going to reshoot it for Jask. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be – I'm going to edit all the Jay laughing and, like, everything I say. Yeah. It'll just be Jake. <laughs> you need to add top 100 pop music from, like, the fit, like the, the 90s, too. It'll just be like Jake reacting to nobody <laughs> and saying this is a great episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll be awesome. It's just like Jake responding to nothing. <laughs> I agree. I would totally and there's like agree. two minutes of silence. Yeah. <laughs> he changes his rate to, to five stars next week. <laughs> That would be awesome. Now I know why. We found I, the formula. Now I know why I listen every week. We may have lost hundreds of other listeners, but we yes. got we got this guy back. We got this <laughs> fucking jack wagon back on. Goal. Goal obtained. See, this podcast uh, is great. No, it's not. It's fun for us. Nobody else wants to listen I to this. I think that transfers. <laughs> I don't know. This is going to be our... <laughs> this is ridiculous. We need a break. <laughs> Can we... Can we... You want to take a break? We need a break, yeah. All right. Okay. We, need... we need to cheer you guys up. Yeah, right. I got the giggles. I can't it's stop. Time, it's, it's time for a pep talk. <laughs> what? Slap you two around. This, this is a great episode. <laughs> is it your favorite episode? No, 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 no. no, no. It's, not, no. Not, it's not that great. <laughs> no, no. What? You're not helping things. <laughs> Trying to help. No, that's not good. Like, if you're going to back this episode, I want you to say, yeah, this is the best. Oh, yeah, yeah. If you know, like, I'm not on board now. No, yeah, I messed up there. Like, I don't even know how I can continue recording at this point. <laughs> it's in the top half. It's in the top 75. It's in the top half. <laughs> You try to spin this. It's true. It's true. You try I to mean, spin. Jay's in it. That's good. <laughs> Which, well, that's a, that right there. We're looking at fifty percent. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's why I said top half. <laughs> There's a fifty percent chance Jay will be on this episode. <laughs> Next week, we're not so sure. <laughs> he might be busy watching Voltron. <laughs> He's going to come back and blow our fucking minds. <laughs> like, you know, Voltron, I didn't get for it. Knock, we knock on the door and, like, Jay is dressed in full Voltron. <laughs> Voltron cosplay. Yes. Yes. I love this show, man. Awesome. I love this show. It's fucking lighten up and shit. Oh, man, that would be awesome. And you just leave because you hate lions. I fucking hate yeah, lions. Yeah, that's right. That wouldn't be awesome. Oh, my God. I'm okay with them in non-lion oh, form. Oh, okay. Okay. The lion form, though. Oh, yeah. You're talking about, like, like full, like, yeah, yeah. robot, yeah. Like, humanoid. <laughs> Exactly. Looking that ain't no lying at that point. Right. Right. I can get down with that part of it. 
<laughs> they're made out of lions. <laughs> I just try not to think. Jay, I eat hot dogs. I don't think what they're made out of when I eat them. Jesus. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> well, you made a good point. I, I can like I can like Voltron. I like your point. I like your point. <laughs> Jake, Jake is just like, yeah, these look like dick. <laughs> <laughs> no asshole in here. <laughs> Pure dick. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna I, I'm gonna put this in my mouth. If you could see Brian's hands just gestures, he's like shaking the hot dog like it's the only thing. I, I'm just eating plain hot dogs. Jake was giving me the evil eye because he's like, I'm girthier than that. <laughs> Oh man! He's like Jake's. Like I'm no Hebrew national. I'm a fucking plumper, you son of a bitch. Yeah, what the fuck? I get I plump as you cook. <laughs> Give me a little bit more girth. Yeah, that's a, that's the only time in the history of pop culture leftovers that I wish this was a video. <laughs> oh, that was hilarious. You guys want to take a break? Yes. Okay, let's take pep talk. We've lost all of our listeners. Thank God. <laughs> Welcome back. I hope you enjoyed a minute and 15 seconds of Star Wars Polka. <laughs> Those lucky bastards. Yeah. I know. They got it. All right, guys. Uh, let's see here. I've been getting a ton of news uh, about Star Wars, about Rogue One uh, that I wanted to go over that I heard from Star Wars, uh, makingstarwars.net. All right. Uh, Director Krennic is Vader's superior. Oh, okay. Which does not look good for uh, Krennic. <laughs> no. Any- <laughs> I got to guess he's going to die. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I'm not taking that bet. <laughs> yeah. Anybody who is uh, Vader superior is not in a good position. Ooh. No. Uh, Scarif. The planet Scarif is being mined for kyber crystals, and that's probably what destroys it. Uh, it's, uh, m- it makes the planet unstable. So don't, don't sneeze around those kyber crystals. Exactly. <laughs> Blow uh, the whole fucking planet. So it's probably not the Death Star. Not like a test. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they don't test it out on Scarif, the Death Star. It, it's more unli- it's more likely that, uh, you know, uh, uh, trying to take all the kyber crystals from the planet is what's making it unstable. Hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. And then just yeah. a, a war on it can't help either. 
Yeah, that's true. That's not God. (laughs) All bad things. Yeah, there's nothing good about this scenario. Uh, The international trailer that was released uh, last week for Rogue One, it also reveals that uh, Galen Erso tipped off the rebels about the plans for an Imperial weapons test. Uh, Cassian Endor tells Jyn Erso that it was her father that relayed that message to them in the trailer. Fucking moles. Yeah. (laughs) I think that was his next line. (laughs) (laughs) They wanted to make it more fun, so they cut that out. (laughs) I also found out that Cassian Endor is the one that reprogrammed K2SO. We all know that uh, K2SO, the droid played by Alan Tudyk, is uh, was once an Imperial droid. Mm-hmm. Well, it was Cassian Andor that reprogrammed the droid. That makes sense. They seem like buds. It seems like he'd be the one that you'd want to write that did that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now he's 100% loyal to Andor. And uh, it's almost... It, they, they make it seem like once... It, <laughs> Once he comes out of like uh, the imperial slavery mm-hmm. that he was programmed into, he's he's grateful. Hmm. He's oh, a, he's that's a, cool. He's a grateful droid to Cassian Andor, and uh, it's almost you know I mean it's kind of like uh, Lawrence Fishburne's character when he fucking you know wakes up uh, Neo out of the Matrix. Yeah. And shit. Mm-hmm. Huh, like wow, you're showing me like you know yeah this is this is the real deal, and it's like I'm also hearing that in the movie. That uh, K2SO is going to interact and see other droids like him, his uh-huh. same model, that are still in service for the Empire. And I think that's going to be really fucking cool. Yeah, he'll feel bad for him. He yes. may want to try to save them, too, possibly. Yeah. Wow. So there's lots of cool stuff you could do with that. A lot of cool stuff that you could do with that. Absolutely. Damn. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm I'm happy that they're exploring that with another droid character. That we're getting another cool fucking droid character. And you know, we had BB-8, of course, but this seems more, you know, more like C-3PO, where we can. We've got some great droids that have come mm-hmm. out of Star Wars. Yeah. I mean, let's talk about them. I mean, you know, of course, C-3PO, R2D2, mm-hmm. the classics. But like, even more recently, I love Chopper. Yeah, yeah, Chopper's, Chopper's great. great. Yeah. And, and what about the uh, fucking uh, the the new droid that they introduced in last season of Rebels? The one that sounds like Alan Rickman. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's great. I, I love that. I love that they're going to play with that, and that's going to be part of this story yeah. for for Rogue One. Yeah, you always got to have droids at every iteration of Star Wars. Yeah, you got to get that part. But it was there. something I wasn't really thinking about until we heard some of this this yeah. news. So. Yeah, here's some other cool things that I learned about K two S O, and I got this from ComicBook.com. I wanted to share these with you guys. This is what they said. K2SO was reprogrammed to be able to have personality and the freedom to speak his mind. And from the trailer, we can clearly see that the personality he settled on is frank, unfiltered, and sarcastic. Mm. Tudyk compares him to an old person. Combined with his big stature, K2SO is perfect C3PO slash Chewbacca companion for Cassian. Oh, this character sounds so fucking awesome. And the main protagonist, Jernosa. I like how Tudyk compares him to an old person. Like, yeah. Tudyk just thinks all old people are unfiltered. <laughs> <laughs> like, like once you hit a certain age... Fuck it. Yeah. Fuck it. Just say whatever you want to. I shit my pants. I shit. <laughs> get over it. That's exactly where I was going. Yeah. Like, like, you can get to that point in your old age where you're wearing diapers again, yeah. and you can just shit your pants. <laughs> hey. Clean me up. You're free. You're yeah. finally free. <laughs> <laughs> 
Wow, yeah, that that's that's awesome. I love that. Yeah, this character okay. sounds so great. Cannot wait. Yeah. Cannot wait. And I can't wait to see uh what a Baze. Mm-hmm. The little alien dude. Yeah. Oh, he looks cool too. Yeah. Cheer at Mway's little. That's the dude that was firing that gun. Yeah, the yeah. turret gun. Yeah. He's, uh, he's, uh, we found out, Jay, and I don't know if you knew this, but he's actually friends with Cheer at Mway, which is, uh, Donnie Yen's character. Oh, okay. So those, those two, uh, are, 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 uh, good friends. If you notice in the international trailer and in the U.S. trailer, when, she, like, we, we get the line from Jenner, so she's like, May the force be with us. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. When she says that and she looks into the into the into the uh, the ship that they're in, you can see Chirrut Mway. You can see you can see Alan Tudyk's robot K two S O. You can see Cassie and Andor. All of these characters in there. I think that's pretty much what makes up the team. Yeah, is like what we're looking at in that ship. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I agree. Looks. I mean, I can't. I guys. Cannot wait for Rogue One. Uh, yeah. Super pumped. Couldn't be more hyped. Yeah, that second trailer was <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah, fucking yeah, loved it. Was it. A lot of fun. A lot yeah. of fun. I, visually stunning, and I think that's what Star Wars does. Is they give it gives us teases and it gives us stuff that's visually stunning. It just doesn't give away too much. I think like they start to give away a little bit too much when we start to get to the. Ch- to, to the TV spots. Yeah, yeah. But for the most part, you're right. Star Wars movies do a great job at trailers. Yeah. Because they just show you rapid fire imagery. Right. As opposed to like really letting you like piece the story together. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I felt like, uh, I felt like it started to fall apart a little bit for Force Awakens mm-hmm. during the TV spots. Yeah. We got a lot. We, we did a get lot. a lot. But even even the stuff we got was like extended off the stuff we'd seen in the trailers. But already, did you watch? Did you watch a lot of the Disney XD trailer spots? Uh, I, I think I stopped at one point. Okay, I started. I watched a lot. Disney XD gives you a because di- of course it's Disney. And yeah, they, yeah. Disney XD gives you a ton of like TV spots, mm-hmm. and there was like. Like okay, here's our profile on Finn. Here's our profile on uh, you know Ray. Here's oh our, yeah, and they give you they give you a little bit too much. I felt like, um, but you know what? I, I still feel like going in. Um, there was still a lot of a lot of mystery. Yeah, so, oh, I agree. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to Rogue One, guys. Let's uh, I guess let's move on to emails. Where's that? Do I have an email bumper in here? Oh, we haven't had that crap for a while. <laughs> email bumper. Here we go. <laughs> Mail. <laughs> Leftovers of the universe. Mail. <laughs> Pop culture leftovers. All right, welcome to the part of the show where you are the show. <laughs> 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 wow, clever. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> we're at the mercy yeah. of our listeners at this point. Yeah. You know what I mean? Terrifying. I don't know. You know, they can write anything. <laughs> These guys send their emails. We're at the mercy of what they write us. True. It's a scary thing. I know. Yeah. It's like, oh my God. Like, like what a way. You might get an email from an asshole. <laughs> what? Are they going to want us to talk about? I know. It's, oh, and then the. the Guys, I've been watching this show. Could you check it out? What, what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, oh, man. Yeah. It, <laughs> can I play that David Bowie song, Pressure? <laughs> Why do you, you know what I mean? Why do people put pressure on us right. to watch stuff? Yeah, agreed. <laughs> All right, let's get into it. This is scary. Pete Weaver sends us an email. This is the guy that, that uh, gave us the uh, PayPal donation for a penny. <laughs> Yeah, Jay, that's the thing that I happened. did not know about that. Yeah, Pete yeah. Weaver. 
We're the shittiest waiters ever. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I literally got a PayPal notification uh, that Pete Weaver uh, from the UK uh, sent us a uh, donation for one cent. Ooh. One cent. <laughs> That's insulting. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, so, what, what's this guy got to say? Well, I'm only going to read one cent of his email. Mm. The? <laughs> okay. <laughs> there you go. There's your email. Great email. All right, moving on. Brandon McLean. <laughs> nice. No, I'm fucking with you. <laughs> P. Weaver says, okay, since, you, since you're now addicted to Pokemon Go, I've, I have been inspired to think of a game concept that appeals more to myself. It's called STD Go. The idea is simply to wander the streets at night looking for bars and clubs where like-minded players may be hanging out. When you've consumed enough alcohol to increase your stats, attractiveness, humor, beer goggles, power-ups, you can attempt you can attempt to catch as many STDs as you can before you fall over. Simples I haven't quite worked out the revenue stream yet, but I feel the model has potential. Best wishes, Pete Chlamydia Weaver from Ye Olde Lincolnwoodshire, UK. Oh, wow, you put that on Kickstarter, you're only going to get a cent, too. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a terrible app. Yeah, that's not fun. That's <laughs> what I'm trying to avoid in life. Yeah, like, it's like Pokemon Go, so you like have to do all of this stuff. For the most part, anyway, like you have to go to bars mm-hmm. in the game. Just go to the fucking bar. <laughs> Hold on. What's fucked up about this is he's like, I've inspired to think of a game that appeals more to myself. Right. <laughs> I like to collect STDs. I like to collect STDs. <laughs> but you know, the getting sick part has become really tedious. Yeah. <laughs> is there a way I could do this without the getting sick part? Make it more virtual. You, he says, You can attempt to catch as many STDs as you can before you fall over. So it's a lot of STDs. So apparently, <laughs> it's like you get to the point where you've just contracted so many sexually transmitted diseases that your body's only reaction is to fall over. <laughs> wow. I just, yeah, the mindset is crazy. You know, I love to catch STDs, but I'm really over the scratching. Can we, can we make a, a way? Can we fix this somehow? Can yeah. we make it a game? Give me a reward system. Yeah. <laughs> what? All right. Yeah, we spent enough time on that dumb idea. <sighs> After that email, Pete, you're banned for a month. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> no, no amount of pocket change will stop it either. No. Hey, guys, we got an email here from Brandon McLean, and we uh, all know who he is. Yeah, how long's he listened since? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Leftovers. I'm a huge fan of the original Ghost. Oh, he didn't want me to read this one. I'm not going to read it. Okay. He sent me another email. He said, no, that was dumb. No, he Don't said, read that. Yeah, he do- No, he said, don't read it. He said, you don't have to read it. I sent it. I tried to hit no send, but it was too late. All right. <laughs> I'm going to honor his wishes... I'm going to move on to the next email. This is an older email that we're catching up on from Shy A. Nechi. All right. All right, all right, all right. (laughs) How's it going, B-Right, Jay Sizzle, and Jake the Snake? (laughs) I don't like him as much anymore. Who are those guys? (laughs) You guys have a good weekend? 
I'm just sitting in the sun right now having a soy latte because that's cool as fuck. Getting some work done and thought this would be an appropriate moment to get some verbal diarrhea out. Fuck yeah, let's get into it. So, pretty slow week for me in terms of getting caught up on the shizzle, but managed to squeeze some films and episodes here and there, but it was extra tight. (laughs) Jake, this was the guy that you said... Turn up. Turn up. No, this is the guy that you could say, oh, he can send an email every week. Yeah, I love this guy's could, email. Yeah, you, I, I still stand by that. Fuck you. <laughs> this is I haven't changed my mind. This is fucking bullshit. Keep reading. What do you squeeze out? Uh, <laughs> I watched an older film, Sex Tape, with Cam Diaz and Jay Seagal. <laughs> This was an alright movie. I mean, I'm definitely glad I didn't catch this in the cinema, but somewhat an alright film to watch and still be able to go on your phone when it's Mayish. <laughs> <laughs> Mayish, that's good stuff. Yeah. No, it's not. Mayish, I love it. Shy, you are banned from. No! Sick of this <laughs> fucking shit. I love this guy. I also rewatched the one I love. This is one of my favorites. It's with Mark Duplass and M- Elizabeth Ross. I love the Duplass brothers, so I might I, I might need to check this out. Really awesome film. Squeeze it in. <laughs> if, I, if I'm not getting turned. <laughs> Really awesome film. I highly recommend this because it's Tupperware. I don't want to give too much away if you haven't seen it. And I would stay clear of the tra- uh, stay uh, st- stay. I would say steer clear of the trailers. It's a tongue That's twister. A hard thing to say. Yeah. I would say stay street tear clear. <laughs> stay clear. I would say steer clear of trailers or IMD synopsis. But basically, a couple goes on a retreat, and strange things happen. It's really fucking awesome. Some might even say this movie will get you fucking turnt (laughs) on a mental level. I love this guy. And those some people that might say that, I want to fucking strangle them, too. (laughs) God, this guy. I love this guy. Fuck this guy and his verbiage. I also watch special course. I also watch special correspondence. The new Ricky Gervais film. Oh, I did too. I thought this movie would be a lot funnier, Mm -hmm. but it was more in line with the typical action comedy films you get these days. Nevertheless, it was an all right film. And for a Netflix movie, I'm not going to complain. What did you think, Jay? It was terrible. (laughs) It was fucking terrible. It wasn't even May-ish? No, uh uh-uh. No, and I love Ricky Gervais. I fucking love it. He cracks me up. He makes me cry. He fucking... He's so funny. But, uh, yeah, I think he's dead on. It was just, like, typical fucking bullshit, and it Mm. fell apart towards the end with action. For no fucking reason, and it had terrible characters. Terrible fucking characters. Sounds like Cheyenne Etchie's emails. Yeah. <laughs> right up there. Wasn't that Except emails. these are good. Yeah. <laughs> these are horrible, man. I fucking hate this guy's emails. They make me want to fucking, like, slit my own fucking throat. <laughs> Lastly, I caught up on Preacher. This show is a Tupperware for me. The acting is awesome, and Jesse's hunger for power is getting more apparent. Cassidy's character is also really cool. All in all, I think this is a great cast and a great set of characters. Really curious to see where this goes with the two British fellas. Uh, I am going to echo um, your rating for this show. I, too, finished season one. 
It is an absolute Tupperware, in my opinion. Hmm. The next season, they are going to take it on the road. I felt like... And what Seth Rogen and... Um, uh, not uh, not Steve Dillon, uh, Garth Ennis. Mm-hmm. What they said, Seth Rogen and Garth Ennis said that season one for the show needed to start this way. Yeah, kind of a prologue to the way it starts in the comic. They exactly said that. They said okay. it is a prologue. And um, I, I felt like, uh, oh my God, I, I love season one. I love it. I Tupperware. It, I had a lot of fun with Preacher season one. You guys need to get on it. Yeah, I know. Right. Get on it. It, it it was awesome. Um, Dominic Cooper is a uh, he's not a Tupperware for me as uh, Jesse, mm-hmm. but he's a he's a high tasted. Cassidy's great. Um, Ruth Nega who plays uh, Tulip. Tupper- oh, she was great. Tupperware. She's fantastic. She stays great. Um, I love this show. I cannot wait for season two. Cannot wait. Uh, all right, uh, and upcoming shows, which will air... God damn it. Get your own fucking podcast. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He says lastly. Hold on. He says lastly in that preacher shit. Yeah. And then, and then, and then he goes on. He goes, gives us another paragraph, and then he says, second, Netflix exclusive. <laughs> Dude, I, I don't think you understand like what order you're giving shit in. Hold on. Well, first it was things he watched, and now it's things he's looking forward to. Don't stick up for this asshole. <laughs> Love this guy. I know you're sucking his dick. You two can get turnt in the fucking back of a van. Well, life fucking care. I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. slit my wrist not hearing him for a month. Oh god. No, you're banned for fucking a month. <laughs> All right, and upcoming shows which will air tonight for you guys, but I'll get them tomorrow uh, through different means. Wow, so you like a pirate here. Arr, yeah, video Arr. pirate. Arr. All right, first off, Vice Principals, a new HBO comedy with Walton Goggins and Danny McBride. I'm a big, I am big time looking forward to this. Ma fuck. Ma f- he put ma fuck. <laughs> ma, M apostrophe AFK. Ma fk. And then he puts in parentheses motherfucker to spell it out for me because he thinks I'm so fucking fucking not in with the times that he's got to fucking put motherfucker in parentheses. Guy's just trying to help you out. No, this guy is this guy is fucking he's a fucking poser is what he is. He's a fucking poser. He's a fucking poser. I think it'll be hilarious and Danny McBride plus HBO never fails. Second, Netflix exclusive, Stranger Things. This looks really cool, and earlier reviews have mentioned that it's a great show and gets you hooked. going to check this one out tomorrow as well, although I think first episode is already out on Netflix. Looking forward to hearing your thoughts on this fucking long-ass fucking email. Yeah. But with somewhat decent content. Your ultra-hip, spectacularly handsome listener from Amsterdam. Peace out. Shy Nechi. Yeah. <laughs> Later, shy. <laughs> yeah, as in a month later. <laughs> Can't you. wait. Fuck you, Jake. Well, what's my problem? What I do wrong? Sucking this guy's dick for his fucking bullshit. I hate plenty of email of, of the people that send it emails. I like I like this guy. This guy sucks. That's the best. Fuck I like this guy. I like your cool dude accent. It's it's the best. <laughs> Take it. I'm gonna miss that for a while. I like your cool dude accent. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. Next email. Next email. These are, I'm catching up on old emails, guys. So if these sound, sound a little bit dated, I apologize. No, I fuck it. I don't apologize. No, no, no. <laughs> you guys send too many goddamn fucking emails. It's not our fault. It takes me forever to fucking get caught up on these things. I don't apologize. <laughs> fuck you. How dated is it going to be? they be like, hey, I just saw Dawn of the Apes in the theater. <laughs> yeah. This comes from Joe Martin. Joe Martin is actually on my uh, on the uh, Patreon podcast that we started. Second-rate super fans. I want our listeners to know that you're not, it's not too late to get in on that. Like, if you want to donate the fucking $30 and be on the podcast, you still can. Nice. Yeah, because I heard you want to get rid of one of those three guys and get someone new. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fucking. I'm not going to say who. I, I will. Chris Ahola. <laughs> trying to push him out. We are trying to push him out. Trying to push him out. He just doesn't fit in. You know what I mean? There's always that one, right? Yeah, I that agree. Just fit in. Agreed. He's, you know I mean? he's he's the Dan of the new show. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> so yeah, we're trying to push him out. <laughs> no, I'm. Uh, what I'm saying is like we only do like one show a month. So like the more people that donate, the more shows you'll get within a month of second rate super fans, and you know we'll figure we'll figure it out. Yeah. We'll figure it out. But like. People can still donate to that. So get on Patreon and you can donate. Anyway, Joe Martin says, What's up, Leftovers? Just got back from almost seeing Ghostbusters. Me and my girlfriend pulled into our local theater, looked at each other, and said, Do we even care about this movie? <laughs> Neither of us were ever big Ghostbusters fans. So we decided, I'm, I'm, you know what, I'm, I'm going to throw it out there. I, I don't even think Joe Martin's seen the original Ghostbusters. Oh, shit. I would not take that bet. Because <laughs> Joe Martin is 21 years old, and when we recorded our first podcast, I found out that Joe Martin hadn't even seen Rocky. Oh, Jesus. Rocky. None I of them had, have they? None. None. None of my co-fucking hosts oh my had God. ever seen Rocky. I felt like I was in an episode of The Twilight Zone. <laughs> that is fucked Shit up. Shit was fucking weird. It's like, I felt like I was the odd man out. Like, yeah. I felt like I was weird for having seen Rocky. Right. Like, yeah. the best picture of 1976. Yeah. And every... Did I say 76? Sex. Yeah, you did. Yeah. That, <laughs> I'm sure a lot of people are getting laid that year, so fuck it. Why not? Absolutely. But, like, it was the picture of the fucking year in 1976... None of these, none of my co-hosts had ever seen Rocky. Wow. Like, I asked them, like, hey, have you ever seen any Rocky movies? And, like, Joe was like, yeah, I think I saw Creed and maybe the one before that. And, like, another guy was like, yeah, me, I don't know, maybe Rocky IV, maybe Rocky IV, I don't know. What the hell? And then they started banging their head up against the walls. Like, <laughs> <laughs> fucking moronic invalids that hadn't seen Rocky. Fucking like Man, that is fucked geez, up. What the fuck? Yeah, that's weird. What the fuck? I can't even imagine that. Like, who the fuck hasn't like sought that movie out? Like, who hasn't heard of it and then sought out any of the Rocky? Oh, do you have to sought it out? I mean, can't you just like turn on TBS and it's, <laughs> and it's fucking on? Yeah. Like, like, like I guarantee, like I could just like turn on fucking like USA right, or it's TNT on. and it's on. Yeah, it's not like I really have to go fucking like. It's not like it's like a. <laughs> Like some fucking like, like whoa, Frodo looking for Mount Doom and shit. Yeah, and one of those first twenty one years, you'd, you'd have expected that to have fucking happened. Exactly, by now. exactly. Jeez, wow. I know that's crazy. Yeah, man. but anyway, I was reading this fucking email. Right? Like Ghostbusters. Uh, blah, blah, blah. So we decided to go home and watch Mr. Robot instead. Hopefully, everyone who saw Ghostbusters enjoyed it. I tried really hard to get excited for it, but just couldn't bring myself to care enough to see it. 
Hopefully my mind can be changed if I see a lot of Tupperwares from the army. Anyway, the season two premiere of Mr. Robot was amazing as far as set up episodes go. Rami Malik and Christian Slater have nailed their dynamic, nailed their dynamic, and the show has some of the best directing on TV. My favorite scene of the episode involves some pyromania and Phil Collins, so take that as you will. I'm not trying to spoil too much because if anyone on the podcast hasn't caught up with the show. They owe it to themselves to give it a shot. I remember someone on the show recommending it way back when season one premiered, so I hope we can hear some regular discussion on it. Now, if they only would make uh, Mrs. Robot, Jake would be all over that. Yeah. <laughs> Jay, uh, I uh, I was the one who actually brought up Mr. Robot originally on yeah. the show. Uh, you, I, I didn't finish for season one yet. I yeah. still haven't. You, you took my suggestion and watched it and ran from there you finished the first season have you watched any of season two not yet no wow way to get (laughs) voltron all over again they're both robots i will be though i fucking i love season one it was total tupperware they're already nine episodes into season two i'll be watching i'll be watching it's coming sure you will that's what she said (laughs) (laughs) next uh next email comes from kevin let me start off by saying I love your length. Oh, I read this last week, didn't I? I read, yeah, fuck you, Kevin. You get the fuck out of here, <laughs> Kevin. You, Kevin. You ain't getting double play. <laughs> get the no. fuck out of here. All right, fuck off, Kevin. <clears throat> I read that last week, dude. I feel good. I, I don't want to read any more than I have to. <laughs> <laughs> now you know how I feel about uh, DC news. <laughs> next email comes from Tassouge. Leftovers. I was hilarious. It was hilarious to hear you all talk about Pokemon Go. I, for one, have been greatly enjoying this nostalgic trip to one of my favorite childhood obsessions. I'm curious as to your original experiences with Pokemon. I was in third grade when Pokemon first got big and faithfully watched the show, collected the cards, and played every Pokemon game I could, including such classics as Pokemon Snap, Pokemon Pinball, it was a Game Boy game. <laughs> Pokemon Puzzle, Challenge League, and even the ultimate disappointment of the year 2000. Hey, you, Pikachu. <laughs> I grew out of Pokemon after the third generation, which was long after most of my peers did, but I always maintained that first two generations of the main video game series were fantastic games. Couldn't, you can't get over your first love. No, no. You know what I mean? True. You'll you know never I mean? get over that. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, you know, he was so right. Yeah. <laughs> so right. Pokemon. <laughs> the second I mean, time was okay, but by the third. Yeah. Mm. No. No, but you always hold on. Yeah. You know? Yeah, never forget. You know? <laughs> so, guys, you hold on loosely. <laughs> but don't let it go. Sound advice. If you cling on tight, uh-huh. you're going to lose control. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> familiar sounding advice. That's great advice, though. I mean, it's like Obi-Wan shit right there. Anyways, I hope you guys are still enjoying the game as much as I am. I have a feeling that when the game adds a versus player battling and trading you guys will have a blast best to suge uh my first pokemon experience was uh pokemon go (laughs) (laughs) 
uh, like a month ago because I thought this fucking shit was dumb. Yeah. And I was a fucking grown man when it came out. And I was like, wow, what the fuck? These are little baby monsters. And... I'm a grown man. You weren't exploring the mythos. This was back in 1999. Yeah. When I wasn't watching Galaxy Quest. <laughs> and I was getting a lot of ass. Right. <laughs> yeah. And so I was not like into like, guys, you gotta I'm 30 fucking eight years old. When Pokemon fucking hit the United States, I was 20 years old. Yeah. I was 20. If I'm 20 years old and I'm fucking playing Pokemon, fucking Put a gun to my fucking head. <laughs> I am out there. I am at the strip club. I am coming home to my ex-girlfriend and banging her. <laughs> I am partying. I'm doing all this fucking shit. I'm not playing little... I'm not trying to catch little baby monsters and balls. <laughs> so that's my... My first experience was like a month ago when I fucking downloaded this fucking game. Uh, I haven't played in like two weeks. Oh. I'll be honest with you. Damn. So I'm still like, like I like, I like, I hit level 24 and I was like, oh, all right, that was fun. Yeah. And I'm, I'm kind of done. I'm kind of done. I don't know if I'm going to like pick it up again, but I had a lot of fun with it when I did. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still into it. Still into it. Still trying to go to some of the events they have around here in Peoria and everything. Still trying to get them all. So I'm still all about it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still all about it. And yeah, I watched I watched the cartoon when it first came out back in the day. Played a few of the original games. I remember that horrid Pokemon Snap game he's talking about. I think it was on the Nintendo 64. And you went like on a safari. And your purpose was to take good pictures of the Pokemon. The entire time you're playing that game, I am fucking... <laughs> <laughs> so much dick ass. deep into some fucking Snatch. Jake is like... I'm on Safari. <laughs> Dude, I am plowing some fucking ass. Plowing some major tail. And Jake is like, man, this, I'm on Safari. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. But yeah, I, I, I've always known of Pokemon. I've never been the biggest player of the games. So, but I've played them here and there. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I think I like caught an episode here and there of the cartoon, and I was like, "This is fucking." Stupid. You're like, "Yeah, man, this is this is no Voltron." No Voltron. <laughs> <laughs> he beat you to it. He did. He, I, had I put, saw the V floating on your, on your lips there. I had to put a stop to it. Speaking of V, one of the main reasons I didn't play. <laughs> I know where this is going. In case yeah. you didn't know. I played X and Y, though, but I didn't play the ones that came after that. And I'll probably check out... I know Sun and Moon come out in November, and I'm yeah. planning on playing that. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> what are you talking about? Unfortunately, I do know what he's talking about. All right, guys. Next email comes from Masood Ali. Masood Ali is our 15-year-old listener. Mm. Hello, Leftovers and Frank. As Brian might know, I watched Danger 5, and I loved it. Uh, I only watched three episodes and laughed my ass off the whole time. My favorite part was when the eagle head man showed a pic of a T-Rex, and the blonde-haired girl was like, that's a T-Rex, and the eagle fuck said, no, that's a T-Rex. Think before you say something, and when Hitler was trying to fuck. <laughs> 
<laughs> the effects were so bad. But that comedy... But that's the comedy. It's a high taste that... Um, from the ghettos of North Minneapolis, Masood B. Ali. So, um, hey, Masood. Um, I, dude, like, I can tell you, like, work on your sentence structure. I have <laughs> no idea. I, like, I, I love Danger 5 too. The first season's, like, great. But, like, if I'm, like, if I, like, if, like, I'm reading, like, your description of the show, I would never watch it. Yeah. <laughs> this email ain't no Danger 5. No, it's. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> like, if, like, yeah. If you're trying to get somebody into the show, like, just I shouldn't have read this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that might have been my favorite email segment ever. Like, I want people to, like Danger Five, like season one of Danger Five. It's on Netflix. It's it's fantastic. Season one is great. I didn't like season two. I dropped off of season two. They they changed everything. They got like a new cast for the most part. But season one of Danger Five, Jay, you would love this. I'm gonna watch that. Yeah, that, is that that's like sketch comedy or no? It, it, I would say it's. Um, I don't know how to explain this. Like what what did you ever watch? Um, like on comedy, uh, not Comedy Central, but like on Adult Swim. Did you ever watch anything like? Um, Saul of the Mole. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is more like that. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. You I, would, I did like Saul of the Mole. You would like this. Okay. You would really like this. All right, next email comes from Daniel Hopner. All right. Hey, Pop Culture Leftovers. Hope I'm not interrupting again. <laughs> let me know. When I see that, what he did there. Yeah, he says, let me know when that gets old so I can stop. As with my last email, I recently attended another convention. This time it was G-Fest here in Chicago. It's a small convention dedicated to Godzilla and other tokusatsu shows like Ultraman and Super Sentai. Um, Had a great time with a couple dear friends. I wanted to ask you all what your childhood experiences with things like Godzilla were. And if you can remember a particular movie, monster movie, that is one of your favorites. It's a near and dear genre to me. So I wanted to know your experiences with it. Anyway, I'll stop yapping and let the listeners hear someone they want to listen to talk <laughs> later, guys. <laughs> it's not so bad when it's you talking and yeah. not, not Hopner. Not so great. Oh, so like when I'm reading Hopner's words? Not so it's terrible. Not as terrible. Yeah. Oh, but it's just like when he's saying. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Right. I appreciate his sentiment, though. Yeah. yeah. If you have no idea who we're talking about, go back and listen to our uh, X-Men um, Apocalypse. Apocalypse episode, mm-hmm. and you can listen to mostly Daniel Hopner. <laughs> <laughs> we try to get words in edgewise, but yeah, he didn't always allow that. Yeah, it was not easy. Not it easy. It was not easy. <laughs> this one's for you guys. I, I've never been the biggest Godzilla guy. I'm not adverse to it. I don't hate it by any means, but it's never been a huge fandom of mine. Mm. So I, I've liked it all okay. I, I hated the uh, who, what Dean Devlin, Ro, Ro, Roland Emmerich version mm. of it. I mean, that was god-awful, but everything else has been okay. I did not get into I, – I knew who Godzilla was, but I did not get into Godzilla until the Nintendo game. They had the the Ninten- the original Nintendo Entertainment System Godzilla game. Oh, yeah. that was a great game. Where you could fight Godzilla against Mothra and other Godzilla characters. That from there, like 
I was like, okay, well, maybe I should check out the movies. I really enjoy the game. And so I went back and watched some of the old Godzilla movies. Yeah. And so I had a lot of fun with those. Um, but uh, most – I mean, I enjoy – I, I enjoy the Godzilla films, um, but then I also like I grew up with the King Kong stuff too. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, the first exposure I had to like King Kong was like the original, uh, not the original, but the uh, Jeff Bridges King Kong film, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. which uh, had uh, Angela Lang. We all know her mm-hmm. from like the. Is that who I'm thinking about? Is it her? Uh, Lang. From like Murder She Wrote? No, no. Oh my That's god, Angela Lansbury. Angela Lansbury. <laughs> I'm thinking, what's her name from uh, American Horror Story? Oh, Jessica Lang. Jessica Lang. She that was her first movie appearance. Was like in that Jeff Bridges fucking uh, God uh, King Kong movie. Um, but. Uh, that's that's really kind of like where like my love for like kaiju and big monsters came from. Yeah, I I, I would say this. I mean, I yeah, as a kid, I remember seeing all. I, I watched all of the gods. Anything that was on that was Godzilla, I watched it. Uh, all the old black and white. Yeah, and same with same with uh, King Kong, and that led to stuff like uh, Clash of the Titans and Jason and the Argonauts and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. I fucking love oh, that. See, I loved that stuff. <laughs> yeah, and and that really like got me into that genre. And that all started from just loving dinosaurs. Like mm-hmm. loving dinosaurs got me into King Kong. King Kong got me into Godzilla, and then that stuff got Did me. Did you into ever it. watch that? What was that fucking movie where like the gigantic rabbits? Did you ever watch that? No. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh-uh. Uh, it must have been, like, my dad had me watch this weird shit when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah. No, there's like, there's, I swear, I swear to you, there's a fucking old movie where, uh, gigantic rabbits, and they use like real rabbits. Weird. But they just make them bigger. It's kind of like, uh, <laughs> honey, I blew up the rabbit. Yeah. <laughs> And it's gigantic killer rabbits go around oh. killing people. My dad had me watching some weird shit. I'd like to know what that is. Yeah. I'd like to, but I also remember like, uh, there was like a giant crocodile, like, uh, movie where like the crocodile ended up in the sewer and it got fucking gigantic. And I, I don't remember the name of is it. Is that just alligator? Yeah, something like that. But like all the, all those old things fascinated me, which even if it was, if it was like a giant spider in the movie, I fucking loved that shit. Mm-hmm. Cause back in the day, like that was impressive, you know, and, uh, you didn't see stuff like that. But now it's just like commonplace, but. Yeah, Godzilla. Godzilla is still my favorite monster, as far as I'm concerned. He beats King Kong, and in, in my book, in mm-hmm. my book. But yeah, I love that shit, man. That stuff like fascinated me as a, as a kid. I love that stuff. Yeah, that Godzilla video game was a great time. That yeah, was I remember fun. that game. That's really what got me into it. Yeah. I guess I loved Rampage too. That's kind of the same yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like knockoff King Kong and First Godzilla. First level of Rampage is set in Peoria, Illinois, yep. Yep. which and, is where we're recording right now. In every incarnation of it, it has been yeah. too. It's something they've always kept. Yep. Love trash in that city. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Next email comes from Tom Comiskey. Uh, he says, I know, quote, you don't know me. But I was wondering if, when discussing Good Pop, Bad Pop, you mentioned the show, movie, or book once more after the discussion. Sometimes you mention... Hold on. God damn Run on sentences like a motherfucker. <laughs> God damn it, Tom. I know you don't know me, but I was wondering if, when discussing Good Pop, Bad Pop, you mentioned the show, movie, or book once more after the discussion. Sometimes you mention a show I've never heard of, 
and your discussion convinces me to watch, sometimes I have to rewind the show to be reminded what show you, you're talking about. Oh, this poor guy. I, <laughs> I know. Fucking first world problems with this guy. God, sometimes I have to rewind. <laughs> Takes a second. I enjoy your podcast and find myself laughing out loud at times, Tom Comiskey. You know what, Tom? You know what? Uh, because of this email. Because of this email, like, this is Tom's problem. So Tom, like, we're, I'm talking about a show. Yeah. I'm talking about a show. Jay, you bring up a show. Right. Jay, Jake, you bring up a movie. Yeah. You mention it, like, you mention it the one, at the one time. Tom, Tom apparently has, uh, <laughs> shitty fucking, uh, listening skills. Tom, Tom doesn't listen. Like, Tom's the kind of guy, like, if you give him instructions, you gotta fucking like uh, I don't know, write them down on his goddamn hand, yeah. like a fucking uh, fucking invalid or can some you, can shit. Can you say those instructions again? Uh, well, uh, well, I didn't catch that. Could you could you write that down for me? Yeah. What was step one? Yeah, he's like that fucking uh, asshole from Memento. You got to tattoo shit on his fucking body because he doesn't fucking remember shit. You got to step three, and I can't remember what step one was. What was uh, oh, stop, drop? What what do I do after that? You're on fire, jackass! You roll anyway. So like so like okay so he wants us like when we mention something sometimes we don't mention it multiple times uh-huh. you know what Tom because of you what I'm gonna do from now on is when we talk about anything like a TV movie whatever doesn't matter what it is mm-hmm. I'm not even gonna give you the title of it <laughs> uh, that's gonna make things fun Tom I'm gonna make you fucking guess what we're talking about wow. seriously I want to fucking like like Google doesn't fucking get Googled enough. <laughs> I want, I want, like, I want to describe something that I watched, yeah. and I just want people to like find out what it was. I'm gonna Tupperware it. Yeah. Like, oh my god, guys! I watched the most amazing science fiction thriller, yeah. and it had to deal with an alien race that came to Earth, and they started to fucking impregnate people, and little alien babies popped out of people's butts. That sounds awesome. What's that called? I don't know. You're gonna, you're gonna have to find out for yourself. There's plenty oh. of context clues. That's a fucked yeah. up. Yeah, fuck you, Tom. <laughs> that email's ridiculous. Give me suggestions. Ridiculous. Fuck you. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, that was an email from Tom. We're just gonna be like bag if you forgot. <laughs> <laughs> We're just gonna be like Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars at the end of everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, DC. <laughs> DC, DC. I uh, sent an email here about uh, things that you can do to improve your <laughs> improve your podcast. Sometimes I find myself having to rewind it uh, <laughs> to find out uh, what you guys were actually talking about because I I wasn't listening intently uh, at the beginning of uh, the conversation here. So uh, yeah, I see how this guy is. I do find myself laughing out loud at your show. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck off, Tom. <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> All right, uh, next email comes from Matthew Roybal. Uh, hey, dudes, just writing to give you guys a few props. The quality of the podcast has stayed pretty consistent. Good work. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't listen last week. No. Or this week. <laughs> just wanted to drop a short note. I feel bad. Guys, did we give Tom a little bit too much shit? He likes the show. He just No, didn't... that was the right amount of shit. Yeah, we could have given him more shit. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of email is that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, call it, you know what I mean? Emailing, like, like I'm supposed to, like, no, 
Yeah, it's just a natural conversation. We don't. It's not like we're gonna fit. And now that was our discussion of Kubo and the two strings. In case you forgot or zoned yeah. out. Oh yeah. no, no. <laughs> What we need to do, what we need to do is we need to single him out though. Oh, from yeah. now on. Like yeah. once we get done, we can just be like, oh, okay, um Tom, Tom, <laughs> we're not talking to anybody else. Tom. Are you listening, Tom? Tom, are you listening? <laughs> Tom, we were just talking about Kubo. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Kubo and the two strings. Now, hold on, Tom. Do you have a pen and paper handy? All right, Tom. Um, okay. Yeah, let me describe a pencil. It's a long... <laughs> Sometimes you'll see a number two on it. It'll say no. It'll say N-O period two. It doesn't mean, like, no. <laughs> it doesn't mean no to. It means, like, it's a number two pencil. Okay, okay, Tom. So take that pencil and I'll write down Kubo. I'm going to spell it for you. It's K. It's K. <laughs> U B O Kubo. Okay? We're talking about Kubo. This is just for you, Tom. <laughs> just for we can you. make a special podcast feed just for Everybody you. else that listens to the show knows what we were talking about, but you. Because you're an idiot. <laughs> Wake up, Tom. <laughs> we value our listeners. Yes. Some of them. Some of them. <laughs> Matthew Royable. Did I start his? Yes. All right. Started over. Though. Yeah. Hey, guys. Uh, hey, dudes. Uh, just writing to give you a few props. Quality of the podcast has stayed pretty consistent. Good work. Just wanted to drop a short note and say how much I love Stranger Things. Jesus Christ. That, these are old-ass fucking emails. <laughs> Stranger Things. Yeah. so like two that's, weeks that's ago. Like, I know. Like, I know. like a month ago. Yeah. Uh, so 30 days ago. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Tom. Stranger Things. <laughs> S-T-R-A. Anyway. Yes, it has some narrative and plot issues, but I think the perfect casting, acting, cinematography, soundtrack, score, and just about everything else more than makes up for the show's shortcomings. Well, I don't know, like, where are the shortcomings after everything he mentioned? Yeah. <laughs> like, he's like, I think it has some narrative plot issues, but I think the perfect, perfect casting, acting, cinematography, score, soundtrack, and just about everything else <laughs> makes up for the short the show's shortcomings. Uh, oh, that's funny. Also, I wanted to drop a line and remind you guys of the haunting and cool 80s atmospheric tune by New Order. Wow. Okay, thanks. Thank you. Appreciate that. I but- <laughs> Oh, what a great email. Also, I just wanted to drop a line and remind you guys of the haunting Ooh, chills. and cool 80s <laughs> atmospheric tune by New Order. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, sir. We had forgotten. Yeah. I we, had no, forgotten. I feel yet again haunted. <laughs> haunted Thank yet you. again. Brought wow. it right back. Wow. <laughs> like it was just yesterday. <laughs> Thank you. Just when you feel like you've gotten over that haunting, <laughs> fucking Matthew Royble brings it all right back. Ah, <laughs> uh, not the haunting. Jesus again. Christ, I'm haunted again. <laughs> Crap. <laughs> all right. They used the song during Will's funeral scene. God, these guys did their 80s homework. Great tune that makes me back and just great tune that takes me back. And just in case you never saw it back in the late 90s, the short claymation film More use the same song to great effect. You can find it on YouTube. Real easy just to look up more slash claymation. 
Keep on doing the great nasty. Yeah. Matthew. P.S. Jay probably knows what the great nasty is, that dirty motherfucker. <laughs> what? Nice. That guy does know you. I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> well, I suppose. He, do- <laughs> he does know you, motherfucker. <laughs> Next email comes from Jamie Wright. Hey, leftovers. Just wanted to say how much I appreciate you guys not talking politics on the show. (laughs) We try. I can't say the same for other podcasts. You guys keep up doing the awesome shit that you do. I will be throwing some Patreon money your way very soon. Thanks, Jamie Wright. All right. Awesome email. Going to spend that money on guns. (laughs) (laughs) More guns. (laughs) We all need more guns. I'm going to use my part to put up a wall. (laughs) Nice. Nice. I'm going to shoot it down with my guns. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck your wall. <laughs> oh, damn it. All right. Next email comes from... Uh, there's not a name of this person. They just go... And this is, like, I think the second email that they've sent. Uh, they go by podcast no one cares about. So this person has a podcast. He feels that no one cares about their podcast. Hmm. Taking so they, self-loathing to the next level. Yeah, he says, hey, guys, hopefully my ban is over. Just one, No, it's not. You're back on another month. <laughs> one, one more month. Yeah, tack it on. You are banned for another month. You know why? Because he sent me two. Oh. Two. That's two in cool. one week. Fuck off with that shit. Yeah, not cool. You're banned another month. I'll read your two for now, but you know what? You fucking banned yourself. You did it to your fucking self. <laughs> Look in the mirror. You did it yourself. Despicable. Slap that mirror. It's fucking sickening. <laughs> That's why nobody cares about your podcast. <laughs> That's hilarious. Because he's too... He, get, he sends too many emails. You know what? Like... One is enough. Like one, like we don't like we don't come out like with an episode one week, mm-hmm. and then like like we come out with the episode on Monday, and then like all of a sudden like, uh, like Thursday comes around, and we're like, oh hey, we forgot to say this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait till Thursday, get it all in. Yeah, if you're gonna compose yourself. Yeah, right, let's hear it. Let's oh, hear it. Hey guys, hopefully my band is over. It's been restarted. <laughs> Just wanted to make a quick suggestion. I don't know if you guys have started watching The Night Of on HBO or if you guys have rated it, but great show. Also, hearing you guys talk about reboots and Nick Cage this past week, what do you guys think of a rock reboot? That's all for me. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not because I got a second fucking email. That's all for me. Keep giving us the great content week after week. Take care. Uh, famous last words. That's all for me. <laughs> fucking porky pig. That's all, folks. No, it's not. You came back for a second fucking email. Double dipping. Double. Fu- That's all for me. Remember that? Remember when you said that in the first email? You fucking jackass. That's all for me. Does not remember. That's all for me. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done at all! <laughs> no, Jake, it's not. This guy comes back for more. I got another fucking email for the... That's all for me! <laughs> nice. Are we just going to read his next email and ignore his questions? What do you, what do you think about a rock reboot? He, he's got to know about this. Uh, rock reboot. I know. Uh, I mean, the first one's great, but it's not really a legend of a movie that needs a remake. No. Yeah. No. And I, I plan on watching Night Of. I was just talking about it right before we started recording that you I were. was going to watch it. Yeah. So. 
That's coming. Yeah. That's all for me. Bullshit. It's all for good, me. Good thing there won't be another email from the podcast that no one listens to. <sighs> email number two. Yeah, I don't care for a rock reboot. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I do care about a rock reboot. Remember Rock, the uh, Fox TV show? Yeah. Oh, yeah. ROC. ROC. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I do. I do. Let's bring him back. Yeah. <laughs> what's, uh, he, what's he doing? I don't know. <laughs> he ain't doing shit, right? Uh, He's not writing me fucking emails. At least not two. That's for sure. He, he, he would only send one. <laughs> Email number two from a podcast nobody cares about. That's all for me! (laughs) I'm done! (laughs) All done! It's all for me. Yeah. (laughs) Apparently not, because I got a second fucking email. So just wanted to get your take on this news piece. Apparently some hipsters in Brooklyn are taking offense to a donated Captain America statue in Prospect Park. Now due to their pestering, the statue will end up in front of a Bed Bath & Beyond. Here's some links to the articles. He sent me the links. I didn't click on any of them. <laughs> you actually sent these to me. I, I did. I was like hoping like one of you guys would open up this fucking shit. I didn't click on them either. Okay. All right. We have no thoughts. <laughs> That's all for us! <laughs> Why? Wow, I took the words out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, emails. I know, dude. I can't stop them. How many more? I might I might need a smoke break. Uh, do you guys want to take a break? <laughs> yes. Alright, hold on. I got I got one here from Jeff. You know, Jeff's getting excited. It'll be it'll, the time won't even happen for Jeff. We'll Jeff, be reading his email and I got Jeff, now. Nick, Rod, and Jeff, Nick, Rod, Finn, and Scott. It's not bad. That's not bad. Definitely need a break. <laughs> All right. Let's take a break. We'll come right back with Jeff, Rod, Scott, Nick, and Billy Bob. And Ooh, what a tease. Johnny and Susie and <laughs> Timmy. and These people are going nowhere. they got to wait to hear that. All right. We'll be right back. This, ep- this episode sucks. <laughs> no, this is bad. No, it's fine. Garbage. It's not. Hey, did you did you wake up this morning and think to yourself, you know what, you know what I want to do? I want to give I want to give some money, hard earned money away, to three assholes so they can do a stupid podcast every week. Yeah, I'm, money's burning a hole in my pocket. Where can I? Where do I put all this money? I'll just give it to three dicks. Yeah, if that was your thought process this morning, number one, there's something wrong with you. Number two, Pop Culture Leftovers has started a Patreon where you can donate to our show. It's really simple. Go to patreon.com forward slash pop culture leftovers starting out as simple as one dollar a month we'll thank you on the show you give us one dollar a month that's twelve dollars a year who can't afford that every one of our listeners did that that would be amazing is that gonna happen fuck no anyway moving on there's also rewards where you can get your own personalized audio bumper like the ones that we play here on the show that's pretty awesome that right there should be enough for you to sign up for our patreon oh wait that's not enough you're just a spoiled little shit, aren't you? You gotta have more, don't you? All the time, more with you. Uh, we have a reward where you can Skype chat with the leftovers, and that could be played on the show as a bonus episode. Wait, hold, wait, that's not enough? Seriously, fuck you at this point. We also have a reward where you get to be on a full episode with the leftovers. That's right. We get to talk to your boring ass for a full episode. <laughs> 
there's all, hey, hold on. That's not it. There's also another reward, and this is exciting, where you get to co-host with me on a brand new podcast that I'll launch. Uh, this is our masochist reward level. You really have to be in order to want to podcast with me. So check out all the rewards on patreon.com. That's spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash pop culture leftovers. Some of the rewards are limited. Not that I'm expecting them to sell out or anything like we did the moment we started this Patreon. All right. Hey, welcome back. Uh, welcome back into uh, email territory where you are the show. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Catchy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Got an email here from uh, Jeff L., uh, this is <laughs> Jarrell's brother, <laughs> Jeff L. You know Jeff. Oh, nice. Yeah. Hey, guys. I've been listening to the show for about six months now, and the thing I like most about the show is that you're not above calling your listeners and each other out on their bullshit. Keep up the entertaining work. I have a good pop, bad pop entry for you to discuss if you want. The Fallout series. I started playing back in 2008 with Fallout 3, and I have been a huge fan since about late 2009. Let me throw this out there. Have any of you guys played Fallout? Nope. Uh, nope. All right. Yeah. There so, you go. Yeah, going <laughs> to... That's how much we care about yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, God damn it. If we only had Frank on this episode. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. sure he's played Frank it. Frank would be... Yeah, Fallout... I know a lot of people that love that game. Uh, Dan West loves it. Yeah, I just don't have the time for that. Well, Fallout Boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they're the worst. They're horrible. Fuck them. Yeah. I like the Simpsons character. Yeah. Uh, the reason for my gap between uh, we don't even the reason for my gap between the first time playing Fallout Three and becoming a fan like we care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like we don't even we haven't even played Fallout like. Like, we care about your reason for your gap for not playing or whatever. How come I never heard about Fallout until Fallout 3? Fallout 1 and 2 must have been giant fucking shitbags of games. Yeah. Yeah, they fell out. (laughs) Fallout 3, it's like everyone talked about that shit, you know? It was supposed to be the second coming of Christ, basically, yeah. But yeah, a lot of people uh, were kind of disappointed in it, too. So, whatever. I haven't played it. (laughs) Uh, He says, I was bored with it when I first played it. I can't understand why I was bored, though. Everything I love about the series now are the only reasons I can remember returning the game to Blockbuster the day after renting it. Uh, Side note, I had a Blockbuster Game Pass. (laughs) Ha ha, name drop, mofucka. Blockbuster. That's a blast from the past. Yeah, is that yeah. still even around? <laughs> I still have my Blockbuster card. Do you? That's, that's kind of awesome. That's a relic. It's yeah. La- it's laminated and oh, everything. Oh, yeah. yeah. Nice. Awesome. I came back to the game after a while due to my... Why, why, why am I still reading? <laughs> yeah, skip over it. Does he have anything that's not Fallout? I don't know. Dude, it's like... like under, like like Listen, Jeff. Like you, I'm sure you're a nice guy and shit. You're cool. And shit, but dude, we we haven't played Fallout, so it's like I'm just reading your thoughts on Fallout, and we have like no thoughts on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that sounds interesting. Yeah, okay, mm-hmm. get to that. Yeah, so we, we learned that uh, Jeff plays Fallout. <laughs> At one point, he didn't like it, but then he was like, "What the fuck? Why didn't I like this?" On your recent, I'm going to skip over this paragraph, but he says, "On your recent show, you mentioned retrotrosses for Batman v Superman and other films, which made me think of the Fallout series because I would have tossed Fallout Three when I first played it." But now I Tupperware the shit out of this game. Thoughts? None. 
yeah, I like predicted what he was going to say before he said it again right there. Yeah. He says, thanks again, gents. He's not thanking us now. Yeah, yeah we just had a fallout. It's like, Fallout 5. Hey, guys, can I get your thoughts on a game that none of you have played? <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Next email comes from Nick. Uh, hello, Leftovers. First timer here. Not going to lie. I haven't started listening till around uh, episode 128. What the fuck are we talking about in episode 128? Not Fallout. (laughs) (laughs) I was wondering if any of you have read the Green Lantern Darkest Night series, and if so, can you recommend any similar kind of comics that will show superheroes die? Hmm. I also just want to let you know, I love Fallout 3. (laughs) (laughs) He didn't used to at first, I heard. No, he says, also, I just want to let you know, I love the podcast. I listen to it all day at work, trying to hold in my laughs. I even managed to get my girlfriend into the podcast. Thanks for being awesome. I hope you plan on staying around a lot longer. P.S. I love you, Jay. Please don't make me eat shit out of your asshole. (laughs) P.S.S. I can't find any of your episodes prior to 75. Huh. Is there a place I can listen to them? Sincerely, Nick. We'll get to all your fucking questions here. But guys, let's talk about his concern for Fallout 3. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Major topic right now. (laughs) No, no. uh, So, uh, any other uh, stories uh, where superheroes die? I mean, read read Crisis on Infinite Earths, I would say. Yeah, that's the main one. I mean, that's the biggie. You're going to get death. Yeah. Death in the Family. There's another one. Yeah. What about uh, Fantastic Four and Death of Human Torch? True, yeah, the, true. The, the Hickman arc, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So, Crisis was my first, I think, major time where I was like, "Oh God, somebody fucking died!" Shit. Yeah, that's the biggie. That's the first one I think of when I think of stories like that. So, yeah. if you haven't read that, check that out. Nothing else is coming to the top of my head. Uh, the Marvel stuff, nothing stays put. Death so of Superman. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think of stuff that kind of stays put a little bit. What about bit. Uh, Pop Culture Leftovers episode 152, <laughs> where the podcast dies? Yeah, there you go. Oh, yeah, definitely listen to that. Wouldn't it be fucked up? No, hold on. Wouldn't that be fucked up? Episode 152 comes out on, like, Monday morning fucking episode. Like, everybody's like, who is episode 153? Never comes out. Dead. Like, we never even respond to anybody. Right. We're dead. Like, we're dead. <laughs> we should go out that way. That'd be cool. Dude, that would be the way to go out, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Like, all of a sudden, like, like one day people just wake up and, like, everything's gone. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, we didn't even exist. Right. All their hopes and dreams. That's awesome. We should do that. We should edit this part out and do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just finish it. <laughs> he says, uh, blah, blah, blah. where can I find any of your episodes prior to 75? Is there a place I can listen to them? You can. Uh, you have to go to our website. You got to go to popcultureleftovers.com, and then you can listen to them off the website. Yeah, there's links right to the <laughs> Libsyn files from there, right? Yeah, you have to listen to them off the website. Since I don't, okay, this is the, I don't, ah, do I need to get all technical? No. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> iTunes, to. iTunes will only, <laughs> iTunes will only show 100 episodes. It'll only have 100 episodes mm-hmm. there. We've got some bonus episodes up, so it'll only show 100 episodes. So, and because I didn't publish them on Libsyn, I published them through another program, we can't, 
it doesn't get any more than 100. So you have to listen to them off the website. Yeah. If you if you listen to them that way, streaming off the website, we apologize for your data plan, and thanks for listening. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, listen to them on Wi-Fi. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of times you're out and about listening to podcasts, though. Sometimes you aren't, Jake. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes people are at home. You know, not on the go. I'm not on the go. I'm not on the go. I'm at home. Gonna listen to a podcast. I'm not that guy today. Not on the go. Sometimes you're not. <laughs> okay then. Just, just, just my rebuttal. <laughs> yeah, you got me. I know. <laughs> there's two sides to every coin, guys. Two, two sides to every coin. <laughs> By far the worst episode it's ever. It's not. Ever. And it's my fault. <laughs> Next email comes from Rod Clairbout. Hey, leftovers, dot, 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 and Frank. That's a callback. Wow. Yeah. Jeez. Uh, this is my first time emailing you guys, and I just wanted to say I love the podcast. I've been listening since the Civil War review and was hooked. I've been going back and catching up on old episodes. I'm aware that all those old episodes are <laughs> on the website. You'd have to be a fucking moron not to know that those are on the website. Just throwing that out there. I don't know if that has any fucking meaning at all. You can listen to them at home, on the, on the go. <laughs> or if you're on the go. <laughs> <laughs> Rod, Rod is so topical. <laughs> He's on point. He is on point. <laughs> Damn, killing it, Rod. Wow. I want to say thank you for all the time you guys put in to make these podcasts, even when you're not on the go. <laughs> <laughs> even for those times when you're at home, <laughs> using up all your data and whatnot. <laughs> I love listening. I love listening to your perspectives on different pop culture content. Brian, I've heard you mention Friday Night Lights a couple of times over the podcast, and it is also one of my favorite shows of all time. Did you have a favorite character on that show? Mine would have to be Coach Taylor or Tim Riggins. Uh, it's unfortunate Taylor Kitsch hasn't had the same luck. Since that TV show, dude, uh, yeah, I'm. The, I had a lot of favorite characters on that show. Of course, I, I've got to also go with Coach Taylor and Tim Riggins. But I also, I, I loved, uh, and he wasn't around for the full series. Uh, Smash, mm -hmm. the actor that played Smash, I thought the Smash was absolutely fantastic. I thought he was great. Um, uh, Saracen. Matt Saracen. I loved Matt Saracen. I think it's unfortunate that that guy has not really, I don't know, he's not had a great acting career after this. He's been in some like low budget horror movies and things like that, but I enjoyed Matt Saracen as well. Uh, Adrian Palicki, she's gone on to do, you know, play Mockingbird, uh, in, um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. She also was in the failed Wonder Woman mm -hmm. pilot. Uh, that came out. I loved Adrian Palicki. Uh, was it Minka Kelly? Um, 
I enjoyed looking at her. <laughs> she is a gorgeous, gorgeous uh, female specimen. She also uh, is in the last moments of uh, 500 Days of Summer. Mm. Okay. I, I thought she was great. I loved uh, I, I loved Connie Britton's character. You know? I oh, mean, she's great. Yeah, she's great. We saw her in the first season of America Hor- American Horror Story. We saw her in American Ultra. But uh, she she was great as Coach Taylor's wife. I mean... Um, I love that show, man. I love that show through and through. What's There's, the run of that show? Did it go like three seasons? It was only supposed to go about three seasons. I, I, I think they stretched that out to about, I, I, I'm guessing five. Okay. It was supposed to, and, uh, what was interesting is the last season, they actually aired it first on DirecTV's audience channel first mm. before it came to NBC. Um, and Michael B. Jordan is in the final two seasons. And that's the first exposure I ever got to Michael B. Jordan. Wow. Michael B. Jordan was on Friday Night Lights. Guys, if you have not seen Friday Night Lights, uh, find it streaming somewhere. It is fantastic. It is a Tupperware. I love it. And if you like Kyle Chandler and Bloodline, you're going to love him in this. You don't have to love football to love this. Right, right. And this is the best shit that Taylor Kitsch has ever been in. Fuck Battleship. Fuck him as Gambit. Uh, I've only seen him in that war movie that he did. He was in that war movie, which was really good. Can't remember the name of it. It had the one uh, guy from um, Into the Into the Wild. What was it called? Yeah, Into the Wild. No. Let me pause it. I'm gonna look it up. <clears throat> All right. Yeah, we're back. We looked it up. Yeah, it was uh, uh, Lone Survivor. That is a great Taylor Kitsch movie. Um, I like John Carter too. I like John Carter too, but it wasn't received well. Yeah. And it was Disney and it did not make its money back. And so it really hurt his career. Yeah, it was a legendary bomb, but it was a huge bomb. Not deserving of it. Like a lot of the movies that have that status. It's the marketing. It's the marketing mm-hmm. in my opinion. Uh, but yeah, he was in that movie, uh, Lone Survivor with Emil Hirsch, who isn't in into the wild. Okay. So yeah, fantastic. So, um, yeah, big fan of Friday Night Lights and, uh, Love a lot of those actors that were in that series. So, yeah, nice to hear from someone emailing that ha- has listened that long without contacting us. It's always nice to get someone out of the woodwork. Yeah, it's yeah, as opposed to people that uh, contact us every goddamn week. <laughs> um, That's exactly what I was saying. I've recently started reading the 2006 run of Moon Knight with no background on the character, and he's quickly becoming one of my favorite characters. With the new Marvel series coming out. And in 2017, there are rumors about them possibly making a Moon Knight series. I was wondering if you think they might introduce him in one of those series if it does not get greenlit, or if they will just introduce him in his own show. Who do you guys think would be a good casting for him? Hmm. I think we will see a Moon Knight, and I think when we do, Netflix is the perfect platform for that. Um, I don't know about casting, though. Yeah, he's asking, do you think that he'll be in his own series, or do you think he'll be introduced in another show? I'm going to say introduced in his own show. <laughs> yeah, he's got such a crazy background that you wouldn't want to have to just... He's not like the Punisher, where what you see is what you get. Like right. You really need an explanation of that character and yeah. where he's from and everything. So I agree with you. Yeah, and as far as like Netflix casting goes, I have no clue. They are all over the board. There is no way to guess who they would cast in this role. I mean, we heard Ryan Philippe was going to be playing Iron Fist, and then we got the fucking, uh, what's his name, from Game of Thrones. Yeah, the Knight of Flowers. Yeah, we got that dude. And then we got fucking, you know, everybody, like, I wanted fucking Terry Crews for Luke Cage, and then we get Mike Coulter, who I'd never heard of. You know, and, and uh, we... 
who do you want as Daredevil? Oh, we're getting Charlie Cox. It's like I'd never heard of Charlie yeah. Cox, even though he's in Boardwalk Empire. I watch Boardwalk Empire. But you you would have never guessed that, like, oh, like watching Boardwalk Empire, like, 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 oh, what's the guy I want to play? Right, Daredevil. No, nobody guessed that. That just it happened out of nowhere. Yeah, you're right about that. The Netflix seems to be not really using star power to drive right. any of their Marvel TV shows. Right, like, that's not really what they're doing. Exactly. I mean, not that there's not people you don't know in those, but sure. no one's like really bringing it like right. huge draw, right? Because yeah. oh, this person's in it, yeah. Like oh, oh, Rosario Dawson's in it. We got to tune in. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Even she's not a big draw, I don't think. Yeah. So. Oh, Trinity from the Matrix. <laughs> she's gonna be in Jessica Jones. Holy shit! I'm watching. <laughs> I guess maybe um the David Tennant a little bit, if yeah, anybody. If you're a Doctor Who fan. But I mean, that doesn't mean a lot to like American audiences most of the time. You know what I mean? I agree. I think he's like the, I think he would be the perfect character to introduce in the background of, of what we already have. Introduce him and then bring in his own show. But I'd like to see him kind of a mysterious character in the background of, you know, Daredevil or Luke Cage or Jessica Jones. I want to see him at his own show. I I think there's like, I agree with Jake. There's just too much to introduce. as far as his origin story uh, and while you're trying to tell another story. Yeah. It'll be just as cool seeing him in the background after we already, it'll be more impactful after we know who he is and what it's about that all of a sudden he's mixed in with this other show. Hmm. If that comes about. Yeah. You can do that with the Punisher, but I don't think you can do it with Moon Knight. Like it would turn into Moon Knight show just to tell his origin. Yeah. No, I agree with that. I agree with that. I wouldn't even say like necessarily like, no focus on him, just like he's there, like like Batman in the background. He, you know, you know of this guy, or you see glimpses no. of him. That's what I would like. No, <laughs> that's what I would like. No, right. no, You're shutting that down. That's fine. That's no, fine. okay. The answer is no. Right. <laughs> it's still no. <laughs> I'm not giving you what you want. You, yeah, all right, that's fine. What you want is wrong. <laughs> Who do you want playing that guy lurking in the shadows and the other shows? Today? I don't. I have Who's no fucking, casting for him. No fucking clue right now at all. But I, that's that's how I'd like to see him introduced. Uh, you know, no. just <laughs> <laughs> good timing. All right, I'm done. <laughs> I just that's how I'm going to shut people I down. I don't even want to see him at all. From now. now, from now on, when I just just disagree, I'm just going to be like, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> No, no. <laughs> and he says, uh, "So I, I guess I, I really don't know who would be a good casting for." Uh, I have it's, no idea. Who knows? Say, as far as like Netflix goes, <laughs> it's like I could like you can wish in one hand, shit in the other, and see which one fills up first. It, who knows what you're gonna get with fucking Netflix? They're gonna pull somebody out of some fucking. Uh, some obscure fucking television series or mm-hmm. some weird fucking character actor that you'd never even heard of, and they're gonna give him the fucking spotlight. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's just oh Finn Jones. Is it Finn Jones? Finn. Yeah, that's the actor's name. Finn Jones. that's playing uh, yeah. Iron Fist. Yeah, he's yeah. um Marjorie Torrell's yeah. brother yeah. in Game of Thrones. Exactly. <laughs> if you know who that is. Yeah. Uh, I apologize for the long email, but I wanted to say thank you guys again and keep up the great work. That comes from Rod Clareabout. Rod, thank you for listening. Whatever. 
<laughs> a decent enough email. Not the worst. Yeah. No, it was good. It's all right. It was good. It's better than Tom Comiskey yeah. <laughs> telling us to repeat shit. <laughs> Fucking short attention span, motherfucker. <laughs> Next email comes from Finn Deets Creek. That's right, Tom. It comes from Finn Deets Creek. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, Tom. Thin Deets Creek. <laughs> hey, Leftovers, it's, it's Hey Leftovers, it's me again. Loved listening to second-rate super fans. You guys had great chemistry. Finn is referring to my other bastard show that I do with the listeners. You get, look, that was awkward. <laughs> <laughs> I said... <laughs> yeah, I do some... I do another podcast. Whoa. I know. I think you heard Jace Feelings. Yeah, a little bit. A little sore over that. No, one. no. I'm not, I, I do another. Yeah. Guys, I'm not cheating on you. <laughs> Whatever, man. <laughs> Whatever. No, I do, a, I do another podcast with members of the Leftover Army, our listeners, um, and it's called Second Rate Super Fans. You can download it now. We've had our first episode. But he says, you had great chemistry. I even left a review. I am writing because I wanted to give a short good pop, bad pop. First, I started The Get Down Mm -hmm. on Netflix. And it's a Tupperware from what I've seen. I'm really digging it. All right. So, (laughs) hold on. Let me stop. Let me stop right here. Jay. Yes. No, Jay. (laughs) You started The Get Down. I did. Have you got down on The Get Down? (laughs) Well, um, yeah, I've watched two episodes so far, and uh, it's okay. It's okay. I, I, I'm not. Uh, nah, I I'm not discounting it. Oh no, I'm getting the feeling you like this. I, I, you stop I, it, sir. <laughs> don't you worry about Jake. Don't, I'm not worried about on. Jake. Let's put a curtain up. I don't care about Jake. <laughs> I want you to tell me. Did you get down on the get down? It's okay. It's okay. In two episodes in, I like the characters mm-hmm. and. Uh, Visually, I think it's all right. I, I you know, it's mm-hmm. I'm, I've never been a big Baz Luhrmann fan. Period. Mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't really care for Moulin Rouge or anything like that. Um, but I do like the characters. Yeah, and that's enough for me to want to watch it more. But it's not like it's not like Stranger Things where I'm like, when I get home, mm-hmm. I, I need to fucking watch this. I don't care how late it is. What the fuck I'm doing? I need to stop and watch this. Right. It's not at that point. So all right. it's all right, Jake. Yes. Are you down? Are you down on the get down? Or are you gonna get down on the get down? I'm getting off the get down. <laughs> so yeah, I watched about thirty minutes of it and was like, "This is just not my thing." So I'm ducking out on it. I just so, didn't get it. As you're watching it, you're like, "I bet that stupid Finn likes this." <laughs> <laughs> no, I never. I never judged anyone while I was watching it. I just wasn't caring for it. Really? No. You didn't think that? You didn't no. judge? Not Finn? yet. And now I do. Dude, like, like half the time when I'm watching stupid shit, I'm like, "I bet Finn would like this." <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm just like watching the most asinine, stupid bullshit on TV, and I'm just like, "Oh my god, I bet Finn would fucking love this." <laughs> I love how Finn's your bar for it, too. Yeah. Yeah. Like, anything, like, really idiotic. Like, really idiotic and stupid. I'm like, oh, my God. That fucking kid would love this shit. That little fucking moron would love this. Little fucking idiot. Like, the... (laughs) Yeah, there just didn't seem to be much story for me in The Get Down. Like, I just didn't... I didn't get it. But but enough for an idiot like Finn. Yeah. (laughs) Possibly. Is that what you're saying? 
<laughs> exactly what I'm saying. I'm not denying it. <laughs> Guys, keep in mind, Finn enjoyed Fantastic Four. Right. <laughs> the Josh Trank version. Right. Uh, I'm starting to see why he's your bar now. Yeah. <laughs> starting to get it. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right, now all right, he goes to Finn. <laughs> Finn, I'm fucking with you. Poor Finn. Fuck Finn. <laughs> I was setting him up for that. I'm not, I like Finn. Finn's a good kid. Uh, he says, uh, next, I finished the first volume of Autumnlands, something Brian has constantly recommended, and I will say, sir, that you were right on point. This book is awesome. So yeah, I love that. I love that fucking book. Autumn Lands is great. Fucking Kurt Busiek, it, 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 it's fantastic. So definitely, if you're into comic books and you want something new, something different, it's from Image. It's called Autumn Lands. Uh, it's amazing. It's a fantasy story, anthropomorphic animals and shit, and magic, and it, it's amazing. Love it. Still doing that. Still ongoing. Absolutely. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Black Hammer issues one and two are Tupperwares. Uh, Jeff Lemire has not let me down. Every book I am reading of his, from Moon Knight to Extraordinary X-Men to Platona to Black Hammer, they are all Tupperwares. Uh, keep up the great work as always, your loyal listener. Not so bright. Kind of dim. <laughs> Finn. <Yeah. laughs> Rhymes. Thank you, Finn. <laughs> well, he just hates himself, that kid. I know. A little bit of self-deprecation there towards the end, Finn. It's a little poor, sad. Poor guy. It's all right, dude. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> you're, you're, you're a good kid. Yeah, he's good. Dude. I like Finn. I'm just fucking around. Last email comes from Scott Shooty. Old man Shooty, get off my fucking lawn, Shooty. Hey there, gents. Boy, I have to admit that the lineup of movies for 2016 was so amazing. I was sure that I was going to have to clean my shorts after jizzing all over myself for these boys. But lo and behold, most of these movies have either failed to live up to my expectations or simply sucked ass. That being said, are you worried about the movies that are coming out this Christmas and beyond? And which properties are you most worried about? For me, I have to admit that it's Doctor Strange. Nothing I have seen has me excited or even remotely interested at all. Thanks again for all you do, and special thanks to all, uh, special thanks to those who have donated to Patreon. The rest of you fucking freeloaders can get off my fucking yard. Get the fuck out of my fucking yard. So, um, yeah, he's saying basically 2016 is pretty underwhelming so far. Um, are we worried about the movies that are coming out like uh, in the Thanksgiving and Christmas season? I will say that there have been some surprises in 2016 so far for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to start off by saying The Jungle Book. Huge, oh, yeah. Huge surprise for me. Uh, of course, we talked about Kubo. Um, no surprise that Marvel Civil War uh, was great for most of us, right, Jay? <laughs> fucking bullshit high taste fucking rating. Fucking just taking Marvel down a notch for the hell of it. Yeah. I mean, I'm worried about all DC movies after Suicide Squad. Yeah. If that's what if that's what he's saying, like you know, that was such a disappointment. So, are you worried about any of the movies coming out this Christmas? And he, mostly, he's talking about Doctor Strange. I have to say, like, I, I think Rogue One is going to deliver. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think Rogue One is going to deliver. Um, as far as Doctor Strange goes. 
I, I think at the very least it's going to be a taste it for me. Yeah. I, I think I think we're looking at another Ant Man situation. Doctor Strange is definitely a maybe. I'm not like freaking out about it. By the way, it looks. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, I, I think I think that's that's where they're going to go with this one. I I think um, I think it's probably going to be a taste it for me at the very least. Um, I would agree. You know, um, I just. I don't know if it's going to reinvent the wheel like Scott Derrickson and them are, uh, and people at Marvel are wanting us to think that it will. Mm-hmm. It's just like, like Ant Man was fun. Ant Man was fun, but mm-hmm. it wasn't like it wasn't like as innovative and as like amazing as like some of the other other Marvel films. Right? Like yeah. it was fun. Like I'm not going to take that away from it. Like I had a fun time watching it, but it wasn't like. And I feel like Doctor Strange is like right in that wheelhouse, like. That's what I'm getting from it. Yeah, it might be a little bit too serious, too. That might be, like, it might not be fun at all like Ant-Man. Yeah, and just be got, serious and drab. We got the Wi-Fi joke, though. Yeah, that's true. You know? They, we got the Wi-Fi joke in there, and that was, like, funny. So. That was a funny moment. It was. But maybe, it, you know, it'll, it'll be a little bit more serious. It's Marvel. Yeah. It's Marvel. You're not, you're gonna get jokes. Well, I hope so. I know so. I, I can guarantee you we're gonna get those jokes. I can't see this being just like <laughs> Wi-Fi joke. <laughs> <laughs> you, you never know, man. Maybe that's what Scott Derrickson brought to the table. It's the guys. Here's, here's my plan for Doctor Strange. Right, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Here's my vision. <laughs> Hold on, hold on. I'm genius. I'm clapping. <laughs> okay, okay. Wi-Fi joke. Yeah. Oh, there it is. <laughs> Followed by more. <laughs> Brilliant film. That's hilarious. Best film ever. It's better than I hoped. <laughs> Worst episode of Pop Culture Leftovers ever. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, you got Jan bored now. Oh, wait. Look oh. what you did. <laughs> Yeah, I, I would say too that uh, Doctor Strange <laughs> is a worry for me, but oh, I'm sure it is. But uh, I'm sure it is. <laughs> I'm sure you're, you're. I'm sure you're fucking kept up at night. If they every, put Batman every, in it, it'd be you awesome. Know, you're just yeah, yeah. Put Batman in it, we're good to go. Yeah, it'll be every, phenomenal. Like every movie gets a higher, it bumps up a little bit it, of a higher rating. I admitted if, that. If you put Batman in it, I admit you that. You biased son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, I you am biased son of a bitch. My right. My right. My body, my right. <laughs> he told you. Yeah. I, I, Jay tossing and turning. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, Dr. Do, Strange, be good. Don't fuck up Dr. Strange for me. Oh, God, I can't ever imagine tossing a Marvel movie. <laughs> you know what I mean? I know exactly cold sweats, what you mean. Hot sweats, cold sweats. No, it's like Ant-Man comes out, and I'm like... Jay, what's your rating? Yeah. Toss it. Hey. <laughs> now, hold on. This is where it gets interesting. Why? Mm-hmm. Um, with crickets? <laughs> Jay, Jay, what's your rating on uh, Marvel Civil War? High taste it. Why? Followed by more crickets. <laughs> <laughs> I don't... <laughs> It's not accurate. <laughs> that is an exaggeration. Yeah, there weren't real crickets. <laughs> yeah, there were no crickets in there. <laughs> Metaphoric crickets. <laughs> I don't know. It's uh, I can buy I can buy the Ant Man stuff, but I will never I will never let you let down 
fucking high tasted for Civil War. That is fucking that movie is amazing. He'll see it a second time. We'll see. Yeah, I need to see it again. I need to see it again still. So that we'll is one of the best comic book movies I've ever seen in my life. In my life. I said this I, I think that about Winter Soldier though. I think Winter Soldier tops that shit. I think it does, man. I mean so I'm not I'm not a Marvel hater, man. I, I, know. I know you guys think I I'm it. I know. I just I'm I'm giving you shit. Yeah, but yeah, Winter Soldier I think was better. Sorry. <laughs> no, I don't know, man. They're they're both up they're there. They're both really me. good. It's they're hard bo- to say yeah, which is better. It's hard. It's like splitting hairs at that point. They're both such different like feelings of movies, too. They mm-hmm. are. I yeah. Yeah, one's like a political thriller yeah. like yeah. That's why I think like a time away from something like that is a good thing. Like for me at least, like it, it was just comic book overlord uh, overlord overload. Comic book overlord. Yeah. I am your comic book overlord. <laughs> shoving it in my brain but there were so many comic book movies and and on top of star wars and all that shit that that i've watched recently Mm -hmm. it's really hard to you know watch that without having all that other fucking baggage on stop no no you just need guys when you go into these movies stop thinking about the other movies just think about your experience watching this movie yeah well, stop! Fuck! Fuck! Off. Still wasn't Avengers for me, so I couldn't. I couldn't, man. It wasn't Avengers for me. It wasn't Winter Soldier for oh me. Oh my god! But if I watch it again, I could change my mind. We'll uh, see. We'll Spider Man was amazing. Black Panther was. Amazing. I agree. I Airport scene was amazing. I agree with I all mean, those. The misdirection that you know we thought we were gonna get like a, a battle between like those other fucking super soldiers, mm-hmm. and it was like no, mm-hmm. no fucking Baron Zemo's behind all this shit, man. That was a fucking mind fuck for me. I I, I mean, it, they took me on so many. I, I thought I knew where they were going, and uh, they, they zagged instead of zigging, and all right. this other shit. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. True. Good True. shit, man. I fucking you're an, you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Jay. I love you. I love you, Jay. I love you. Yeah. I just can't. Oh, I'm just my, so stupid. I can't know. <laughs> You're not. You're not. I just can't wrap my head around a fucking high taste of Civil War. Well, sorry, man. I bet you Tupperware the real Civil War, like fucking, <laughs> oh, God. like that actual war. Oh, yeah, no, no, <laughs> that was a mistake. This re- <laughs> this fuck this Marvel movie was so good. How I'll, I'll watch it again, How? man. I haven't watched it again yet. How? Let, let me watch it again and see what I think. But at this point, it's not. It's, it's coming out soon, I think. Yeah, it's got it's got to be within the next month. Yeah. No, I'll watch it again. I'll let you know what I think. I don't want to hear. And it. you might shit on me again, but I might, I might not change my mind either. <laughs> Spider Man was so amazing. He was. He was. Black Panther was fantastic. I agree. The fucking oh my god, the fucking uh, the airport scene, and then the uh, uh, when. Uh, Black Panther is chasing after Bucky. Oh, that shot was awesome. With the mo- the motorcycle where he did the fucking uh when he jumped on the motorcycle and f- flipped it around and shit. And yeah. It's like, wow. Compare that. Compare that. Compare that. Just those scenes and those moments to anything that we saw in Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. You got to be out of your goddamn fucking mind <laughs> to think that Suicide Squad's a better movie than Civil I, War. I tasted it. I did, I, I, did, I I tasted Suicide Squad. I know, but like... I don't think it's a better movie. I don't. <laughs> that squad looked so cheap, too. Like, so much of it was just, like, shot on the same set. Yeah. And it just looked so fucking cheap. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, I agree. Yeah, I don't. I don't disagree with that at all. No, I just. I want to turn our last final moments into me just beating Shit. you. <laughs> just, just me beating Jay up. That's he, fine. He rated X Men Apocalypse higher no, than didn't. Civil War, didn't he? No, no, no. no. Oh, he just talked no. better about it. Yes, <laughs> yes, that's true. But that that's that's a character thing. That's true. That, that's a hard thing to like. That's a hard thing for me. To like base my like I fucking love the X Men so much more than Avengers. I, I I'll admit it, but it's like it's so hard for me to not like those characters more. You know, so that that affects the rating. It's not it's not always about what what the better movie is for me with these comic book movies because those characters are like ah there's something you bring else. in baggage. They're, yeah, I bring in my own fucking baggage. And so, like, yeah, some people are going to look at my review and be like, that's retarded. But it's like, for me, those characters meant more to me. So I don't know. I don't know. It's a tough one. All these are tough. Like, I always go back and forth in my own head. Like, what the fuck am I going to rate this? I don't know, you know. No, don't think I, – I don't want you to think, like, like oh, we're, we're talking about it now. Like, this is, like, where it ends. Like, this is the last Oh, event. I know. It's not the last of it. <laughs> No, because not. no, we. I want you to. I want you to feel comfortable, like like week after week, that we will continually. Yeah, I know. Berate you. Yeah, I know. It doesn't matter. Like, yeah, I don't want you to think. Oh, I'm comfortable now. Like Brian brought it up last week. No, there's no way in hell Brian's gonna fucking beat me up about it this week. No, no, yeah. no, no, no. <laughs> I, I. I can throw you on the hot seat every week. Absolutely, absolutely. I'm like, fine with that. every week is a hot seat. I know that. I want you to like like Brian like like when I show up to your door next week and you come outside to greet me, yeah. I want you to look at me and I want you to say, Hey Brian, every week's a hot seat, buddy. <laughs> like that's I want you to say that. I want no I want you to realize like I like you're never off the hook. Oh I know. I know that. Like there there's so many times I'll see a movie and I'll be like they're going to fucking tear me to shreds. They're going to tear me to shreds in my fucking rating. But I'm not going to change it. I can't change it's it. fine. But, yeah, retroactively, yeah, there are times when I'm like, all right, I don't I don't appreciate this as much. Yeah. So it does happen. It does happen. And I agree with Brian. I can see why you wouldn't like Ant-Man. Like, I know what yeah. parts of the Marvel yeah. movies you don't like. Ant-Man right. was everything that I don't like about Marvel. I get yeah. it. It was yeah. absolutely everything in one movie that I did not like about Marvel. I get it. So, I get that. I, I mean, like, like I, it didn't bother me as much, but it did bother me. Yeah. yeah. That's why I didn't get a Tupperware for right. me. It's like you had, like, these emotional moments followed by, like, jokey bullshit. Yeah, just way too much. Mm. Like, you know what I mean? But, like... But I did. But there were things that I appreciated in Ant Man. Like I really enjoyed. Like I did enjoy the visuals. That yes. They, like like I thought they did a great job with like him shrinking. Anthony was cool. Yeah, Anthony was cool, and I, there was a lot of fun stuff in that movie. But on the flip side, it was like, you know, there's a little too much joking and yeah, stuff it, like that. It, I think it was just one of those things too. Like if you're gonna introduce a, a new character, like I can't live down what I felt from Iron Man or what I felt from. Seeing Captain America from the first time, yeah, like it, for for me, like Ant Man needed to be a little more epic, and it wasn't, you know, and and I don't want that. To, I don't want that to happen to Doctor Strange, mm-hmm. but I see the same thing in the in the trailers already. So I, I don't know. I'm not trying to piss on Marvel, but I see you are. It. You are. You are. <laughs> why? It all over. why? 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 Why is Marvel fucking? Why is Captain America Civil War a fucking high taste? Where did it? Fail where it it failed it failed in first of all it failed in the villain and it failed in a lot of like I I wasn't 
yeah, the airport scene was great and all that shit, but it was it wasn't the villain. The, the, chemistry. the villain succeeded in manipulating these guys to fight each other. Yeah, and Black Panther just like has a talk with him at the end. What the fuck was that? He has a talk with him at the end, and they put him in prison. It, it didn't have. It did not have what Avengers had. Avengers had the perfect chemistry, the perfect dialogue. The, everything in that movie was fucking perfect for me. This did not... It didn't have that. It it had a lot of great stuff, but it was mm. not a perfect, like, Tupperware for me. It just... It did not pass that bar. It just didn't do it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm buying and it. And I thought, I thought a lot... I thought a lot of the Black Panther stuff was weak. I like Black Panther. He's one of my favorite fucking characters. I thought that was uh, some of that shit was weak as hell. Oh, the Black Panther shit was awesome. You're yeah. crazy on that mm, part. Yeah. No, and some of the fucking effects in that shit, like yeah, the airport scene effects phenomenal, but some of the other effects were kind of just eh. I, I didn't like it. Oh, I'm I, just giving you my fucking reasons. I, I get yeah, but like like I don't know. That's like I can we can go over some of the effects and fucking. Uh, I'm just saying, if I'm going to compare it to Avengers, I'm not going to put it on the same level. It's not. It's not. Civil War is not Avengers to me. Mm, I think it's just as good as, as Avengers, if not I better. I don't think so, man. That was magical. No, I, like Avengers... Well, I, I mean, if you're always chasing like that Avengers feeling, I think you're out of your mind. You're never going to get that again. Because like, for me, like Avengers, there was nothing like it. It was the first time we've ever, I've ever seen anything like that. Like The first mm-hmm. time I saw Avengers, I had to go see it again. I saw that movie five times in the theater because I'd never seen anything like it before. I fell in love with that movie. I thought it was amazing. If you're chasing that Avengers feeling, you're never going to get it again. But I felt like this is like they took it to another level. I mean, it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Civil War was it was amazing. Like, yeah, you're never going to recapture like the Avengers feel because like you only get that one time. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so but but I felt like I I felt like they did enough to it was a great movie. I, I I don't see any faults with that film, really. There's not too many. Civil War? Civil War. Yeah, I agree. And, I mean, you're never going to see, like I said, being worried about Infinity War and them trying to one-up the airport scene. Yeah. Like, that was just so amazing, that airport scene. Yeah. Like we, you know, we saw, like, all these heroes fighting at the same time, like we've never seen before. Yeah. And I thought the effects on Black Panther looked great. I mean, it's a mix of practical effects with, like, CGI with his suit. Mm -hmm. I thought it looked great. I thought I was really worried about how it was going to look in the daytime. And I think they pulled it off. Yeah. I thought it looked great. I love the setup for the character. I thought it was great. You know, we saw we saw the death of his father, and mm-hmm. and uh, I I got a real feel for his hatred towards Bucky, and I understand where that was warranted. And uh, yeah, the ending. I understand what you're saying. Like he had a talk with him at the end, and I felt like in the comic books that maybe maybe comic book Black Panther would have killed him. Something. I don't know. Beat the shit out of him at least. I don't so, know. Yeah. I don't know. Like, and, and again, it is hard to live down that ghost. It's hard to live down the ghost of the Avengers for me, and it's hard to live down the ghost of Winter Soldier. Those two movies combined, like, if you don't top that for me, then I, I can't. I can't. I, I mean, I get it. I get. It. I mean, everybody's entitled. It's all subjective, but it's like sometimes it's like when I guess I, I feel like when I watch something and I love it so much, mm-hmm. and somebody that like I'm good friends. I'm not with pissing it. on it. I know you're not. I I'm, still give it a good rating. I know you're not. I know <laughs> it's not Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> God damn which it. we can get to next. No. Um, <laughs> but but like when like you're watching like something with someone and like you love it. 
and they hate it. And it's just like, why? Why are you not seeing this the way I'm seeing it? I don't hate it. I did. He doesn't hate. He high taste. I liked it a lot. No, I've moved on to Guardians. <laughs> God damn it. I, yeah, I've moved on to Guardians. Oh, God. Don't, don't bring up One Guardians. of the best. This is a whole other podcast. It's <laughs> <laughs> a whole other two fucking hours. Uh, Guardians, the best Marvel movie ever. I'm not going to no. say shit. It, not, it, not, <laughs> that's your favorite Marvel movie. Yeah, definitely. Mine is, mine is still Avengers is, is the best, mm-hmm. in my opinion. I would say Avengers, then I would say... God damn it. It's it's hard. God damn it. Avengers? Fuck, it's so hard if to Guardians say. Guardians isn't one. It's got to be two, right? No. No? No, Guardians isn't even in my top five. Oh, wow. Um, I would say Guardians, and then, like, I would, I would probably say Guardians, then I would say Captain America, the first Avenger. No, Guardians... <sighs> Winter Soldier, I'll give it to you. Avengers, Winter Soldier. No, Avengers, yeah. Winter Soldier... Um, then I'll say Civil War. Then I'll say Captain America: First Avenger. Um, after that, I'll say Iron Man, mm-hmm. and then I'll say Guardians. Okay. No, I will put Guardians above Iron Man. Really? Iron Man one. Yes, I will. I think I, I think Guardians is more rewatchable than Iron Man one now. Hmm. I will give it that. I will put it in fourth place. Yeah, I think I'm Guardians. Avengers, and then I'm Winter Soldier, and then I'm Civil War. Okay. And then after that, it's probably Iron Man one. Yeah. I I feel like I I I like I'm not disagreeing with you guys, but I, I feel like it's I think I think it's different for everybody. Mm-hmm. I really do. Like any comic book fan is going to have a different like take on what their favorite Marvel movies are, whatever it is. You know, I I think that's how it is. I they all have a different feel. Even though they're in the same universe, and and they don't have Batman in them, so you, they can, <laughs> you can't automatically like them. Sometimes you got a high taste. Them, you I know did. What I'm I, I did fess up to that. Yes, I had some bias, <laughs> and I changed my review. I know, <laughs> but I, I love know. fucking Batman. He's my I fave. Know. I know. Fuck all those other superheroes. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait for this Doctor Strange podcast. <laughs> yes, it's gonna be a goodie. It might be brutal. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I'm not saying that. I mean, God, there's, a, there's a. I, I think I will. I think I'll taste it. I think, like, if I had to guess, like, what my rating would be, I'm saying taste it. I think I'm in the same boat with you. Yeah. Nothing has wobbed the shit out of me at all. Yeah, it just looks like sort of okay. Yeah, like, like Marvel's got like their formula down. And like, even, even now that they've got their formula down, they've done a good job at just giving us taste it movies. Like, that's how I felt about Ant Man. Mm-hmm. You know, like, yeah, solid taste it. You know what I mean? It's like it didn't blow me away. I liked it. I didn't hate it. Like, like Fantastic Four, when I got out of that Trank movie, <laughs> I hated that movie. That is nothing like the comics. But I felt like, like Ant-Man tried to do enough. Ant-Man tried to do enough to be faithful to the comic, be faithful to the characters, give us some fun moments. But, you know, I, th- I felt like they missed a few things. So I was just like, okay, that's a taste it. That's yeah. a taste it. That Nothing mind-blowing. <laughs> so I, I completely agree. Yeah. Ant-Man's right there at the middle. Yeah. Yeah. So and I don't even need a sequel like Ant-Man and the Wasp. Oh, after Civil War? Yeah. I loved Giant Man. I yeah. loved Paul Rudd in the role now. Yeah. Like Civil War did enough for me to make me want to see more. Um but 
it, but but see the, the problem is though it won't be Russo it brothers. It won't be Russo brothers. Yeah, it won't be Russo brothers doing it. So who who was the one that Peyton Reed is that who it was? Yeah, it was Peyton Reed. Yeah, I wonder if he's gonna do. Is he doing Ant Man and the Wasp? He's probably doing it. Mm. So yeah, yeah. Not too excited for that. I've got about ten more minutes. We can beat up Jay. <laughs> I. <laughs> what is, what's the next thing we're moving on to? <laughs> Jay, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Voltron, man. Yes. Yeah, God damn it. <laughs> Let's end it. I'm done. I'm, done. Right. I'm done. I'm just fucking. Like, this is good. Oh, that was the last email. That's it. We're All done. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, fuck this. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. Like, I'm not too. Like Scott, I am not worried about Doctor Strange. I think. Like, I think Marvel has kind of got their formula down. I think. Like, even at this point, we're gonna get a taste at movie. I, I don't think that 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 it's. I don't It'd think be nice if it was a Tupperware. It'd be great if it was a Tupperware. Yeah. Um, I would be surprised if it was a Tupperware. <laughs> Me too. So uh, I think we're gonna get a taste at film. I just don't. I just. You know, I don't think that it's going to be as divisive as fucking like Suicide Squad or anything DC's ever done. No, it won't be total crap. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I love Man of Steel. Fuck you. Uh, uh, the steamy pile of garbage that is the DC like movie universe. I will admit, I will. Batman v Superman was a hard second watch or third watch. I watched the ultimate cut. It was hard. Oh man, you strong, strong man. It was hard. <laughs> It was hard. <laughs> oh man, we are a long man. We, you look at those movies, man. We are they are far, far, far away from those Donner films. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. They are long ways away from that shit. Yep, yeah. long, long away from fucking Marvel movies. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> You want to end this? Yes. All right. Yeah, yeah. Um, just like all good leftovers say on their doggy bags, thanks for listening. Thanks for your patronage. Whatever. <laughs> Later, y'all. Suck it. <laughs> thanks for listening to Pop Culture Leftovers. Congratulations. I don't know how you did it. I couldn't do it. You people need a T-shirt saying, I just listened to two hours of nonsensical crap. Anyway, if you'd like to reach the Pop Culture Leftovers cast, you can email them at comments at popcultureleftovers.com. You can also follow them on Twitter at PC Leftovers or like their Facebook page. They'd love to hear from you. They're all pretty sad and lonely. One of them is homeless, but I didn't say that. There's already like 7 million podcasts talking about pop culture and all that. It's a trap. Good and toss it, good and taste it. Do we love it? Hey, let's mix it, can't erase it. Let's embrace the Tupperware party. Subculture spill over like a vulture. Carry over counterculture. Pushovers, pop culture. Leftovers. And with the uncool kids, what's to say has already been said. Leftovers. Pretty sure that the only talent is the band that's singing this. Pop culture leftovers. Original and good have already been done before, so we should separate the wheat from the shaft. And we're the shaft, the crap, even though we're the shit. Woo! We're the leftovers picking up the scraps, dropped by the cool kids. It, it, it's a trap. Good and
gossip, good and tasty. Do we love it? Hey, let's face it, can't erase it. Let's embrace the Tupperware party. Subculture spill over like a vulture, carry over counterculture, push over top culture, leftovers. And with the uncool kids, what's to say's already been said. Leftovers. Pretty sure that the only talent is the band that's singing this pop culture leftovers. We love it, hey, let's face it, can't erase it, let's embrace the Tupperware party. Subculture spill over like a vulture, carryover, counterculture, pushovers, pop culture, leftovers. And with the uncool kids, what's to say's already been said, leftovers. Pretty sure that the only talent is the band that's singing this, pop culture, leftovers.